Welcome to the Lost Lowdown, podcast number 34, with your hosts, Claude and Justin. What's up, guys? We are coming to you live, <laughs> and by live, I mean pre-recorded. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's what um, live means, right? Well, you know, I had to, I felt the need to say we're coming to you, and there's no other way to say, you know, you got to follow that with live, and then I realized we're not live, so. Oh, Okay. Uh, scratch that, we're coming to you pre-recorded um, As uh, usual As usual <laughs> uh, Talking about episode 22 The two-parter Through the Looking Glass um, A very enigmatic title um, And a very, very, very good episode Oh yeah So, um, you know, there's a lot to talk about. Uh, I know people have been (laughs) placing bets uh, on how long this podcast is going to be. My personal wager, I'm going to (sighs) say, I'm going to say it's like seven hours. I don't think we'll do too much more than seven hours. I'm going to say seven hours, 34 minutes, and 19 seconds. You're going to get that specific, huh? Oh, yeah. I'm going to say seven hours plus or minus ten minutes. That's how I roll. Okay. I want to be general. You have a much better chance of being correct. <laughs> yeah. My, uh, my interval is, uh, is a lot wider. But if I get it right, people will be all the more impressed. Yeah, and I think you'll, you'll get the payout is bigger, right? Yeah, exactly. However much you wager. Yeah, it's all about risk. Yeah. It's all about risk. That's what I say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Apparently what you say also. Uh, <laughs> Maybe I took what you say. I don't know. I kind of think I only say it because you say it. Mm. Hmm. Which came first? <laughs> the Justin or the Claude? It's one of those mysteries. We'll never know. So, speaking of mysteries, we'll never know. <laughs> what a great segue. <laughs> yeah. It's almost like we planned it, but we didn't. Do we, do we want to say anything general about this episode? Yeah, we, we usually do. Um, we usually... Sort of yeah, we a, usually lead in, have a general um, reaction. Why don't you start? I usually start with a general reaction. Why don't Why don't you start? Uh, I uh, I really really liked the episode. Uh, I was a little bit um, I was a little bit nervous about about a Jack flashback, um, mainly because the last one was really bad, and uh, and Jack flashback Jack flashback. Backs in general are not my favorite, so um, I thought, God, two hours of Jack nonsense, like more shit with his dad or something, like ugh, mm-hmm. don't want to sit through it. But uh, <sighs> but they, uh, but it's actually pretty good, just as it, as it, you know, as a thing itself, um, and uh, and then what they did to, uh, you know, with the whole flash forward thing, um, really, uh, I was completely not ready for that uh i didn't that was that was out there apparently like a couple of weeks before the episode but uh i managed to miss the spoiler so i had no idea it was coming and it was great and uh and also a lot of the other stuff in this episode i liked uh i liked the stuff in the looking glass uh with uh charlie and desmond and mikhail and the, the crazy women and yeah all that nonsense <laughs> dumb and louise yeah dumb and louise. <laughs> Oh, that's good. That's yeah. And uh uh yeah, and I, I liked how I liked how everything played out. It was very dramatic, a lot of action, yeah. you know, like a finale usually has. And it, it it addressed a lot of mysteries like finales do and you know, 
left us hanging on a lot of stuff, but uh but in general it was just it was a it was a very full episode, you know. Um it's uh it's hard not to feel uh satisfied after getting that much stuff in one episode. Yeah. Um so uh yeah, no, I thought it was great. Uh definitely very comparable to the season two finale. I guess for me I guess I have to wait a little bit before I can really compare it, but um but uh but I think it's at least as good as that one mm-hmm. was. So um yeah, I, I I really liked it. Um well I loved it as well. Uh I pretty much agree with uh with all your points, you know. Um as far as the flash the flash forwards, uh, you know, I was I was completely spoiler free. The only thing I, I had read was that it was supposed to be a Jack flashback. And um besides that I I didn't know anything else about it and uh you know the the flash forward thing was weird as I as I posted on the on our comment section. I, I I never I never in my head like solidified when when they were supposed to be taking place until the very end when it was sort of obvious because there were you know there's there's evidence on both sides that it's a flash forward and flashback you know uh, before they get to the end and you kind of really figure it out. So in my head it just like Jack's storyline just kind of like floated in the air. And I'm like, I hear, I, you know, I, there'd be one scene he talks about his dad being, you know, and it's obvious his dad is dead. It's like, oh, okay, yeah, definitely flashback. And then, oh, dad's alive. Oh, wait, maybe it's in this weird future or something, mm-hmm. you know. But um, <clears throat> but overall, I thought it was really, really good. Um, it was definitely, uh, you know, especially Jack's part, I thought, his, the way they, uh, some, some, something to do with the way they shot it or, or, or what, I don't know what it was, but, uh, it, it felt, his storyline, his flash forward storyline felt like a completely different part of the show. Like, I, I, I don't, they don't usually do storylines like that, that are that laid back and take, you know, it took, you know, two hours to unfold and it wasn't a lot that happened, Yeah. you know? Um, but it was, it was really interesting, uh, to, to see it was very, very slowly paced and, uh, and, and, you know, people are raving about Matthew Fox because I think he outdid himself in this episode, you know, and as I, as I told you off podcast, like it, <laughs> right after that scene, when he's talking to Dr. Hamill, you know, and he, and he sort of blows up towards the end, like, I'm like, Oh wait, Matthew Fox really isn't on drugs. He's just acting like, wow. He really convinced me he was on, uh, Oxycontin. Uh, like, and I'm man, like, wait, somebody get this guy some help. I know. I'm like, geez, like, I just love the way he was like, you know, kind of stammering. He couldn't like stay, stand up straight. And like, he's looking in all, all different directions and like, mm-hmm. you know, losing focus. And mm-hmm. it, 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 it was really well done. And, uh, and even his, um, some of the stuff Matthew did, uh, or should I say Foxy, um, <laughs> believe me, we're friends. Uh, some of the stuff he did, um, in the uh in the island timeline uh was really really good too but uh enough of what we think let's talk more about what we think um, um i want to say a couple more things oh now sure. that you've spoken um, uh i uh i really uh 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 i agree and i think the fact that it was a two-hour flashback um not, not that the flashback was two hours but that they had two hours to develop it let mm-hmm. them like take their time more like yeah. normally the flashbacks like a, a normal flashback could be like three scenes, yeah. you know, like they usually don't get a lot because um, they have an island story to do too. And since they had two hours, they really could do like a lot with a flashback and let it kind of slowly unfold. I agree. It definitely had a, a nicer mood um, than, than normal. And uh, uh, so I, uh, so I, um, 
I thought that, yeah, I don't know. It, it'd be it'd be nice if, I mean, they can't really do flashbacks like that all the time. But uh, Yeah, it was just, you know, to me it felt like this little short film about this, you know, doctor dealing with drug addiction and pain and loss and all that stuff. And yeah. I would really love to, um, if someone would uh, cut all those scenes together and just, just watch them together and see how that comes off, it'd be really interesting. Because uh, I, I, it was very, uh, it was very captivating to me to to sort of see, and that was the thing. It's like it was kind of, to me, it was like a different, it, like Jack on another TV show or something, you know? Because mm-hmm. it, you know, what he was going through for most of that, you know, it was sort of just kind of tangentially related to what we've seen before, you know? Like, yeah. You know, some references to the to to you know his dad being dead and some of the island stuff, you know? But like it was just completely, you know, sort of knew what was going on, you know, and then it was like, you know, Sarah had a cameo or something. I don't know. It just felt like a Jack spinoff or something, <laughs> some other mm-hmm. like drama show that he's on, you know, post Island years or something. Right. But, um, I really oh, liked it. Really good stuff. That's what I was going to say. I, I completely love the idea that this is Jack's future. Um, mm-hmm. that's not what you would expect, you know, to be his future. And, uh, and uh, you know, you just figure, oh, they get off the island, everybody's happy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, the fact that you know, Mister Hero Jack turns into this mess is—I uh, really like that idea. I don't know. That's um, it makes like whatever happens to them in the future kind of—I uh, don't know—like half tragic because uh, yeah, know, he's just marching off to this sort of crap yeah, instead exactly. of uh, some kind of nice life back home. And it's also weird because. You know, in a normal flashback episode, you know, they, they seem to be, like, the character whose flashback it is, you know, they they, uh, they have shots of them right before the flashback, and it seems like, you know, a lot of times it seems like that's what they're thinking about. Mm-hmm. And so um, in this episode, you know, I felt like that until they revealed who it was, and then, you know, it's hard to know how to take those things. Like, he obviously isn't thinking about that stuff. Yeah. Um, but sort of, it's sort of weird. It puts it in a different kind of... Um, category than than the other flashbacks where they really can like ponder their past life and all that yeah yeah because usually the you know a lot of times the flashbacks relate to what's going on you know what they're feeling or or some sort of plot thing or something but um yeah it was it was really interesting to 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 see that that's possibly jack's future Mm -hmm. uh we'll get into i guess uh our opinions about um that uh that the flash forwards and what that might be because uh, I think there's a lot of things it could be. <laughs> um, so should we start? Yes. With the uh, with the anticipated uh, scene by scene review that everyone apparently <laughs> loves. <laughs> you asked for it. You asked for it. Here to get here it is. Scene by scene review. We won't just do. Because I think if it was up to me and you, we would have just done big questions for this one. Yeah. Uh, because usually when they have big mystery episodes, it, it makes sense to do just the big questions. But uh, people like the scene by scene, we'll give them the scene by scene. This is the big one. So, you know, uh, so if you like that approach, then you should really like this. Yeah. We, um, Justin and I have split this up, so I'm going gonna, I'm, uh, gonna to do the scene by scene for the first half. And he's going to do the scene by scene the second half that uh, made the workload a little bit easier, a lot easier. Yeah, that was um, that was one of the reasons. Like I, I did, I did a scene by scene on one episode, and it was a lot of work. And I really, uh, I didn't want to do it again because it just yeah. uh, it's rough, like 
writing down everything. Because normally when we take notes or when I take notes, I can just like write down what I think is interesting. But mm-hmm. uh, when you go scene by scene, you can't be so choosy. You have to know everything. Yeah, you got to note everything because, you know, you have to reiterate what's going on and you can't, you know, we've only seen the episode twice by the time we podcast, so you can't rely on your memory to tell you what's going on and who mm-hmm. said what, scene by scene, so you just got to write it down so you know what's going on. And Exactly. But um, I think if we split it up, you know, it's not too bad, so. Uh, yeah. So Yeah, uh, I think in the future we'll do that, we'll, we'll, we'll try to do that too, we'll just when the regular length episodes, we'll split those up too. Yeah. And see how that goes, you know. Um, is there anything else? Uh, I feel like we need to mention something else before we start. Uh, I guess, I guess there's nothing. I can't think of anything. All right. Well, let's get into this. Uh, maybe I'm just apprehensive about this because we're about, about to start this, a, this long arduous journey exactly i feel like uh i feel like homer going on an odyssey yeah we're we're like we're like on page 50 of the first book of the lord of the rings there we go we're like um we're we're just getting the hogwarts in the harry potter saga (laughs) (laughs) hogwarts for the first time we just got on the train (laughs) yeah yeah exactly wow you got another one? Um, um, uh, I got a ton. <laughs> I, I can think of more, but I'm trying to think of one that's appropriate. Um, uh, oh, you just oh, decided oh. to take the blue pill. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's that. Uh, or, uh, 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 um, how can I say this uh, for a general audience? Uh, uh, um, uh, Al Pacino hasn't even like gotten involved in the family business yet in the first Godfather. <laughs> nice. Uh, Doc Martin just showed Marty his flux capacitor. Oh God. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh oh. Uh, 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 Rocky hasn't even fought Apollo Creed once yet. Nice. Nice. Um. Uh, I think I'm done now. I thought I had a bunch. They all vanished. Oh no! Uh, come on, one more, one more. Um, one more. Here we go. Um. Uh. Uh. Sigourney Weaver has just—I don't know—something aliens related. <laughs> <laughs> they haven't even gone to the planet where the aliens are yet. There we go. That was a team effort. Good job. Good job. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everybody remembers. They go down to that planet and all hell breaks loose. Yeah. You know, it's really a cautionary tale on uh, uh, planetary exploration. Yeah. That's really what it's about. It is. It is. Don't do it. That's it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Oh, oh. Uh, the monolith has just shown <laughs> itself to the apes. <laughs> uh, wow. That's a good one. Yeah, that's a good Don't one. Because even in that one. one movie, that's a long. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it is. Forget the sequels. That's uh. Oh, that's a long one. There's enough shit in there for an epic. Yeah. All right. Uh, I think we've teased the audience enough. I agree. Um, I agree. It's like any day now, guys. Get on with the episode, please. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Movie references. 
<laughs> ha ha ha, Claude and Justin, you're so clever. Let's talk about the episode. <sighs> They've got a lot of spreadsheets to do. <laughs> spreadsheets and uh, spreadsheets. Are they still doing spreadsheets? Yeah, they're still doing spreadsheets. I guess I guess in normal work you don't get off for the summer. No, you don't. I feel no. like everybody should be on break, like me. But no, they're not. busy doing spreadsheets and uh, word documents, and uh, you know, getting water from the water cooler, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, um, riding the train to work, and um, what else do people do when they're working? Um, Having meetings. I hope you're not listening to those podcasts while you're in a meeting. <laughs> if you are, turn it off right now. No, if you are, like, congratulations, you're a dedicated fan. <laughs> no. No, that's too dedicated. Stop. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I can just see that. They're like, so, are you ready uh, for the quarterly plan? And they turn to the person listening to the podcast. <laughs> They're like, What? Well, Peterson, Sorry. what do you think about this uh, this new agenda for 2007? Peterson's like, I love it. And go, great, you're the lead on this. Ooh. <laughs> Yikes. Um, all right. Let's get started here. Okay. We already started. Let's just get busy. Okay. Um, scene one. <clears throat> scene one. Act one, scene one. And Act action. one, scene one, and Go. Uh, we find Jack on an oceanic flight to L.A. He's uh, heavily bearded. And Beard so, Jack Beard. Yeah, Jack Beard. And, um, uh, and you know, this is this scene I'm sure was very confusing for everybody. They're like, okay, where, where are we placing this? He's on oceanic. Okay, this is this the, is this the flight, you know? Is this the, 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 the infamous flight A-15? Well, no, he's got a beard. It can't be that flight. Why would yeah. he have a beard? He didn't have a beard before, you know? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then you, but you find out, you know, towards the end of the scene that he's actually going to L.A., so you're like, maybe this is the flight. Like, what's going on? And, um, yeah. and then Jack sees, uh, you know, he's been drinking a couple, couple of drinks, and uh, he wants another one. The flight attendant says, you know, sir, we'll be landing in 20 minutes. And he's like, yeah, that's a long time, hon. Um, <laughs> hey, you just bring the drinks. Exactly. I'll worry about the time. Exactly. Why don't you just scoot yourself on over to the car and uh, bring me another scotch and soda. How about that? <laughs> you um, know, it's interesting, somewhat interesting, not that interesting. Um, let me backfire a lot. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Why don't you just change the word you're using? I think that'd be a better better. You're user. right. It's worth noting, I think, that uh, that uh, when Jack was on the plane that crashes, um, he's also like drinking, and uh, he actually complained to Cindy that the drink wasn't strong enough, and she gave him a couple extra bottles, and uh, mm-hmm. and they they broke in his like suit when he woke up, like he found them in there, so. Um, uh, or they didn't break, but he like fell on them and like yeah. hurt himself. So anyway, like the the seeds for this uh, behavior are were 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 there already, I think. Yeah, and that's a great, very good point. Thanks for bringing that up. Uh, you know, and that's the thing. You know, alcoholism is hereditary. Yeah. So he's he's you know predisposed for that anyway because of Christian. Um, and, and you know, of course, he met Anna Lucia when he was getting a drink at the bar. So yeah, uh, he definitely. Uh, you know, I don't know if he has a fear of flying. I don't think they've ever really said anything like that, uh, or if he's just 
just likes to drink uh, when he's, you know, not working. I have to uh, say, least, I think Christian is one of my all-time favorite alcoholics. Uh, he's he's like a really good alcoholic. Yeah. Like, man, that guy, he just drinks. The best, I mean, the best alcoholic of all time has to be, uh, I forgot the actor's name, in uh, the Billy Wilder film, The, Lo- the Lost Weekend. Oh. <laughs> uh, if you've never seen that, you got to see it. I've it's never great, seen it. Uh, it's a great movie about uh, about like that that whole thing with alcoholism. But yeah, no, Christian's great. I mean, he's a great actor, and uh, I guess it, it, you almost want to think Matthew Fox is a good actor because <laughs> the guy who plays Christian is a oh. good actor. <laughs> he kind of runs in the family. Yeah, yeah, runs in the family. Oh wait, they're not really related, <laughs> but um, they're they're both really good. Now he's a he's a very good drunk. He's a very good drunk. Yeah, just like I mean. Serious devotion to alcohol. Yeah. No, not just like a little, you know, oh, I drink too much, whatever. It's like, man, he's drinking all the time, no matter yeah. what. No matter what. And that's, you know, that's what I call an alcoholic. Yeah. That's, yeah. And that's the thing. He, it's it's literally his crutch, you know. Yeah. <laughs> not literally. Let's say that. Not literally, no. Because <laughs> if you, if you try to stay... You try to use a glass of alcohol to crutch, it might break. Um, we don't recommend that at home. We don't. Kids, please. We don't. Kids, don't try that at home. Um, <laughs> alcohol is for drinking, not for crutches. We've spent 15 minutes, and we're not even off the first scene yet. That's, that's great. <laughs> that's how we're going to do it, folks. Get ready. That's, that's how we roll. What are you going to do? Um... So one of the things I want to mention about this scene uh, before I continue (laughs) to talk about it, uh, the little thing of Jack's beard being very, very gray, um, his, uh, I don't, you know, I don't think I've noticed before, but I'm sure it's true uh, in the, you know, the Island timeline in this episode, you can see a couple close-ups of Jack where his, you know, his stubble is gray. Oh yeah. Um, And in the future, the flash forward, you know, uh, his his beard is gray. Although what I noticed was that towards the end his beard isn't gray anymore. Did you notice that in the flashbacks? Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, I didn't. Yeah, because because um I noticed like in the very first scene in this scene we're talking about where he's on the flight they have the close up of, of his beard and it's very gray. And then there's there's several scenes towards the end where I noticed that his beard was not gray. And I, at first I thought it was like the lighting or something, but then I I think it's the scene right before he calls Kate at the end. Yeah. And you you know the lighting isn't too bad, and and you're fairly close on him, and I don't see any gray, and I'm like what, what's going on? Is this time flowing backwards? Like oh god, what weirdness is going on? Is it just a prop thing? I mean the beard doesn't even look real to me. Um. So I don't know if it's just a prop thing or, or yeah, maybe they a, lost a the costume gray thing. One. I should say, yeah, they don't have they didn't have the gray one or or maybe maybe he really grew a beard and and then like he shaved it and then they're like oh we got to do this other scene mm-hmm. so they gave him a fake beard, you know who knows what goes on but um, yeah but um, I, I noticed that and I guess you know it's not a huge deal but I, I just sort of noticed his beard didn't seem didn't seem to be uh, gray anymore. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was interesting. Hmm. Could just be whatever. So stick that in your hats for when they tell us that uh, time is flowing backwards. Got a lot of shit up there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff in our and <laughs> are sticking in our hats. Um, I can't even see the hat anymore. 
It's just covered with stuff that's stuck in it. Uh, yeah, no, I um, didn't notice that at all, but then again, it's not the kind of thing I ever really noticed. So, um, yeah, well, that's if you, why, you know. If you have, like, a vague semblance of, like, there's been those continuity errors and stuff that occur in movies, like, I'd never see them. The most obvious thing, like, like it could be, like, I remember there's this one movie where there was, like, a sleeve, and it got cut off, and then, like, from one shot to the next, the sleeve was there, and then it wasn't there. And, mm-hmm. like, I didn't see it at all until it was pointed out to me. <laughs> it just completely, like, and it seems so obvious when you see it, but I just yeah. didn't. I just didn't. There's actually an episode of Next Generation, which, you know, you're watching now, and I, I'm not sure what episode it is. I don't know if you've seen it yet. Uh, you probably have. I probably have, but I'm sure I didn't notice uh, Picard is in a shuttlecraft. I think he's with Wesley. I'm not sure. He's with like one other person. They're like they're stopped somewhere. I don't know what they're waiting on. I forget. It's been a while. But it, but Picard is eating a sandwich, and oh, no. as they cut back and forth between that sandwich, it goes from like one bite has been taken out of it to like two bites have been taken out of it, back to no bites have been taken out of it to like three bites have been taken out of it. And I think sandwiches are the cause for way too many like continuity yeah. food, food in general, because the actors can never really, you know, that's the thing. You watch an actor in a scene where they're eating and when they cut back and forth, more often than not, I've seen like, you know, this fork, you know, the fork is, you know, in one scene when they're saying something, they're putting something in their mouth. The next time, you know, you cut to them like they're, you know, the fork's not even there, you know, the yeah. fork has been put down or something, you know, and it's just like, okay, you're doing all kinds of weird stuff. Because it's hard, you know, it's hard for them when they do those scenes over and over again to uh, yeah. to reproduce their actions, you know. Right. But um, anyway, um, let's get back to the scene, uh, if we can. All righty. Uh, so Jack uh, has a newspaper next to him in first class. Oh, is um, he in first class? Uh, was he? I assumed he was because he's got the gold pass. You would think like so, but it didn't look like first class to me. But maybe it was. Hey, I don't know. First class on Oceanic. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fair enough, sir. Fair enough. The seats, the seats look pretty big, and it was only two of them. Yeah, I'm looking at it now. Those are those are not coach seats. No. 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 Okay. Actually. Yeah, no, those seats are pretty pretty fancy. Anyway, he's got a he's got a newspaper next to him, um, and he happens to look over, and then he sees uh, what I believe is supposed to be an obituary, right? Um, well, or, or I guess it's just an article. It's not an yeah, obituary, it's, it's just, just an, an article. article. A lot of people are calling it an obituary, but um, it doesn't have the form of an obituary. It's not. It's yeah. It's not specifically an obituary, like in the obituary section. It's talking about someone's death, which I don't think that makes it an obituary. But it's pretty close. It's got some of the same things you would put in an obituary, but uh but it's not written like an obituary. It does, yeah. It's it's uh it serves that function sort of. Yeah. But um, um I don't think it was paid for. I think it was an article they they just wrote. Yeah. So it it's um you know, and I, he reads it, and he's he's sort of taken aback, and it, you know, it's a, it's he gets upset after reading it, and uh, you know, you know me, I, I hate when you know it's the same thing when like you know somebody gets in a car and they hear a very important thing on the radio, or like 
you know, they cut on the TV, and here's a here's a big plot point right oh, yeah, here, yeah, yeah, waiting yeah. for you on the TV. Why did this? It just happened to happen, you know, in this yeah. scene. Like, and wow. it's, it's like you, you get the idea that he had presumably been reading the paper before, because it was you know in the chair next to him, sort of folded. Well, I believe but, that was the paper the 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 flight attendant gave him. Oh, that's right. Oh, okay, okay. I forgot he he just like took it from her and put it over there. Yeah. Oh, okay. Then I okay. That then that makes more sense. I I I I, I forgot about that. I thought it was just like sitting over there and he just having to look over and go like, oh yeah, here's that paper I've been having this whole time. <laughs> let me let me let me look at this article that's gonna upset me. <laughs> uh, yeah, I forgot. I forgot. The the stewardess gives it to him. Okay, so a little more plausible. A little more plausible. Yeah. Still in that same realm. Of oh yeah. Very convenient. They're but, always uh, like they're sitting in the bar and they look up and the news story comes on that's plot relevant. Mm-hmm. It's 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 classic. Yeah. It is classic. Um, so, uh, one of my questions that, um... Oh, you got a question? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what podcast is this? What's going uh, on? You got a question already? This scene? Um, yeah, I got a quick question about this newspaper. Um, <clears throat> well, I, I can sort of answer my own question now that I, now that you've explained how he got the paper, because I, I just sort of glossed over how he got it. Um, because it, you know, it's a, it's presumably the that that day's L.A. Times or something like that, um, or or something similar. Either it's supposed to be that day's L.A. Times or uh, a very recent L.A. Times. Yeah. Uh, because the the sort of uh, I don't know how people know this. Oh, oh, that's how they know it. <laughs> okay. I'm reading it right here on Lostpedia. Uh, it's supposed to be the April 5th, 2007 edition of the L.A. Times, where that article comes from, which has been confirmed uh, by the L.A. Times. Yeah. Um, so I was thinking that that meant that day was April 5th, and I was thinking, how did he get that paper when he's flying from Sydney, or flying from wherever he's flying from? Uh, I'm like, how does he have a copy of the L.A. Times when he's not in L.A.? Um, but I guess it doesn't have to be that day's paper. No, and they and they have like, like in an airport, like if you go to London or something, you can probably find, uh, you know, the New York Times or, or something there. Um, uh, so I don't know how they do that, but uh, but uh, I guess they just yeah yeah I, I, I that sounds familiar. They just like ship it, I guess, or you know whatever. And, yeah. Okay. Well, what I was thinking was, you know, the fact that the stewardess gave it to him was that she, you know, she probably is on that flight. Maybe, maybe she was she's L.A. based and and got it or something, or yeah. one of her passengers earlier in the day, and then she, you know, then that flight flew to Sydney, flew to wherever, and then now they're going back, so that's why she has it. Yeah, yeah, it's possible, or it could be like a day earlier. Oh yeah. Um. Okay. Well, let's go to second scene. Okay. Which is Jack driving. Presumably, he's going home. Um, and uh, he decides to stop uh, on a bridge, and uh, he sort of starts crying after looking at the article again. Uh, he picks up the phone and calls someone. It goes straight to voicemail. Uh, uh, presumably it's Kate, and uh, he he begins to leave a message, but can't, doesn't really say much, and then he hangs up. Uh, he gets out of the car, and he walks to the side of the bridge and climbs up, and uh, he's basically ready to jump, uh, and he you know sort of says, forgive me, yeah. And uh and I guess he's talking to God. 
<laughs> is that the is that the idea? Maybe or forget. I, I don't know. I mean, we've never he's never come across as religious, but you know. No, he's a man of science. Yeah, in a situation like that, I think you just become religious when you're on death's oh, door yeah. by default. Um, but uh, anyway, uh, in the distance, uh, we hear a car swerve and crash, and a boy yelling "Mom, Mom!" and then Jack goes to Jack goes to help. The, man, I didn't hear ever, any of that. Ever the hero, huh? I didn't hear any of that. I just heard you the crash. You didn't hear any of that? No, no boy, you like, mom, I missed that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he go when Jack is standing up there. He says, "Forgive me," and then you hear you hear a car coming and then swerve and crash, and you hear like sort of like flame sounds, and then yeah. you hear like and then that's by that time Jack is he hasn't gotten down yet, but he's turned around to look, and you hear like mom, mom, and uh, and then like then Jack goes to help. It was nice because they they get to like have a fiery car crash, but never actually show anything. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> seems like one of those things you do in like a low budget movie. You know, yeah, you can just like shoot his face and use some sound effects and create the illusion of a of a car crash without having to actually try to show it. Yeah, I I thought they did that because they were going to reveal um, they were going to have a big revelation later about the car crash. That didn't turn out to be true. I, I thought they were going to reveal that. Well, it was sort of true that the idea that Jack caused the crash. Oh. Um, I, what I of. thought they were going to reveal was that um, the lady basically hit Jack's car because it was sitting in, in the middle of the street. Oh. And that's what caused the crash. So I thought that's why we didn't get to see it because they were going to reveal that later. I see. But basically, the idea that they revealed is that she saw him and was distracted and then hit somebody at something. I guess she she drove over the median and somebody, a van hit her or something like that, something weird. Yeah, yeah. Something like, to me, a little less his fault, you know. A little. Um, yeah. Uh, right. They, they, might, they may not have done it for that reason, but it seems like something, you know, you could do. Well, it seems like something you could do. You know, shoot, shoot something like that if you wanted to kind of, you know, save on budget. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. I don't know. They they probably, they might have. I mean, why spend that much money just on a car accident that, you know. Yeah, it reminds me of the, hel- the helicopter crash. Like, yeah. They just got away with, like, a plop. Yeah. I, I don't know. Maybe a helicopter. Um, Maybe we'll see later or something. I don't. I mean, I don't see any reason for us to come back to that. But um, I mean, all we missed out on was seeing Jack, I guess, pull her from the wreckage or something. Yeah. Which is like you know, and and maybe they maybe they shot it and just cut it or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I doubt it. I doubt we'll see that footage. I doubt they shot it. Oh, me too. Um. So next scene, uh, we're we're back to the island. This is the first scene on the island. Picking up where they. Well, yeah, yay. Thinking of where the uh, last episode left off, everyone's preparing to leave, packing up all their gear, very similar to when the others left O-Town, uh, sands the gas masks, of course. Yes, of course. <laughs> um, uh, Kate and Jack see each other. They catch each other's eye and uh, kind of smile, and then Kate looks at Sawyer with the with – the, I don't know what kind of look that was, a very concerned look. I don't know. Yeah. It's a weird one. Kate. Uh, yeah, Kate. Oh, jeez. What do you want from her? All I want is for her to go to funerals. That's all I can ask for. Oh, okay. She just, she just won't do it. No, she won't. Why would I? Why would Why I? Why would I? 
I'm too pretty in the future to go to funerals. <laughs> <laughs> she was like a heavenly angel in that in those shots at the end. It was really weird. They, I don't. It, it, to me, it seemed like the lighting in her makeup, but it was. Uh, she looked. She looked dramatically different. Uh, yeah. In the future. Yeah, she was different. Uh, I, I think on the island scene, she's not really wearing that much. Um, yeah. Plus, she's dirty. And and she's dirty. Yeah. <laughs> Although some people like them dirty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no one here at the Lost Lowdown, though. But yeah, the the off island stuff looked like uh, like a you know modeling shot or something. Yeah, it very, really did. <laughs> very glamorous. Yeah, glamour shots. Yeah. Um. <laughs> um. All right. So. <laughs> glamour shots. God. <laughs> Oh man, Did I don't know. You know, my mom and my sister went one time. Yeah, glamour shots. They're like, you should come with us. I'm like, no, I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. My uh, my dad and my stepmom did that one time. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah, they got these ridiculous pictures. I always thought it was extremely silly, but uh, I don't know. I think it was my stepmom's idea. <laughs> that sounds like her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't imagine your dad being like, you know what we should do today? We should go to Glamour Shots. <laughs> uh, yeah, me either. That's absurd to even say. Yeah. I don't think uh, I don't think those words would ever enter his mind. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so Jack goes over to talk to Saeed, and uh, we just get another confirmation that uh, Saeed, Bernard, and Jen are going to stay behind and be the shooters. And Saeed uh, makes Jack promise to keep moving and get to the tower no matter what happens. Uh, Saeed, who to me is the real hero, uh, you know, is always prepared to put his life on the line for uh, for his fellow for his fellow losties. Yes, indeed, indeed. Uh, then we get a little scene with Rosa Bernard, uh, and she goes, you know, if I help you with your SOS, you know, sign, would, would that change? Would that change your mind? And he goes, no. Come on, Rose. That was so long of episodes ago. <laughs> we was don't even remember two? that episode. Wait, was that season two? Yeah. Wow, that was a long time ago. Season two, episode Oh, come 19. on, Justin. Come on, Justin. Was that it? Are you sure? Oh, I'm sure. Oh, God. Okay. I'm quite sure. You're always sure. Yeah, I mean, it, uh, seems, it seems ridiculous. But I guess, like, you know, they showed up again, and they felt the need to refer to their old episode. Yeah. That's all they have. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that's it for them. That's it for them what? As far as, like, flashback episodes. Oh, really? You think so? Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't see, you know, I don't see anything else that they could do, but, you know, uh, Sun and Jin had that, that their their most recent flashback episode was kind of pointless to me to a certain degree. Man, Sun and Jin just won't stop. But they <laughs> I uh uh but they're series regulars. Um the son and yeah. Bernard and, and, and Rose are just uh guest stars, so um Oh well. So I think me. like Saeed and Jin, as long as they're on the show not Saeed <laughs> Saeed Jin, I wanna see their flashback. <laughs> God, my names are just getting all Sun and Jin, uh, as long as they're on the show I think they'll they'll keep getting at least at least a flashback season. They did get two this season, which is pretty yeah. high. Because um, a lot of characters um, who are also regulars only got one. 
Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I think I think they they will keep getting flashbacks. But Rose and Bernard, you know, they're not even in Hawaii a lot of time, and I don't think they were this year until you know they used them in the finale. And I yeah. think they were in Greatest Hits too. Yeah. Yeah, so. I can see that. I can see the, them being done, but I yeah. am carried away. Because I think in the grand scheme of loss, like they really just can't contribute that much. You know, I think yeah. they were really like a filler for uh, season yeah. two. So, um, which doesn't mean I don't like their characters. I just, um, I just think they're not. They can't really plug into the plot very much. Yeah, I mean, I'm not a, I'm not a fan of Bernard. I don't, I don't dislike him. He's just sort of blah. And uh, Rose has had a couple good, you know, things that have been okay. So, you know, whatever. But yeah, they're, they're them together. It's like, okay, I don't, yeah, I don't mind if I can never get another flashback from him. It'll be okay. Yeah. Um. So anyway, uh, Rose makes Bernard repeat, "I am a dentist. I am not Rambo." Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, even though like, I don't know, I had something to say about that, but I don't know what it is. She loves telling him he's a dentist. Yeah, and you know, they they bring up that again later, the fact that he's a dentist, I, and I don't know wh- why that's so pejorative in their in their world. Yeah, it's weird. Uh, yeah, Not that easy like, being a dentist, guys. Come on. They, they make it seem like being a dentist means you're sort of meek and uh, and and apt in in these sort of situations. I don't know. It's just like, I mean, would I rather have Rambo in this situation? Yes. <laughs> you know, but uh, but you know, to say, oh, I'm a dentist. You know, I don't know. It was weird. Yeah, I know. I agree. Uh, I really just think that was kind of foreshadowing for when he <laughs> proves he's not Rambo later. Right. <laughs> Definitely. Um, Definitely. Because Saeed, you know, <laughs> Army, uh, you know, hardcore experience. And, uh, yeah. And, and Jin, you know, he's, he's not as hardcore as Saeed, but he did, you know, go on some, you know, rough him up kind of almost yeah. mafia kind of. I mean, of. He, was basically, he was basically a hitman pretty much. Yeah. He, We've just you never know. seen him actually kill anybody. Yeah, how much killing he's done, you know, we don't really know. But he's he's a hitman in training, at at least. Yeah, yeah. So, and we saw him, you know, we saw him do some stuff this episode, and uh, yeah, and uh, that one episode when he uh, kicked Mikhail's butt. Oh yeah, uh, there was that. You know, yeah. so he's got some stuff. Um, he's much you know, more much more fit for the situation than Bernard is. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, oh, Bernard. Sorry, Bernard. Um, you know, I always wondered, and by always I mean, you know, since the last episode. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> That's a short always. <laughs> well, I just realized they, it didn't come up before then because it's related to this whole thing about the shooters. Um, why didn't they let Sawyer stay behind? I mean, was is Bernard really the best person to stay? Like, Sawyer can't be too bad of a shot, right? <sighs> Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's how they wanted it to be. Yeah. I, I mean, of course, that's how they wanted it to be, and 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 that's you know, it's it's a lot of plot reasons. But it's like they didn't even it didn't even come up that hey Sawyer's here and uh, mm-hmm. um yeah anyway, it does, it does seem like weird. he would be maybe you know unless he's just a really bad shot um, he would be a better choice mm-hmm. being you know a little and, bit. Have they ever mentioned that Bernard is a quail hunter before this episode? Oh, no. They just okay, made that shit so. up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what they do. Oh, here's a random detail to justify him doing this. Yeah, yeah. Because they know people like us would be like, how does he know how to, oh, I see a good shot. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
is a reason. Now, what were what were Cooper and Locke hunting? Was that quail or was that like pheasants? Oh, oh God, don't even ask. I have no mm, idea. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember. They might have said it in the episode, but like I don't, e- I barely even, I wouldn't know the difference. Yeah. Show me a picture of a quail and a pheasant, and I will not be able to tell the difference. Oh, you don't know the difference between a quail and a pheasant? No. Wow, that's weird, because I don't either. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, if you showed me a picture of both, and I knew that, you know, one had to be a quail and one had to be a pheasant, I think I could get it right. Okay. But uh, I wouldn't intrinsically know. If you asked me to draw a picture of a quail, I probably Mm -hmm. couldn't do it. I think quails are smaller. Really? I have no. Let's no not clue. talk about this anymore. I'm just making no up clue. stuff. I don't know. Um, oh, that's what I was going to ask you. What what episode was that, by the way? What episode? When was? Uh, when Cooper and Locke were hunting hunting the 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 fowl. Oh, uh, well, that would that would have been the original episode when we met him, uh, Deus Ex Machina, season one, episode nineteen. Okay. Well, two points. Thank you. Two points. My job. One of these days. Your I'll job. Yeah, well, I'm waiting. Uh, so we get a little shot of Danielle eyeing Claire and Aaron very scarily. Oh, God. Like, oh, God. Yeah, I'm like, oh, God. Is she, is she trying to take the baby I'm again? I'm going to take the baby again. <laughs> this would be a perfect opportunity to take the baby. <laughs> um, but I guess I also sort of took it as just her feeling that she will be soon soon reunited with uh, with her child. Yeah. And I think um, also like longing for the ability to be a mother to a baby that she didn't ever get the chance to do. Yeah. Believe me, I think Ben just saved her years and years of heartache <laughs> and torment. Babies are not easy, says the man with no children. <laughs> hey, I agree. Babies are not easy, says the other man with no children. <laughs> And why don't we have children? Because babies aren't easy. That's it. It's uh, circular. <laughs> circular. Circular logic is the best. Um, so we get a little shot with uh, Hurley reassuring uh, Claire that Charlie's going to be okay. Um, then we got uh, Son and Jen. You know, of course, Son doesn't want Jen to stay behind. Aww. But he has to stay behind. Why? Because we have to go home. We have to go home. <laughs> Oh, Jen, you're totally right. It's always poignant when he speaks English. It is. Poignant in uh, some other word. (laughs) Um, So then Jack rounds everyone up, and then they head off. Um, Now, (laughs) I have a couple points of contention uh, related to – I mean, I think a lot of people may have noticed – that when they in this when this scene when they first head off towards the tower, um, you know the ocean is on their right side, and the next scene when they're walking, the ocean is on their left side. Or maybe I'm confused, or maybe it's the other way around. I forget now which side. But anyway, the, where the ocean is flip flops, and I think like you were saying earlier, you know, sort of a continuity error or something like that. Uh, but that also ties into something I want to talk about later in terms of uh, Ben's map. There's some weirdness going on there. Oh, God, don't even. I don't even uh, want to look at it. <laughs> well, there's just, you know, let's save it. We'll talk about it later. We'll we'll talk about it when it comes up because I have my notes down in that section. But uh, okay. anyway, I just wanted to mention that because I, I noticed that because uh, when the, you know, presumably, you know, they're supposed to be on the south side of the island. So if they're if they're walking... And I think the I think the beginning the water was on their right side, 
which would sort of mean they're, you know, depending on how the coastline is that they're going, they could really only be going like east, right? Or maybe, or maybe north. But you can't go west if it's on your right side if you're in the south. I don't know. It was weird. But anyway, flip flopped. So I feel the need to mention an odd thing uh, uh, since you brought that up. Later uh-huh. on in the newspaper article, uh, there are some Dark Tower references, and uh, so I couldn't help but think when you said that um, in the second book of the Dark Tower series, uh, there the the whole book really is a trek along a beach. And uh, the exact same thing happens. Like, it flips sides a couple times oh, um, wow. in the book. And, like, uh, uh, like, so, um, just like, it flips sides, like, how? They they describe it as being, you know, they describe they're, they're heading a particular direction. And, oh, okay. the, the, you know, and the water is on the east side or whatever. And later on, it, it flips. Yeah, that's interesting. I wonder if they did that on purpose, then, <laughs> because it, to me it seemed like a you know a fairly easy thing to uh, to not do. Yeah. <laughs> uh, when you're shooting these these, these shots, but because um, it's funny because those scenes I think are like back to back. You know, right after I think after this uh, after this scene as the uh, the the lost title, right? I think, um, or is that later? I don't know. Anyway, the scenes are back to back, and so it's just weird because it's like they're walking one direction. The next thing, it's it's like they they said decided to go the other way. Like, and oh you, no, no, sorry, uh, the, the tower's this way. And if they even if they had a shot set up where like it worked a lot better for them to walk, you know, in a different direction, they mm-hmm. could just flip the film, you know, and, and make it appear that the ocean was on the right side, you know, whichever side oh, yeah. it was. Yeah, they can you know, do that. Because they, they actually did that in the Flashes Before Your Eyes, um, episode 8 of uh, season 2. They uh, uh, they flipped the film in one shot when they showed the picture in Widmore's office. And uh, and so then it appears that the picture goes from the right side of the office to the left side of the office, but it's because they flipped the film. Uh. And, uh, yeah, cause, and then it, it made the namaste be backwards. And then oh, that's right. when you see it in the other shot, it's not backwards, so it's clear that they just flipped it. So anyway, um, they could have done that to correct it if they just like, you know, the way the light was, they wanted to shoot it from the other direction, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, there's ways to uh, deal with that. So I guess they just, I don't know. Maybe it is a reference. I really doubt it, but it might be. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a weird thing. Because that's know, a pretty maybe... famous, like, for people who know the books, everybody knows about that issue. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure they know about that. People who read long series series of books. Yeah, there's I a number don't. of famous like continuity errors, and that's yeah, that's one of the big ones. Nice. You know what else is a big one? <laughs> no, I don't. What what else is a big one? Uh the next scene's a big one. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, the anticlimactic. Um. So, like I said, in the next scene, the group is walking. Um, Naomi comes up to Jack and uh, and asks him what he what he did before he got on the island, and he, he says, you know, he was a doctor. She goes, of course, and she says, well, I need I need your attention for a minute, doctor. And uh, I really sort of chuckled at that line because I felt like, you know, she kind of just asked what he did before so she could make this little kind of joke line here, you know, like if he was like. 
you know, what did you do before? And he was like, oh, I was a college professor. Well, I need a minute of your time, professor. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, uh, I don't know. It just just seems a little weird. Um, But anyway, uh, she wants to talk to Jack about the sat phone, and she uh, she questions – she questions Juliet, you know, if if she's uh, if she's safe, I guess, to talk around. Because uh, at first it was weird because you know Naomi Naomi says, you know, what did you do before you got on the island? And Jack says I was a doctor, and then you know the next couple lines, Juliet's there, and then Naomi says, is she okay? And I'm like, I thought I thought Julie I thought Naomi was gonna reveal that like Juliet's sick or something. <laughs> Uh, you know, because she goes, is she okay? And I'm like, what? oh, wait, Juliet might be sick? What's going on with her? <laughs> and she just, of course, means is she, like, okay to, like, talk around. Is she trustworthy? Yeah, basically. And uh, she asks because everyone else mistrusts Juliet, you know, so it's fitting that she would do the same thing. Yeah. But anyway, she shows Jack how to use the satellite phone. Which, I trust uh, Juliet. You know, I trust her to a certain extent. Uh, I think uh, I think she lies a little too easily for me to trust her. Um, and I, w- I definitely want to trust her, uh, but I think I'm just not 100% convinced uh, she doesn't have something else going on. Um, so we'll we'll see. I don't know. I don't know. I think she's done weird. lying. You think she's done lying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh no, I'm done lying. <laughs> that was one of the best best lines ever. God, it's awesome. Yeah. Oh no, I'm done lying. <laughs> it just reminds me of that in that scene when he's um oh, what episode is that when Locke blows up the sub? Uh, Man from Tallahassee. Yeah, with, when he's like uh oh, is it that scene where he's like, You think I'm a liar? Or was it? Maybe I'm thinking of uh, I think, Ben, Ben and Juliet. Yeah, I think you're thinking of one of us. That was the one yeah. where he got offended about. <laughs> you don't call me a liar. There's, there's, I put up with a lot of things, Missy, but there's one thing I will not tolerate. You, ma'am, have offended my honor. I cannot believe you. How dare you? Well, I have never. <laughs> yeah, that was that was really it's just so hilarious. Um. Anyway, the uh, the sad phone. She shows them how to use it. It's apparently very simple to use a phone that looks very complicated. Yeah. Uh, you just press that button, and then it just calls the ship this directly. Is, uh, yeah. Call the ship button. Boom, and here. We <laughs> exactly. Uh, you just turn it on here with the power button, and then you press the rescue button <laughs> when you want to be rescued. <laughs> and then the Coast Guard from every country in the world comes to whatever location you are. Yay. <laughs> um, so the next scene we're, uh, we get back to Charlie he's down in the looking glass station and um, station yeah not hatches some maps uh, slash diagrams might call them yes uh, I guess it's a diagram not a map but um, Bonnie and Greta are uh, questioning him and Bonnie's punching him because as we all know, that's the way to really get uh, people to talk is to punch them in the face a couple yeah. of times. The, mo- the more you punch, the more truth they'll tell. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, that's just a law of nature. Yeah. Uh, but, of course, Charlie's being really flippant uh, this whole time. Uh, you know, we basically find out, I think, in a couple scenes why he's being like that. But, of course, it's because he knows he's going to die. And he's he's okay with dying. Um, and he's sort of, uh, and that's, that's what's interesting about knowing the future, um, uh, especially if the future 
actually turns out to be true is that, you know, you can sort of, it can sort of empower you, especially in a situation like this where yeah. he doesn't have to be scared that they're going to kill him or, or beat him to death or something like that because uh, he knows he's going to accomplish his mission. He he believes in Desmond's vision. So yeah. it's kind of nice. Because at first I was like, why are you being such a weird ass, Charlie? Like, you're being weird, like normal, but you're still being weird for a regular person. And then uh, and then later he sort of ex- kind of explains, you know, I'm going to die here, so it's okay that you're punching me because I don't yeah. really care. Yeah, doesn't feel like he has anything to lose. Yeah. So um, Charlie tells them that Juliet told him about the station. Oh, and I wanted then, to ask about this scene. Oh. Like the first line, um, I'm going to ask you this one more time. Why mm-hmm. are you here? Like, remind me again, why does she have to, why can't she just say, why are you here? Like, why? Why did you um, have to say that? Like, it's one of those. It's one of those lines where it gives you the impression, especially since they, when they cut to it, they cut to her punching him, and I think cutting to her punching him and having that line, I'm going to ask you one more time, uh, solidifies the idea that she's been trying to get this information out of him for a while, and he's not talking. So basically. Um, you know, the alternative to that is to cut to the scene and, you know, I guess right after maybe they tied him up and she's like, okay, well, why are you here? And then if, and then if he's not talking, then it's like, it's sort of not the same because she hasn't, you don't get the idea that she's worn him down and that he's, he's that, uh, headstrong. He's that, um, you know, whatever word, uh, the, the solidarity that he has to, to not talk. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, it doesn't really come across if, if we're going to the beginning of the questioning. I see. Okay. You know, but it, but in this way, it's like, man, you know, they've been beating him, and, you know, he's tied up, and he's still not going to say anything. Uh, you know, so I think it, it just it just it solidifies the idea that, uh, you know, that um, they can't of... get to him very easily because, he you know, he's okay with dying, and he knows he's going to accomplish his mission before he dies. Yeah. But it's one of the, that's one of those screenwriting things. It's a, that's a big one. <laughs> the, like... Like, uh, tell me again where we're going, yeah. and, uh, you know, I'm going to ask you one last time. And, and you always know that that one last time they ask, something different is going to happen. Of course. You know? of They're either course. going to tell them, or, you know, somebody's going to come and change the scene. Or Wow, we just happened to drop in on the interesting part. How did that yeah. happen? And, of course, that's the, that's a big tenet in screenwriting. Uh, they say when you're writing a scene – uh, enter late and leave early because usually the beginning and end of conversations are the boring parts. Yeah. So. Yeah, I don't know. I just forgot again what the point was. But yeah, I guess you're supposed to imagine like, why are you here? Bam! Why are you here? Bam! Like. Yeah, exactly. Some kind of like series of why are you here before we get to this. It just seemed mm-hmm. like it was the first time because it literally <laughs> was in the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, yeah. Anyway. Uh, uh, had to ask. Um, uh, wait, I have something else here. Oh, never mind. That's it. Okay. So Charlie tells uh, tells the Bonnie and Greta that uh, <laughs> I'm just thinking uh, that if they're Thelma and Louise, I guess that makes Charlie Brad Pitt. Yeah, I was gonna say that's who he has to be. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, Yikes indeed. He, he's Brad Pitt to Evangeline, huh? Oh. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah. So Charlie tells uh, Bonnie and Greta about that Juliet told them told him about the station, uh, which, by the way, looks really small. 
it doesn't seem like there's much more to the station than we've seen, uh, which which uh, begs the question. Um, what? <laughs> um, you know, what else is on? What else is you know? What is the station really used for? If that's if if all we've seen is is pretty much the whole station, then what is what are they really doing down there? Because mm-hmm. uh, it looks like there's nothing there but that one room, and then like you know the the moon pool for the um, for the sub. Yeah. Um, so I'd definitely like to know what's, what else, what, what was the station originally built for? Is it just for communication, you know, the sonar and everything else with the sub and a place for the sub to dock? Um, you know, what else is going on there? I was hoping we would see more. I remember somebody, and I, uh, I hope that person isn't one of our listeners because I don't want to laugh in their face, but somebody, <laughs> and if they are, I apologize. But somebody said something that uh, that I'm sure they would agree in, in retrospect is really humorous that, uh, you know, the idea that there's, you know, the underwater worm, wormhole thing, mm-hmm. uh, the idea that um, they were – somebody said, like, behind that big steel door was where the <laughs> wormhole was or something like that. Oh, no. Uh, not that the wormhole theory was, was laughable, but just, like, the idea that behind that one door that we actually saw them open, which is where the communication stuff right. was. Like behind that door is the secret to it all. <laughs> and then, like when she goes over there and opens it, and it's just a small room. I'm like, ooh, yeah. <laughs> yeah your theory didn't pan out, whoever that was. But uh, we yeah, really didn't that... find out that much about it. Um, yeah. In this episode, it's it's still pretty mysterious, and uh, it looks like it might be out of commission. So. Um... Yeah, I mean, it looks like they're not really doing much down there. You know, some people, I think on the on our, I'm sure people out there, but definitely on our, our comment section have brought up, you know, questions like, you know, how do they get food? Yeah. You know, stuff like that. That's a very you know, good question. Which it is a very good. How I mean, do they get food? Presumably, they might have a huge stockpile. You know. Um, yeah. That, that maybe they brought down within the sub before the sub got blown up. Yeah. So maybe that's how they have food. But but that's the thing, you know, we talked about this, I believe, last podcast, you know, uh, the whole idea with the sub, and, you, you know, you really can't take the sub to go down there uh, after you tell people that uh, it's flooded, because they're going to know you're lying. Right. Uh, because Ben, you know, Ben is the only one who knows it's not flooded, and I won't ever believe that he's the one who's driving the sub, especially by <laughs> himself. What? You know, like... He's like, okay, Richard, I'm going to go for a cruise around the ocean in the sub by myself. Okay, Ben. Yeah. That was, yeah. Might no. arouse suspicion. Yeah. Um, so so that's the thing. You know, even if even if the sub did bring them food, it's like it would have presumably had to have been before, uh, you know, a while ago before Ben told everybody it was flooded. Yeah. Um, so, I do wonder how long they've been there. Yeah, it seems like they've been there quite a while. Actually, actually, I think I know how long they've been there. Um, I would say because I think, um, I think we got a very important clue as to what's going on here. Because uh, we, I know, we were really confused last time with the the whole idea of what's blocking the signal on the island, and you know, if the you know the whole thing about the others' communication not working, blah blah blah. And I think what we find out from this episode is that. Uh, it wasn't the failsafe that was started blocking the other's communication. It was the looking glass, and that they just attributed that uh, the lack of communication to the failsafe. But it was really uh, the fact that Ben told them to activate the blocking uh, mechanism or whatever. And he did that just 
like he did it at the same time. I, mean, I, I think he I think he purposely did. At how the did he time. pull that off? I mean, I guess you know he just called him as soon as he could after it happened. I mean, I don't think yeah. he knew it was going to happen, right? No, I don't think he knew it was going to happen. I think you know I I'll take him at his word at this point that that Jacob. No, I don't believe him. Oh I'm God, I don't even fucking believe that shit. <laughs> I was gonna I was gonna take him for his word. I'm like I think you're lying. I forgot. Uh, the idea that Jacob told him to Jacob slash the island, which are apparently one and the same. Yeah, he did use them interchangeably. Yeah. I don't believe anything he says about Jacob anymore. I agree. But the idea that Jacob told him to do it, you know, whatever. But I think he used that opportunity to cover, you know, basically, you know, if if, if the failsafe hadn't been turned on, on sorry, yeah, if the failsafe has been act- had not been activated, uh, then it would have been strange that all of a sudden the communications are down. But yeah. I think, I think uh, you know, the idea that he... He felt the need for whatever reason to block everyone's communications. You know, that happened. Like, he was like, oh, I should do that. And then the failsafe happened, and he goes, okay, I'll do it now, and, and we can just blame the failsafe uh, for mm-hmm. blocking the communications. Which, you know, we, I never believed that. It just didn't – it never made any sense to me. You know, it was, it was just kind of one of those things that's like, okay, you know, if that's what the show wants to tell us, fine. But the idea that that, like, would block communications for this long was always weird, you know. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, don't think, I don't think we ever really bought that. Uh, I don't so, think most people bought that, but. Are we uh, supposed to believe that the failsafe didn't really do much? I, mean, I, believe, I don't believe that the failsafe, I, I at this point, I believe that the failsafe did not block the was not responsible for blocking the communications uh, because it just doesn't make it makes more sense that that it, it's the whole time it's been the looking glass that's been blocking the communications. Um, so, you know that coupled with the radio tower transmission, yeah. Uh, but but mainly but mainly the uh, the looking glass. Because uh, to me that makes more sense than to say, okay, the failsafe is blocking communications, the radio tower is blocking communications, and the looking glass is blocking communications. They're all simultaneously blocking communication. You know, it's just like what when you can just say, there's, you know, the looking <laughs> yeah. glass is the main main culprit there. Right. So. Um, to me, that's how I that's how I took the evidence in this episode. Yeah, I, d- I did too. Uh, so I agree. Yay, ding, 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 first Yay. agreement of this But that's just, like, podcast. good timing for Ben. Like, man, he yeah. got, like, something well, to use. You know? I could, you know, I think if they ever bring this up again, he's going to say the same thing he said about Jack falling from the sky. Oh, uh, it was you know, You know, it was like, you know, I needed an excuse, I needed a reason to block communications, and lo and behold, One fell the, from fail the, sky. Sa- the fail safe was activated, you know? Um, I think yeah. he would say that, yeah, a very similar thing, so... Yeah, you're right. You're right. That's all they need. That's all you need. Like if it's if it's if it's a ridiculous coincidence, then just say it's a ridiculous coincidence. Exactly. And you can't just lose. Admit it. Yeah. You acknowledged it, so no one can like criticize you. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's the thing. If you're the first person to say, you know, you have, you know, ugly pants on, then no one's gonna like criticize you for having ugly pants. Yeah. You know, because you already said it. Yeah. Your pants are ugly. It diffuses the uh, the criticism. Yeah. Um, so okay, uh, maybe we can come back to Looking Glass later. I do want to talk about uh, you know what 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 is its main function. I don't want to believe its main function is is this uh, is is to be a communication station, which it kind of seems like it is. Which is yeah, which is silly because the flame <laughs> should be the communication. Because the flame should be the communication station. 
Um, and that's the thing. From what we've seen, all the stations have had specific functions in terms of what Dharma was trying to do. Um, so you got to wonder what the looking glass was about. And then it has the title of the looking glass. What does that really mean yeah. uh, in terms of what they were doing or what it, what what uh, the, that station can possibly do, you know. Um, so it's really interesting. We'll talk about. I guess we'll bring it up as it as it as uh, they talk about it more or as it comes up. Yeah, I mean, based on this episode, I don't even know what. Yeah. Anyway, we'll talk about. Yeah. It later. Um. And see, that's that's uh, another quick thing I want to mention since it's on top of my head, um, <laughs> or tip of my tongue. Or I guess it's um I don't know. Sorry. When I said top of my head, I thought that was too literal of a phrase because it's not on the top of my head. Um. Oh, off the top of my head. Okay. All right. That's the phrase. Yeah. Not on the top of my head. On the top that's of the, my head. Yeah. That's why I'm like saying it that way makes it seem like it's literally on the top of my head. <laughs> I like, thought that weird. sounded wrong, but I didn't, didn't know why. Sound, yeah. Didn't that sound weird? Yeah. I was. I was like, man, that's a weird phrase. On the top of my head. What happened? Yeah, oh, there's oh, there's that's on the tip of my tongue. On the tip of my tongue, um, yeah, I just kind of confused the two. Yeah, those are and off the top of my head. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Crazy phrases. Um, I wanted to mention that uh, I think it's very um, interesting that uh, <laughs> you know the station was not flooded. That one room was flooded. But uh, presumably there's other rooms and other things in the station of interest that uh, have not been uh, destroyed with this episode, I think, which is very interesting. So we can still find out more about what's going on there. Because oh. we, got De- we got Desmond down there by himself. Yeah. Um, so he can go explore. Oh, he can do whatever, you know. So we can still find out a lot. It's not, you know, so, this, the, the, you know, I'm, I like the fact that they, you know, the whole looking glass wasn't destroyed with the flood. It was just that, that one room that was flooded. That's you know? true. That's true. But um, it seemed like the useful stuff was in there. And uh, I think he's gonna, I think he's just going to leave. Yeah, he, that's the thing. He could, yeah, I agree. The useful stuff seems like it was all in that one room, and he probably is just going to leave. But they still left it open. Um, it didn't blow up or anything. So. Yeah. Yeah, there's a chance. There's a chance of revisiting it somehow. Um, but, uh, yeah. I think that, that door will hold, no problem. Oh, yeah, it yeah. Like it, was a, it's, it was a huge... Yeah, it was a huge door and waterproof, and Charlie locked it up pretty damn good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so, let's see. Um... This is the okay, yeah. This is the Bonnie Greta scene. They're beating up Charlie. Uh, we get that little flashback of Desmond's prediction. Just in case you forgot, here it is again. And uh, and I think that's the end of this scene. Um, the next scene. Oh yeah, Bonnie goes to Radio Ben basically. So the next scene is uh, Ben and Bonnie are <laughs> uh, talking on the radio. You know, she broke radio silence, and uh, Ben finds out that Juliet betrayed them. Uh, he wants Mikhail to go down to the looking glass and um oh sorry, my notes got weird here. I'm like, what does this mean? Um, then Mikhail reminds Ben that he said it was flooded, and then Ben says, "I lied I love Michael Emerson man give him a, give him an Emmy, please. I love how he delivered that line. It was just like so like 
I don't know. It was so like, um, kind of like, you can't be surprised, you know, like by what I'm saying. Yeah. I lied. Like, duh. Like, come oh, on. Did Mikhail. I say something that isn't true? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was like, it was like, he was tired of having to say that he lies. You know, yeah. like, come on. You know, but I you love said, that. Yeah. What do you think that means? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I love how he delivered that line. It was like he was exacerbated just having to say that again. Like, yeah. I lied. Come on. At this point, yeah, you should be able to fill that in yourself. Come on. You're <laughs> yeah. a smart guy. Figure it out. Yeah. It was very matter of fact. Very obvious. Very like not a surprise. Yeah. Very good very good delivery from Michael Emerson. It was. It was. <laughs> Just kinda like, he kinda looks off. I lied. Love that. Um before Mikhail leaves, he asks Ben, you know, what else did Juliet tell them? And Ben realizes, Oh no, Ryan and the gang are down uh down at the beach about to uh attack the losties. So he tries to radio them but of course their walkies are off. And just in case you didn't know, uh, you get that line from Ryan. <laughs> Are your walkies off so that Ben can't contact us just in case he finds out that Juliet betrayed us? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Check. Check. <laughs> Love that. that. You know, I think Ryan is the new is the new picket. Oh, yeah. No, no. We said that when we first saw Ryan. Oh, we he, did? He, yeah, yeah. I think I, yeah, I, I definitely said that when we, the first time we saw Ryan after Pickett died, he was he was very quickly the new Pickett. Uh very take charge, the leader, very sort of uh, you know, antagonistic kind of guy, you know. Not like Tom who's like the jovial bad guy. Right. Sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, uh, I don't know, I guess I rediscovered it. I was just thinking about him in this episode. It seems like if Pickett hadn't died, he could have done the same stuff. Pickett would have done the exact same thing. I mean, maybe Ryan was, like, his protege or something. Like, yeah. Yeah, because he's, he's, he's the same character. Yeah. They just like that character, and so they invented a new one. Yeah. Because the other one died. <sighs> Ryan was there to fill the void. Yay. Um, so, you know, we're in the next scene here where Ryan and his men engage with the camp with guns, which, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Mr. Lost Encyclopedia, but, um, yes. uh, this is the first time we've seen them storm a camp with guns, because, uh, before when they have taken people, uh, they're unarmed. Yeah, so, um, right, um... That's pretty much true, uh, but all I mean, all we really ever saw, um, all we really ever saw was like the the tailies, the people being taken from the tailies, and they were they were in disguise, um, uh, and uh, I guess like one of them had that knife that you know, Lucia found. Yeah, but no rifles far, though. But yeah, they <laughs> definitely didn't storm in with guns. They definitely came in and just took them. Um, by pure force. Uh, yeah. Uh, however, uh, in the glass ballerina, um, when they took the boat, they were armed. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, when they when they took Walt, they had guns. Uh, yeah. They definitely shot um, Sawyer and uh, and. Maybe uh, I mean, yeah. Maybe it's just the fact that they know that the um, that the Lossies have guns, so they just want to be prepared. And before, when they were taking them. 
they didn't have any reason to think that the Losties had guns. So yeah, they didn't, they didn't so. need to bring guns. So it makes sense, but it was just weird when I saw them all with rifles and guns and stuff. I'm like, wow, you guys are really packing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they were really packing. Um, so, uh, we get a shot, uh, Saeed, Bernard, and Jin, they're ready, they've got their guns on the, uh, on the dynamite, and, uh, you know, the others, uh, go and look at the tents, uh, then they find out, oh, no, there's nobody here, and Tom starts yelling, get away from the tents, get away from the tents, uh, Saeed shoots, and he, uh, shoots his target, blows up some others, Bernard shoots, he gets his too, and Jin, oh, Jin, (laughs) Jin, who uh, misses uh, several times when he tries to shoot the dynamite, starts catching fire uh, from the others, and then he he does shoot two of them, uh, which is pretty good. Um, I do want to point out, for Jin's sake, that uh, Saeed and Bernard had rifles, which are more accurate than the pistol. So, you know, maybe maybe they should have given the pistol to someone else who was a better shot in general. Uh, Maybe Jin could have done a better job with the rifle. I don't know. But... um, he had a less accurate weapon, so maybe that's that's why he missed. Maybe he's not a bad shot. He just had a less accurate weapon. Yeah. Um, <laughs> right. So a little little defense for old Jenny. Old um, Jenny, indeed. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, and we, I mean, come on, we knew something had to go wrong. It could oh, something have, like, had to go wrong. Gone yeah. off about a hitch. Exactly. Yeah. And they're all dead. All right. That's yeah. That's like that next scene when Kate's like, "It didn't work," and I'm like, "Of course it didn't work." Yeah. It's gonna go off without a hitch. Come on. That's ridiculous. I, I when I when I used to watch things, I used to expect that. I used to think like, God, it's got to just work perfectly. Mm-hmm. But like, of course it won't, because that isn't interesting. No, it's really not interesting. You get drama when things go wrong. Yeah, because if it would have worked, then like you know, that would have been boring. Yeah, we wouldn't have got like a lot of shit that happens later. If yeah, it just like worked, and that would have been it. Yeah. Um. But, so. uh, but like I said, Jin, Jin, Jin killed his share. He he got two of them. He so, did. It was pretty good. Uh, he made up for it. Uh, then Ryan uh, Ryan catches Jin and um, and makes the Lossies drop their weapons. And then Bernard tries to run away. <laughs> oh, Bernard. Uh, at, at first, I thought he was trying to uh, run to a different spot to get a shot at Ryan. But no, he was running away. <laughs> I'm just going to flee. Which, he's not Rambo, so you can't blame him, I guess. No. Uh, but he runs into Tom, who gives him a nice clothesline and knocks him down. <laughs> of course, um, it was a, it was a sort of a fumbly clothesline. It was uh, I don't know, sort of strangely stunted. Yeah. But um, then uh, Ryan says again, "I got you, man." And uh, and then uh, Saeed has Ryan in his sights, but gets flanked by uh, another other, which I guess uh, is. Um, What's that guy's name? Jason. Is that Jason? Okay. He gets flanked by Jason, and oh, no, they've been captured. Um, so the next scene um, is the other side of this. Uh, the Lossies are on their trek and uh, up to the radio tower, and they, they stop, and they see the two explosions in the distance. Rose is concerned. There were supposed to be three. <laughs> and then we get Kate's line. It didn't work. And... Uh, so the next scene is uh, our, our flash forward here, uh, right after uh, the car crash that Jack was the hero in. Uh, don't call him a hero, folks, because he'll be upset if you do. Um, 
Because it was his fault, and only he knows that. <laughs> uh, he's getting a few stitches. Uh, we find out that the woman that was in the car crash has been stabilized. Uh, then Sarah comes in, and she's, your favorite word, preggers. Ooh. Yeah, I know. Um, Jack tells Sarah, uh, you know, what happened, and she asks if he's been drinking. And he lies and says no. No. Um, oh, Jack. Um, who, me drink? Who, me drink? Alcohol? No. Um, one of the little tidbits I wanted to mention is uh, presumably uh, this accident and this uh, this scene was on Friday night because that's when he says he likes to fly. Mm. So uh, just to place that in everyone's brain. Doesn't really matter, of course, but, uh, okay. you know, now you know it's Friday. Yay. <laughs> Yay. TGIF, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. We find out she's there because he's still his emergency contact, which I don't believe uh, that, uh, I, you know, I just, I'm like, okay, you're his emergency contact. Who called you? Why would someone call you when all, Jack just has like a couple stitches. You know, would you would you call someone's emergency contact for that? I don't know. Seems a little weird to me, but oh well. Um. And uh, speaking of that, you know, the idea that she's still on his emergency contact list, or she is his emergency contact, I should say. Um, how, where do you place this timeline? Maybe that's a big question. Uh, how far from, you know, um, the, the island timeline in this episode, or how far from the, from the original plane crash do you place this flash forward stuff? Uh, I think it's roughly present day. Okay. But, you know, I agree. And I believe it's, I mean, you know, the whole idea that the newspaper article was, you know, 2007, you know, blah, 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 uh, I think helps solidifies that. Uh, and to me, it doesn't seem like it's that much longer from, you know, the island timeline in this episode. But, you know, uh, the whole thing with who's in the casket and who could, you know, have a teenage son, blah, blah, blah. You know, uh, people are are wanting to put this uh, this flash forward stuff a lot further in the future. Um, right to to try is, to make it make sense for other people. Yeah, for yeah, like oh maybe Ben, it's been in a casket and he came to you know wherever the real world and then had its son and then you know yeah. it's been at least thirteen years. Carl and, blah, and Alex blah, blah. got married and so that's what they mean by son. Doesn't even make sense because. Oh, I didn't even think of that one. Yeah, that doesn't yeah, that make sense because like because <laughs> it would say it would say daughter and son-in-law. It yeah, just Alex isn't son. even his kid, and yeah, it would be really weird if they just mentioned a son-in-law. Oh, that's right, Alex. That's right, Alex isn't even his kid, so that would they wouldn't say either. <laughs> yeah, the whole thing's silly, but uh, it's just my crackpot theory that isn't a theory, but it's crackpot. What? Nothing. <laughs> Carry on. Okay. Uh, you confused me with that. Um, you know what I mean. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay. Um, so anyway, um, uh, where am I? I lost. I lost track here. Oh, one of the other little questions that you know, you know, I, I have all these little questions that don't mean anything, but I like to, I like to just ask because I think that, you know, given the situation, um, they would be relevant. But since they 
they don't come up. They're obviously not relevant. But I was just thinking, you know, if Jack was drunk or had been drinking, that someone, presumably the paramedics, would have smelled alcohol on his breath, you know, while he was there helping this woman, blah, blah, blah. Um, or even presumably the doctor that was giving him the stitches, you know, mm-hmm. uh, could have smelled alcohol on his breath, and, and maybe that would have come into play with that, what happened that night. But it didn't. No. So uh, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I just thought I'd bring that up for no reason. Um, just a so suicide Sarah, thing. Yeah. So then Sarah asks why Jack was on the bridge at 2 a.m., uh, and he doesn't answer. He, he, he does a lot an of not answering in this episode. Yeah, yeah, he's he's out of it, you know, he's just, he, yeah. Don't even try to ask him a hard question. Don't. He's just, he's just going to move on. He's just going to jitter a little bit and walk away. But can you give me a ride home? Can you give me a ride home? And she says, no, she doesn't think that'd be appropriate. Um, which I think is weird because, like, you, you you wouldn't want him to drive home. I mean, we know he's been drinking, but, uh, you know, I don't think she knows that. But um, I don't know. You wouldn't, you wouldn't, I mean, I guess you'd maybe will call a cab or something. Yeah. But uh, it's just like, she really doesn't care if he's safe, I guess. I don't know. She took the effort to come down, so I guess she cares. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I guess for her it's okay that she doesn't want to drive him home because she doesn't know he's been drinking and that he almost tried to kill himself. Yeah. Or that he tried to kill himself. He almost killed himself. Yeah. Um, so he thanks her for coming down, and then she says goodbye and end of scene. Yay. Um, next scene, we're back to the Losties. Uh, they ask again, you know, uh, why were there only two explosions? And then... Um, they speculate that maybe they didn't have to blow up the third tent. And then, uh, you know, then they, I think it was Rose who says, well, what about the gunshots? Which, you know, to me is the biggest reason that's that the biggest tell that something went wrong. Yeah. When the guns, the guns start blaring. Um, so Jack tries to reassure them all that they'll be fine. Son wants to stop and wait, you know, for the, for the three shooters. But uh, Jack says, no, no one gets left behind. And then we get one of the the best line Rose has ever had. Uh, yeah. If you if you say live together, die alone, Jack, I'm gonna punch you in your face. Uh, I love that. Uh, it really shows he's been paying attention to all those long winded speeches. Yeah. But it's one uh, of those one of those uh, kind of self referential lines. Yeah. Um, sort of being aware that Jack has catchphrases. Jack, if you say the title of the season two finale again, I'm going to. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. No, for Rose, that's pretty good. That's pretty pretty, pretty good. good. She can't hope for better than that. Yeah, that's a good line. Like so, that. Jack says. Um, Jack says, you know, we have a plan, and all for all we know, it worked. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I think pretty much any time somebody says, for all we know, mm-hmm. uh, it just it's like it's the kind of point that is not really a point. You know, it doesn't have a lot of weight because it's like. Well, for all they know, it didn't work because they don't know if it worked or not. Yeah. <laughs> so it goes both ways. But I think in, in those kind of situations when you when you say something like, for all we know, it worked, you're hoping no one else realizes that for all we know, it didn't work. Right. <laughs> so, and actually there's evidence to say it didn't work. Mm-hmm. But uh, no one wants to ask that question. Never mind that. So, never mind that. Let's keep moving. And they do. No one gets left behind here. Yeah, no one gets left behind, especially not Juliet, because she's one of us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, although we would leave behind the man from Tallahassee, because he 
pulled a long con, and uh, which is what Kate did. And okay, sorry. Trying to string together the titles. Yeah, yeah. Ran out of steam there. That's all right. Not bad. You got pretty far. Yeah, I tried. What Kate did just kind of ruined everything. Yeah, I know. Like usual. Like usual. <laughs> oh, Kate. Anytime you come into the picture. Mm-mm-mm. Mm-mm-mm. No words. Um, so we're back down. The next thing we're back down to the looking glass station. Station. Um, <laughs> I think I might say that this entire podcast. Uh, Charlie, um, tells them that he's down there to turn off their jamming equipment. And, you know, this is the scene where we realize that, uh, he doesn't mind getting beating, uh, getting beat up because he knows that he's going to succeed. And I love Bonnie. She goes, oh yeah, you're going to turn it off. Okay. Then what's the code? <laughs> and Charlie, and I think all of the audience was like, Ooh, <laughs> the what? We didn't expect to need a code. It was supposed to be a switch. No code. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What happened? Uh, Desmond, we're looking at you. Didn't you watch Grand Tips? He said it was a switch. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Code, huh? Well, and I, and I love how quick Charlie is. He goes, well, I guess I won't need a code. <laughs> you know, like, I, you know, if there's a code, then I just won't need it. Because yeah. uh, he says uh, the station will be flooded, uh, which, um, which I thought, you know, because my original idea – about what was going to happen in this episode was that uh, they, you know, Charlie wasn't going to be able to turn off the thing, and he was just going to flood the station instead, which would turn off the the, uh, the equipment. Um, yeah. And then we find out later that it's all waterproof. Yeah. <laughs> which I didn't think about, uh, which I kind of don't want to believe, but I guess. Um, because that's the thing. Like, you know, those those, like – electronic control boards that are on the surface out there, like, how can that be waterproof? You know, how could that not short out something? I don't mm-hmm. know. I'll be New Year's Justin and, and believe uh, and believe what uh, Greta says. Sounds good. I believe it, too. Um, yeah. Uh, even though, yeah, it, it's pretty impossible, but, uh, you know, I guess, I guess I'll believe, like, maybe some of that stuff gets fucked up, but, like, the the main thing that it does still work somehow. Okay, I'll buy that. I'll buy that, like, the controls, like, won't work. Like, maybe, you know, you won't be able to turn it off or on, but if it's whatever state it's in, it will just keep being in that state and because that part's waterproof, whatever the signal generator is. Yeah. Uh, but, I, you know, and then, if, okay, well, we're not even at that scene yet. I'll we're wait. not even there. <laughs> Um, so, we're so not even there. Oh God! Oh, we're so not even there. Um, and then he says, "Well, Charlie, if if the state if the station's flooded, uh, you know what's going to happen to you?" And he goes, "Well, I die." Mm-hmm. Then we cut to the next scene. All right. Uh, Tom radios to Ben. Uh, they're all dead. Uh, is that from a movie? That sounds like a like a famous line from a movie or something. Like some sort of um, like sci-fi movie or like horror movie or something. Does that sound familiar to you? I mean, um, I know it's kind of a common line. I mean, it's, it's not so that general, crazy to have a yeah. line. Yeah, but just that, I, like, just like coming across some, uh, like that line coming across over like a radio. Like they're all dead. They're all dead. Like I that can't. sounds like uh, that sounds like something. Some sort of movie. 
Uh, but we find out that uh, seven of the others are dead, including Diane and Ivan. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> Not Diane. Oh. Ivan? Who knew? Who knew? Um, uh, ben tells Tom that Juliet has betrayed them and that he needs to figure out where she is. Uh, then Saeed, uh, I'm sorry, Ryan grabs Saeed and goes, okay, Junior, now where did spit in the face? <laughs> Love that. You that know, is a clear sign that uh, he's not going to talk. When you're tied up, you got your hands behind your back, you're restrained, you know, that's pretty much what you, all you can do uh, to, mm-hmm. uh, to uh, insult your attackers. And it's just, it, you know, I haven't, I can't even remember, maybe a long time ago when I was younger, like, but getting spit in the face is just, like, <laughs> the most insulting thing. Like, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> right in because your face. Because once it's, once it's done, like, you, you can't undo it. You didn't see it coming. Uh, it's, a, it, you know, it's insulting on a, on a, uh, oh, what's the, what's the level that it's insulting on? You know what I mean? Like, uh. Not a cultural level, but like, uh, you know, uh, you know what I mean? I don't know what I'm saying. There's just something extremely unpleasant about the experience. Yeah, that's the thing. It's not only the experience, but it's like the, the, oh, it's like on a symbolic level. That's what I mean. It's insulting on a symbolic level. Then the experience of having someone else's like saliva on your face. Yeah. Uh, and it's uh, it's very vile and uh, awesome that he did that. <laughs> it's just quickly too. It's like I'm not even gonna let you finish your question. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was um, yeah. Said, you know, he can handle he can handle being captured. He'll, he'll yeah. be alright. Yeah, you're um, not gonna get anything out of Said. I'm sorry, you're just not. Yeah, they're they're not they're really not equipped to deal with him properly. No. So, his uh, training and his training in the uh, Republican Guard has paid off. Yeah, yeah. Um, so anyway, Tom tells Ben um, that uh, they're not talking, and then Ben says, "Who do you have?" And he says, "Gerard Quan and the dentist." And I'm like, "Why the <laughs> dentist? Why are they making a big deal that, that Bernard is the dentist?" That was really weird. Yeah. And the dentist. It's like Gilligan's Island or something. Like, <laughs> yeah. He doesn't get a name. He's just we've the got, dentist. We've got the torturer, the Korean guy, and the dentist. <laughs> and Mrs. Howell, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, 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 it's weird that he said the dentist. Yeah, and it is yikes. really weird. When, when they go in person, like they're, they specifically use last names almost all the time. Maybe it's because mm-hmm. most people don't know Bernard's last name. I don't know. But all they had to do was say his last name, and we would know who who he's talking about. Yeah. Or, or, or maybe the idea, maybe it's it's along the same lines. Maybe the point is that most people know Bernard as the dentist, and so that's why they keep referring to him as that or something. Yeah. Maybe that's how audiences recognize Bernard. They just sort of, the, the idea that he's the dentist or something. Right. I don't know. I don't know. It seems like that's a thing that they're that they're doing. Yeah, I couldn't believe like God, everybody knows. Even even the others know. That's what Bernard mm-hmm. is. He's the dentist. He's Let's, the dentist. We just have to call him the dentist. Yeah. I wonder if he's like a orthodontist or like uh, you know what kind of dentist is he? There's different types of dentists. Um, <laughs> yes, there are. <laughs> there are. Um, anyway. Um, 
so then Ben tells uh, Ben tells him to shoot Quan, and the Jin says something in Korean. Uh, which have you have you seen anyone translate what he says? No, I haven't even looked. Uh, I, I looked a little bit. I couldn't find anyone who who translated. I mean, I'm sure it's just something sort of general, but yeah. Um, I'm just wondering. Uh, I wonder if I guess in the subtitles it probably just says like something in Korean. Yeah, yeah, that's what they usually do. Someone, someone probably will translate it. They usually do. Um, yeah. With the with the incidental Korean that isn't subtitled, but uh, I didn't bother to look. I guess I didn't really care. But uh, oh well. <laughs> you know where your priorities are. Sorry, Jen. I think I got your point. <laughs> yeah, it came too loud and clear. Uh, then Ryan cocks his gun and he's about to shoot uh, uh, Jen, and then Bernard speaks up, and then Tom comes over and says, "You know, tell me, you know, tell me where where your people are." and uh, you know, no one has to get hurt, blah, blah, blah. And uh, Tom comes across as, you know, not seemingly like he doesn't want anyone to get hurt, you know, that he was sort of kind of like, you know, just just tell them what they want to hear and, you know, we don't have to kill you. Yeah. So he comes across a little sympathetic in this scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, although later we'll talk about how he I know. They, they really, I think they set us up for that. I, you know, I... Uh, we'll talk about it. <laughs> okay. We'll talk about that because I think I think that whole scene later is is really really horribly written. It doesn't make any sense to me what's going on in that scene. Uh, and uh, I'd like to talk about what 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 those words that they say what they're saying what they mean. Okay. Because it doesn't it doesn't really add up. It's like they're trying to get to one thing but they don't quite get there. Anyway, um, we'll get there later. Um, so, let's see. Then uh, Saeed and Jen t- basically tell Bernard not to talk, but of course he does. He tells them the group is headed to the radio tower, that a woman parachuted to the island, she's got a satellite phone that can call her ship. And he also tells them uh, about Carl warning them of the early kidnapping. A nice story so, of what we've just seen in the last yeah, episode. exactly. It's like, just in case you missed the last couple of episodes of Lost, this is what happened. It catches you up pretty, pretty succinctly. Mm-hmm. So um, the next scene, it's apparently the next morning, um, or you know, at least several hours later, um, where it's the morning, and um, oh God, time ben is, is crazy, huh? Time is crazy on Lost. Yeah. You never know what time it is. You know, <laughs> yeah, they they're a little. I think they're a little lax with uh, making things correlate with with the with the you know hours of the day. Um. But anyway, Ben is uh, planning his route to the tower. He's got a map of the island. Uh, he draws a line from the other, I'm sorry, the Lossies uh, camp on the beach to the to the uh, radio tower, and then it draws he draws a line from his location to the tower and a, a little bit before the tower so he can intercept them before they get there. Yeah. Uh, now, I had a whole, you know, when I first saw this map, you know, my – my idea of the island and, and where people are is that, and very generally speaking, that the Lossies are on the south side and that the others are sort of on the north side. Uh, and, you know, in the last couple of episodes, they've been trekking around, so who knows where they are now. Um, but uh, but it's pretty clear that, that the first line he draws is the line for the Lossies um, because you can see uh, there's a note next to that line uh, when where he starts the line, it says crash site, and then it says something camp. Uh, that 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 something starts with a B, but the ruler is covering up the word, so I couldn't really make out what the word was. But it says crash site, 
Uh-huh. What did you say? Base. Base camp, maybe? It, it looked it looked like a longer word than that, and it uh, kind of looked like the word ended in an H. Um, beach because camp. It, it could be, it, but see, it looked longer than beach, too. Oh. But it's probably beach camp. That's probably what it is. Uh, but I, I just couldn't tell. But it's probably beach camp. But nevertheless, it's it's crash site. Uh, but you know he draws it. The, the you know that area is at the the top part of the map, um, which shouldn't be north. You know um, now the other the lossy should not be in the north. Also, it ends at the tower, um, which conveniently has a nice little part on the map, and uh, the other line he draws doesn't. So um, that makes it clear that uh, that line's supposed to be the lossy's. Yeah, no, yeah, that's what I'm, yeah, exactly, you're totally right. It, it's very clear that, because that line goes to the tower, and his line goes right before the tower, so he can intercept them. Yeah. So it's definitely clear that that's, that's the Lossie's location, and that's their, that's their path. But my question is, why is it on the top part of the map? Well, you know, and the then, map doesn't have to be oriented. Well, but here's the, here's the thing, though. Uh, I agree. I'm like, the map could be, you know, in, you know on the map, north could be, uh, down and south could be up or whatever. That'd be weird, but whatever. Um, but then later, Ben said, when he's talking to Alex, he, he says, if we head north, we should reach them before the tower, which means that they're coming from the south, which means that on his map, the orientation should be correct, that north uh, is sort of up. And so I guess it's just sort of some sort of error, some sort of writing error and a prop error that just culminated to be the same. Um, well, you know, the others, who, where do you think the radio tower is? Like, if you assume, if you assume that the Lossie's Beach Camp is the south, and that, uh-huh. and that, and that the, uh, uh, yeah, it, it still doesn't quite work, but it's a little better uh, if the tower is, uh, where's the tower supposed to be? The I think north, the tower I is, I think the tower is, should be, that's the thing. If they're in the south, I think the tower should be north of them and, like, east or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. And so, uh, like, with the others trekking, like, they could be in a position where, you know, they walk north to get to the tower. Like, that's not, you know, if the tower is, well, you know, in the right place. You, I, I agree. But if you look at how how the their two points are on the map, like, the 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 Lossies just can't be like if you go by the map they can't be in the south because if if I mean c- can there be a way where the where Ben could could be traveling north but be which would mean he'd have to be further south than where the Lossies are coming from? Well, it it might not quite be north. It might be like northwest or something. But you know he might be closer to right than like insane. Mm-hmm. You know but, but I mean? the thing you got you get to, you get to see the the two relationships on the map, and yeah. they're clearly like you know far apart from each other, and they're both basically have to go east uh, or to the right, whatever, uh, to get to the to get to the um, yeah, location. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so so like, if you assume he's north, then. Uh, I think that's still okay. Then that means no, if, if he's in the north side, then that means he's got to go south. He's got to go the opposite way that the Lossies are going. Well, I'm assuming he's not necessarily on the north side. I mean, they've been but, tracking. They don't have to be on the north side. But I'm saying you see where he is on the map, and he's directly across from where the others are. I'm sorry, where the Lossies are. Yeah, on, but let's on his map. that's the southern part of the island. 
Okay. Then that okay. means that the lo- then that means that the losses are in the north then. No, 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 no. Like that's that whole side is the south. What whole side? I don't know. Maybe I should look at the map. Yeah, maybe I should look at the map. Because I, I I only have a vague rem- uh, memory of what it actually looked like. What is it listed under? Do you know? Um, if you go to Lostpedia and search for map, and then you get a list of maps, and if you go to Henry Gale's map, uh, yeah, I know, right? Uh, Are you you kidding me? Okay. Well, it talks about all of Ben's maps, so that's why, I guess, under, it's really, the title is Ben's maps, but the link is Henry Gale's map. Yeah, 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 yeah. But the Radio Tower map is on there. Oh right, um, they're at Pascal Flats. <laughs> yeah, so if you if you if you turn if you turn the map to where where his line is due north, cause oh look, there's north. the barracks and there's the pearl. Yeah, it's on there. <laughs> See, that's the thing. Like the pearl is definitely north of the Losties. Like that's that's the general idea. Uh, yeah, it's an error. It's an yeah. error. What are you gonna do? <laughs> it's just really weird that it's that. I mean, that's a, to me, that's a big error that they're not even on the right side of the island. <laughs> they're on opposite sides of the island for no apparent reason. Yeah. You know, and, and not only does is the map sort of an error, but, like, you know, his line about, oh, we got to go north, mm-hmm. you know, is, is, is an error. I mean, I was going to say, like, if you take his map drawing and you make his path due north, then that means that the, the losses are coming from the west. Um, uh, or they're going east coming from the west. Um, which is still weird. <laughs> so that doesn't yeah. work. I don't know. I don't know how to make any uh, how to make sense of that. But I I, I just wanted to bring that up because I thought it was very strange. Yeah, they're at right angles. So um, yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Silly little picture of the radio tower. <laughs> yeah, I, I I thought it was weird too that um, that some of those uh, locations were specifically marked on there. Um, I guess it's a, a like a Dharma map because it's got the little logo and it's got the. It's interesting that it has the pearl there too. Um, yeah, yeah, that's odd. I never really thought of like the barracks and the pearl being like on the. I don't know. I, I have I have no sense really of the geography. I know they've said a couple times, like mm-hmm. in the season two finale, it was a big deal about the others being the the fake camp. The FAMP was on the north. Uh, that mm-hmm. was that was where they were sailing to, and and that sort of indicated that they were. And I believe there's probably some other indication that they were on the south. But uh, I I don't know. I they go to so many places. I I, I only have the vaguest sense of how they related to each other. Um, yeah, they hike and for a while and the they're thing. here, and they hike for a while and they're there, and I don't know. They they say. I mean, I think they said at least once, if not a couple of times, that the that the plane crashed on the south side of the island. Yeah, 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 you know? yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah. So yeah, it's yeah. like they solidify that they're in the south, and then we get this this huge thing where where this map is just like wrong and that was the other thing too i thought the map maybe was just upside down you know mm-hmm. but but uh, but you know the icons the the radio tower and everything and the, and the text is right side up so the map isn't upside down and i was like okay well maybe the orientation printed on the map is just one well, north is south you know north is down and that you know south is up on the map or something uh but 
But then, then we got then I got Ben's line that he's actually traveling north, which yeah. doesn't make any sense. So it's like, yeah, you guys are just screwing it up. I'll go with the map is wrong. That's uh, you go pretty, with the map is wrong. I'm pretty comfortable with that because the props, you know, they're unreliable. So, uh, yeah, I'll say the map's wrong, and somehow they're they're pretty much traveling north. I I have to say that the I think they both have to be wrong. I don't see how he can be traveling north if I don't see how he can be traveling north unless he's coming from the south, which he shouldn't be. Well, I mean, he doesn't, you know, the south. I mean, it's a fairly large island. You know, he doesn't have to be in the same place where the beach camp is to travel north to get somewhere. Um, so, uh, you know, if the for instance. You know, if uh, if the the Lossie's beach camp was on the south side of the island, but it was on the it was on the south like the southwest corner, mm-hmm. and you know, and the others traveled to like sort of the southeast corner, mm-hmm. and the radio tower were on the northeast corner, then um, then he could travel north to get to it. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know, they would still be separated and, you know... Uh, I'd buy, well, yeah, I, I, okay, I could buy it, but that just basically means that everything about the map you have to throw out. And the <laughs> idea that they're at a right angle, the idea that, like, you know, you'd have to throw out the whole map. Yeah. Well, that's and that's what, the thing, his line about going north is, like, correlates to what the map shows, too. Mm-hmm. So it just makes me think that they're going off what the map says. But I don't think anyway. when they wrote that they had the map ready. I think the I think the line predates the map. So uh so uh so I believe the line more than the map. Especially yeah. because like I think, you know, Carlton and Damon wrote this, they didn't make the map. Mm-hmm. So um, Well I but I still think that in the writers room they have they I'm sure they have some sort of map of where things are taking place. I would I mean I would imagine. You know, they might not have this map, but they have an idea of where people are, you know, where things are going on. Uh, yeah, they may very well uh, have that. I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. Maybe, maybe I'm sure someone will ask Greg Nations about it. Maybe we'll get, we'll get some answer about that, what's going on with the map here. Yeah. I, I, I would, I would guess if anything's wrong, the map's wrong. Yeah. Yeah, I would say that too. Um, the line, um, the line could be wrong too. Yeah, but uh, but uh, I I trust the lines more. Inherently. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I agree. Uh, and that's the other interesting thing we find out that uh, they're in this area called Pascal Flats, uh, presumably a reference to uh, the 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 most famous Pascal there is, right? Yeah, and Rascal Flats, I guess. The yeah, I don't I don't know what that's about, but. Yeah, that's very weird. But uh, yeah, good old Pascal, he's a crazy man. Mm-hmm. Go With read a crazy some. plan. If you want, if you want a crazy, crazy time, go read some Pascal quotes. It's a crazy guy. Anyway, not as crazy as Descartes. No, no, nobody's as crazy as Descartes. No one. Descartes, the original inventor of the idea behind the Matrix. There we go. I think therefore I am. That's right. That's a crazy idea. <laughs> he should write a TV show. Might be something like this. 
Probably not. Um, so let's continue on. Uh, let's see. Uh, so basically, uh, Ben tells Richard uh, that he's going to go to the um, radio tower without him, and that Richard needs to take everyone to the dun, 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 temple. Temple, temple, temple. As planned. Um, so we get, you know, this is a big revelation that now we know where they're trying to go. Um, you know, my question is, um, you know, were they, you know, not only what is the temple, what are they going to do there? Yeah. Um, you know, why are they, why are they taking so long to get there? Because it seems like they're just kind of like making camps along the way and taking their time and, uh, you know, um, you know, it seems like they could just sort of trek there and just keep going and, you know. Yeah. But I'm fed like up with out. going off to mysterious locations. They already had their chance. And then, like, then they had another chance. And now it's like, oh, now we're really going to go to the mysterious place. Here we go. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. Enough. Enough. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I am curious. I mean, I, I would assume it's it's one of these, maybe something, maybe something along the lines of what we saw in the, uh, in the brig, uh, that uh, you know, altar or whatever they had. Yeah, thing little they, obelisk thing yeah, in the middle there, and yeah, not well, not necessarily like that, but like it, related to that. Yeah, related to that. Yeah, uh, I agree. I, I I wonder if it's also related to the Forto statue. I think it very metal, very it yes. A very metal moral moral. Yeah. I agree. I think I think there's a good chance that it is. Um, uh. Not a lot on the Fortet statue this season. Yeah, uh, not a lot indeed. <laughs> it's interesting to look back uh, at uh, what we actually got out of this season. Not a lot, really, about this whole Penny thing either. That was no. uh, that was like the big cliffhanger in season two, and here we are at the end of season three, and we haven't really gone that far with it. But uh, uh, we went one step further in that we saw Penny again. We did go one step further. They did address it at least, um, yeah. unlike the Fortos statue. But uh, mm-hmm. but uh, nonetheless, it, I expected that plot to progress more than it has. Yeah. But uh, oh well, it seems like it's tied in in some way to all the shit that's going on now. So um, yeah, I think I think I think it's I think the whole thing with Penny. Uh, and the Brazilian scientist thing, I think they kind of went another step when they, you know, with the introduction of Naomi and the the, the freighter that's, you know, offshore. I think that's all related to to that whole thing. Yeah. And I think the big the the big overall plot line is that, you know, presumably, um, you know, Penny is trying to find Desmond, and then you know, slash, which means she'll she'll find the island, and there's someone else who's trying to find it too. So that's sort of the big revelation that right. there's. A this dual competition going on there, um, and who's behind the Naomi expedition? Uh, who could it be? Hmm. I think it's Michael. That's just me. Oh no! Oh no! Yeah, I'm kidding. Um, we know it's Jacob. Oh no! Oh. Yeah, I, I, I guess uh, we'll talk about that later when we get to it, right? Uh, yeah, of course we will. Yeah, we'll talk about that. Yeah. Uh, we'll leave everyone in suspense. Ooh, what's going to happen? What will they say? Who knows? What will they say? Stay tuned and find out on yeah. this edition of The Lost Lowdown. We should go to commercial after that. We should. Mm. I, I, was, I was hoping you would go to commercial somehow. <laughs> I'm like, wow, we don't, we don't have any commercials to go to. I don't know how to perfect. do it. That was a good, um, that was a good, good chance. Hmm. 
Wow, we just missed our chance to go to commercial. I know. And now we're just kind of fumbling around because we don't have a commercial. Yeah. It's like when the when the uh, camera is still on the news anchor and mm-hmm. they, they're like, uh, now we go live to Bob. And they're just standing there shuffling papers because the mm-hmm. camera's still on them and they have nothing to do but smile awkwardly. Right. <laughs> I love that. It's great. It's great. Nothing better. <sighs> nothing better. You know what's better, though? Uh-oh. <laughs> I agree. There's nothing better except for this next thing. <laughs> you know, it's better though. Yeah. <laughs> um. So okay. Yeah, we were talking about the temple, uh, and then he says, you know, Richard tells Ben, you know, um, you know, I think now's a good time to leave. People are asking a lot of questions, like about leaving home, you know, AKA O Town, which I think is very interesting. The idea that um, they that uh, presumably not all the others know why uh, they left. Uh, when they did, or, or why they were leaving, kind of thing. Yeah, uh, that's interesting. Uh, what happened to Locke? Uh, you know, they're interested to find that out. Um, he gave them a very curt answer. <laughs> you know, he had an accident. <laughs> that's all I'll say on the matter. And then, of course, about Jacob, uh, they're asking questions about all those things, and the back, and about the fact that. Uh, almost all the people who went down to the beach are now dead. Yeah. Um, so it's nice to know that the others are, like, not mindless drones. True. That, uh, you know, they've been hinting at that for a long time, you know, back when we first, back in the beginning of the season probably, mm-hmm. you know, when uh, when when we found out from Juliet that not, all, not everyone is content with Ben being in charge kind of thing. Right. Um, so it's nice to know that they're questioning and, and things are brewing behind the scenes. And, of course, I'm sure for Ben – he he feels like things are just spiraling out of control. Yeah. Uh, and he's just trying to do the best he can. Um, so then we get a we get a little scene with Alex uh, and Ben. She wants uh, she wants to know where he's going. Well, I love her line, which is like, "I said, where are you going?" <laughs> it's like, "Yikes, Missy! Someone's getting a little big for their britches, don't you think?" Um. And then, uh, of course, he says, uh, you know, I'm going to, uh, what did she, what did he say? What does he say? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I was supposed to write it down. Apparently, you know, basically he just says he's going to where the losses are. Uh, and she's like, I want to come. And he's like, sure, you can. I think it's a good idea. You do want to see Carl again, don't you? Which is one of those, like, ooh, ooh no, not you, girl. Don't go there, but he went there. Oh, he says, I thought, I, I thought I might go for a walk, see if I can't find Jack and all his friends. That's it, yeah. Uh, yeah, I know. You do want to see Carl, don't you? What did you, did you think anything, like, crazy was going to happen? Like, you know, Ben was going to kill Alex? Or... I did, yeah. I, I thought, I thought, uh, I was, I was worried for Alex on this trip. I thought this isn't good for him. Because when he goes off on trips with people by himself, he doesn't <laughs> to come back. The last, the, yeah, the last trip he went on with somebody, they ended up shot in the ditch. Um... <laughs> And we all know history repeats itself. Mm-hmm. You know, I actually didn't. I didn't think anything was going to happen to Alex. Uh, I don't know why. Uh, I just – and it even really dawned on me um, that anything bad could happen. I guess what I thought was he was going to uh, – I mean, he kind of did in this thing, you know, confront her about Carl. Um, and then and then I guess the next, you know, the next scene, I think, is uh, with them – 
he basically says, I'm delivering you to your new family. So at yeah. that point, I realized, you know, nothing was going to happen. I guess I didn't have time to really be concerned because they, you know, they didn't give us that much time to be like, oh, no, when is he going to stab her or something? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Plus, I think she has a gun. I don't think Ben even has a gun. Hey, so. man, Locke had the gun. Yeah, that's true. He's a little Harry Houdini with all those little <laughs> tricks. <laughs> oh, Locke. We'll talk about you towards Locke, the end. Locke. We're getting to you eventually. Yeah. So, he says, get your pack. I'm leaving in 10 minutes. Um, Richard tells him, you know, there's 40 of them, and they're going to do whatever it takes to get off the island. Uh, what are you going to do when you get there? And he does a very, very nice, dramatic, kind of scary line. I'm going to talk them out of it. Love that. That was awesome. I'm like, oh, my God. How's he going to talk them out of this hugely important thing? Like he's, And then I thought they were trying to say he has this weird power of persuasion, you know? Mm-hmm. Like he's got this weird, like, super supernatural ability to, like, double talk or oh, something, boy. you know? But, no... You know, this is, and that's the thing. When you watch the whole episode, you realize that that's kind of an empty line. It didn't. It, he really didn't even get that far, or even come close to that. He basically tried to tell Jack to give him the walkie. That was about it. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't really like. He didn't really like lay out points of why they should stay, which I thought was what was going to happen. You know. Yeah, I know. Gonna some... And and I have to feel like that would have helped him, but whatever. We'll get to that. Yeah, yeah. I thought that's when he says that line. I'm like, wow, he's actually gonna logically convince them to stay somehow, you know, or yeah. seemingly logically, you know, point out reasons why they have to stay or something. Yeah. Uh, uh, but no, it didn't didn't really come to that. But sometimes you get lines like that that are just like good on their own, but mm-hmm. you know, they're just sort of empty. Yeah. Um, uh, there's plenty of those. Oh God, yes. Uh, so the next scene, we've got the Losties. They stop to, you know, refuel, get some water. Uh, Kate goes to talk to Sawyer, oh, and, no. uh, yeah. <laughs> That's the same thing I thought when she went over to him, like, oh, no. <laughs> this is going to be weird. Um, Kate basically tells him that she wants to go back, and, of course, and he says, of course, there's always something to go back to, Kate. And uh, she gets all pissed and um, says that Sawyer's been really strange ever since he got the tape from Locke. When we know he's really been strange uh, specifically since he killed his dad. I mean, yeah. <laughs> killed Locke's dad. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. Is that a new yeah. theory of yours? That's a, that's a new theory that they have the same dad. He's Locke Sawyer's and, dad, so he killed Locke himself. And, yeah, Locke and Sawyer are really brothers. That's and, really um, weird. No. <laughs> he conned his wife. Wow. Yeah, really he conned his wife. And then he got mad that he conned his wife, so he killed her and himself. Mm-hmm. Oh God. That's a new that's a new one for Lost. Yeah. Add it to the list. Yeah, I will. Um Okay. And that she tells him that he, he acts like he doesn't care about anything anymore. And why is he calling her Kate? Oh. Uh, which is, to me, the biggest, most important question. Yeah. Um, but now we know when he's upset, he doesn't have the energy for name-calling. Yeah. You know, for nicknames. Just, yeah, and I have uh, to say, uh, you know, we talked about that whole thing where he lost the ability to do nicknames uh, mm-hmm. in the ping-pong the game, and uh, uh, I really thought, you know, 
it was just a matter of time before they brought him back. But he hasn't really gone back to him this season. No. Um, no, that's what I said. I think they're just phasing it out, man. It was they're like tired of, they're tired of that. In the early part of the season, it was like nickname overload. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, like God, there were so many in that in those first few, and then like nothing. He's just calling people by their names now. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. It's crazy. You called me what? <laughs> I called you Kate. How dare you, sir? My name is Freckles. <laughs> Our chuckles in a pinch. Um, <laughs> I think he called her chuckles once. Oh really? Uh, was it? Oh, was it giggles? Maybe it was giggles. No, he, he called, called Jack. He called Dr. Jack, Doctor giggles. giggles. I thought he called Kate something to do with laughing or smiling. He might have. I don't know. He probably did. He's he's had to call her a lot of stuff. He's called a lot of people a lot of things. Yeah, he has. <laughs> it's a good quote. Uh, Thank you. Let's see. So then Kate says that she's worried that, uh, you know, that they also sent Juliet to see if she was pregnant. And he goes, well, let's hope you ain't. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's not the that's not the, the, the uh, response you want from the man you're sleeping with <laughs> uh, concerning your pregnancy. But I agree. Yeah, <laughs> right. Because why, folks? Kids are, what was the line? Oh. Uh, Kids are tough. No, babies, isn't it babies? Babies are, uh. A lot. Damn, oh, I don't remember what the line is. Babies, babies are a lot. Babies are hard. Ba- uh. <laughs> that sounds weird. It doesn't babies, sound right. Babies are babies, hard. Uh, babies are a chore? Yeah, some something about babies are bad or difficult or. Babies. Yeah, I don't remember the word. Wow, it was it wasn't that long ago. Babies are babies are crazy. <laughs> no, it was like it was like babies are a lot. I don't know. Babies are a lot. Yeah, that sounds bad. That's a weird thing to say. Uh, have you ever tried to buy a baby? No. No. Um, <laughs> babies are a lot. <laughs> um, yeah, I bet they are. Uh, I don't know what it was. Wow. I don't either. Can't anyway, remember everything. Can't remember everything. Thank you very much. Um, next scene, we've got Desmond waking up on the little, uh, what is it, outrigger? <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Oh, don't forget that. Now, here's my quick question. How long has he been knocked out? <laughs> because um, it's like the next day. This whole time. It's been at least like 12 hours. Because uh, when Mikhail is like, it was nighttime when Mikhail said he could be there the next morning. Yeah. You know, so it's been like 10 to 12 hours. And then, and not only that, that was at night and he was knocked out in the daytime. Mm-hmm. So he was knocked out earlier the day before. So it hey. potentially is around like 24 hours that he's knocked out. Well, you know. Yeah, I don't blame them. What are you going to do? You can't have that kind I mean, if the, you can't have him wake up at night, especially considering he's got to dive down there and considering that he gets got to get shot at by Mickey and, and also, he's going to shoot like, him in the dark. For the audience, the last time we saw him, he was knocked out. So like, yeah, yeah. it makes a sense. It made sense like when I'm watching, like, oh, there he is, knocked out. Okay, what's gonna happen? Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, when you actually think about it, it just seems kind of yeah. ridiculous. And they could have gotten away with the fact that, oh, this is just earlier in the timeline that we're we are picking up from where we left off with him. 
uh, like very soon afterwards, I should say. But then, of course, Mickey's there shooting, so you yeah, know it's, it can't be the same timeline. Mm-hmm. So, But it's nice for him to wake up to getting shot at. That was know. pretty nice. <sighs> what you pay for in continuity, you gain in, um, uh, I don't know, dramatic um, something. Okay, there we go. You heard it here first. I'll work on that quote. <laughs> Obviously, it needs it. He's a little tweaking. He's a little tweaking. Um, so, like I said, uh, Mikhail starts shooting. Can't believe he missed that many times. But uh, Yeah, I know. You know. If Desmond wasn't a series regular, he would have hit him. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> he's, got, he's got a Superman-like aura around him that protects him from stray bullets. Uh, or, or bullets that are actually aimed at him, either. Bullets, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, so he ain't gonna die deep... until his storylines resolve. Right, he's not gonna die until he gets some resolution with Penny. Uh, whether whether he, she actually they're actually re- reunited physically, or he just gets to talk to her and they can cry over the oh. intercom or whatever. Oh, Disney, I missed you. I missed you too, love. All right, that, wasn't, that wasn't Scottish, but um, you know that's all I can do. Close enough. Yeah. What do you want from us? Uh, what do you want from us, people? <laughs> they want us to keep talking about the episode. Okay. Um, so Desmond takes a deep breath and dives down, um, and then uh, he resurfaces in the Looking Glass station to find Charlie tied up. Bretta, uh, Bretta. <laughs> Bretta? What? You know, I'm sure I'm not the first person who's called Bonnie and Greta Bretta. Oh, Bretta. But uh, that was a slip of the tongue. Oh, that's a good one. I didn't even think of that. Bretta or, or Ghani. <laughs> they, were, they were both Ghanis at the end, but... Uh, they were both Ghanis. <laughs> oh, God. Um, Bonnie and Greta, I started calling them BG in my notes. BG. Yeah, that's good. Um, they barely need names. Come on, man. I was actually kind of uh, surprised that they were killed, especially Bonnie, because I thought, you know, I, I just thought her her character was gonna do more before she was gone. Mm-hmm. But um, nope, nope, uh, not at all. One Thank episode you. characters. Yeah, they're the new Colleen's. They're the new Colleen's. Uh, Colleen got more screen time than they did. Uh, oh, I don't know about that. Maybe a little. Yeah, she was in like two or three episodes. Wasn't she? I think she was just in one, pretty much. I mean, they showed her dying in the next one. Really? Okay. I don't remember. I don't remember. Yeah, she, I'll, uh, I'll take your word for it. The first episode she was in was uh, Glass Ballerina, and... Uh, that's when they took the boat, and then she got shot, and then we saw her in Every Man for Himself, and she was already shot and dying. What about what about the? I guess that must have been the same episode when when uh, when Ben and Juliet and and her are talking. Yeah, yeah, that was that was that episode. They were talking about oh, okay. the boat. Yeah, okay, that's right. Yeah, okay. Really? Wow. Yeah. I got the sense she was there for a while, huh? No. Guess not. Maybe Pickett hanging around made it seem like she was there for longer. Yeah. I guess I guess I you know, all of her big scenes were all just in the same episode. Yeah. I just thought uh that I got the sense they were more spread out. But um anyway, so uh Bonnie and Greta are arguing, um and you gotta wonder uh what the what the uh 
the uh, state of things are normally since the two of them are down, you know, when the two of them are down there by themselves, how well they get along. Uh, but obviously they're in a, a strange situation, so uh, Bonnie's a lot more. Uh, I mean, it's good cop, bad cop, basically. Yeah, <laughs> you know, definitely. You know, and, and Bonnie's the bad cop, and her name starts with G, and Greta's the good cop, and her name starts with G. Hmm. I don't know. If that's, I just made that connection, but uh, <laughs> coincidence or uh, conspiracy? I, I don't know. <laughs> it's interesting. I just thought of that. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I'm just trying that up right now. Just made it up. I just nice. made that up. Children of our future. Just made that up. <laughs> uh, uh, so Charlie tells Desmond to hide because uh, there's people and he does so. And then Bonnie and Greta come out to see who Charlie is talking to and they find him singing, You All, Everybody. Oh, God. Which, uh, in my opinion, was truly his greatest hit. <laughs> wah, wah. Oh, yeah. But I'm ch- yeah, I actually wrote that joke down in my notes. That's how that's how corny I am. Nice. Um, <laughs> nice. Yeah, you know, i got to give the people something to laugh at me about. Wah, 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 wah. Bink! <laughs> um, so the next, so, um, then we get a shot of Desmond hiding in uh, a locker-type thing. Uh, next scene is our flash-forward. Uh, Jack is... <laughs> Sorry. Thanks. Uh, I'm not he sure if you called for that, but uh, I did what? You spoiled it. Oh, I spoiled it? What do you mean? No, you called it a flash forward. I'm just kidding. Never mind. Oh, oh, oh. Well, you know, that's the thing. Like, in my notes, I, I didn't really want to, like, say flash forward until it's obvious to flash forward, but everybody knows it's a flash forward, and we've already talked about the fact that it is a flash forward. Mm-hmm. So that's why at this point I just said flash forward. Cause no, I agree. Obviously it's fine. People listening to this should have seen the episode. <laughs> if that was a spoiler to you, then um, you really shouldn't be listening to this podcast because that means you didn't watch the episode. I mean, we spoiled the ending within the first ten minutes. So Yeah, know. we did. Sorry. So you're already spoiled royally, so don't complain. Yeah, you, you, should, you should have watched it by now, please. Yeah. I mean, who who listens to a podcast before they watch the episode? Not me. Not me either. That's all I, I had to know. think about it. I don't do it. Hey, if you don't do it, no one does it. That's right. <laughs> Yikes. There's some stuff you don't do. Yeah. That I hope other people do. What? Uh, I think you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I don't, but uh, <laughs> the mind reels. <laughs> the mind reels at the possibilities. <laughs> um... <laughs> Yikes. That's a weird situation. There's things that I hope people do, but I know you don't do it. Mm-hmm. But I hope other people do it. Yeah. So, yikes. What yikes. could that be? Indeed. What could that be? I don't want to know, but I already know. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> damned if I do and damned because I'm damned. Oh, no. All right. Uh, enough of the frivolity. Let's get serious here. Yes, yes, please. Uh... <laughs> Um, the next scene, Jack is, uh, checking the woman's, uh, the, the woman from the car crash. He's checking her chart and popping some pills, you know, the old one, two doctor combo. Right. <laughs> chart in one hand, pills in the other. Mm-hmm. That's how they teach you in medical school. Mm-hmm. <laughs> two pills for every chart you look at. <laughs> 
If the chart starts to get a little blurry and it's not really making any sense to you, just pop another pill. Pop another pill. You'll feel much yes. better. Exactly. You might have, you still might not be able to read the chart, but you won't really care anymore. <laughs> um, so Dr. Hamill comes in. He's the new chief of surgery. Uh, and uh, and I, I got a little sense uh, of a little animosity there, you know, uh, this sort of, uh, you know, sort of younger doctor comes in and, uh, you know, not too much younger, but younger, seemingly younger doctor comes in. He's yeah. a new chief of surgery. And I feel like in, you know, in another, in another world, Jack would have had that job. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and I felt, I felt a little animosity there, uh, a little, a little tension from just the fact that he's kind of, he's got the job that Jack should have. Definitely. Um, and uh, we find out that the woman uh, has, quote, a fractured back that's impending on her spinal cord, which I don't know what that means. Because, <laughs> uh, you know, I usually when they say, you know, your spine and your back are, you know, kind of interchangeable, uh, you know, to a certain degree. And, and a fractured back, what does that really mean? Like the muscles in her back are fractured? Well, her spine could be fractured and it could impinge on her spinal cord. Her what can be? Let's say that again. Her spine can be cracked. Uh huh. That's the thing that could be fractured. Because he says he says uh, a fractured back that was impinging on her spinal cord. So, oh okay. Um, so the spinal cord, you know, isn't the bone. Oh okay, that makes sense. Okay. Well, mystery solved. One down, 5,282 <laughs> to go. Uh, thank you, Lostpedia. You're good thank for you, something. Thank you, Lostpedia. Why did you credit Lostpedia? Because that's where I read the transcript uh, of the line. They said, that's what? 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 I, I got that line from the transcript on Lostpedia. Oh, oh, just now? Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. I thought you were saying Lostpedia says, like, translated it to say she fractured her spine that's impeding on her spinal cord. No. Okay. When I when I read the line, I'm reading it from the Lostpedia transcript. Oh, okay, okay. Like, I didn't remember what he said. So yeah, I got it. So I looked it up. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that was weird for a second there. I think we were on the same page. Let's move on. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Jack wants to operate, uh, but we find out a Gary Nadler, uh, is operating. Now, this Nadler character, uh, you know, people are wondering if he's related to Bernard or is Bernard, since Nadler is Bernard's last name. Um. The dentist, please. The dentist, yeah. Did he, he got back to the real world and then, like, Decided, I'm not just gonna be a dentist anymore, and like went to medical school. And now he's a, <laughs> now he's like a doc, like now he's a doctor and and able to perform surgery. And he and, changed his name to Gary. Yeah, and it's been yeah, and he changed his first name, but not his last name. And then it's only been like a couple of years. So how did he finish medical school and get it get it, you know practice surgery already? Like, <laughs> that should not be Bernard. <laughs> no, I don't think that's Bernard. And that's the and that's the other thing. Like I don't I don't know what the um what the subtitle said, but, you know, all the transcripts says, says Nadler, N-A-D-L-E-R. Yeah. Uh, but when I originally heard the guy say it, it sounds like Nadler to me. He didn't, you know, it's kind of hard to pronounce that D anyway, but, uh, in that word, but, uh, it didn't sound like Nadler to me. It sounds like Nadler. 
But uh, it's a I very, heard Nadler originally. Really, I listened to it a couple times, and uh, it didn't sound like Nadler. But you know, like I said, that D is kind of hard to really emphasize. So. Yeah, it's naturally I'll, I'll kind of it. yeah. Suppressed. I'll, I'll buy that. That's who it's supposed to be. But I mean that that's what the word it's supposed to be. But uh, um, it's interesting that they would use that same last name as a as a major character on the show. Yeah, uh, they would have to know that people would pick up on that. In the same um, episode where they conspicuously don't say Bernard's last name when they had a mm-hmm. chance to, mm-hmm. kind of odd. I, I and we don't know Bernard's middle name, right? I don't know Bernard's middle name. Um, maybe someone does. Like, is it Bernard Gary Nickler? Oh, uh, like some bullshit like that. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't think it is. I, I'm on Lostpedia. I don't see. I don't see them having his any middle name here. Okay. I won't look um, so anyway, uh, it's 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 very strange that they would do that. That they would put someone's like you said, you know, someone's last name of a major, the last name of a major character, and the fact that they didn't say his last name when they could have. Um, hmm. I don't know what to do with that. I don't know what to do with that either. Well, we should get together and not do something with it. Okay. Or I guess we should get together and wonder what we should do with it. Yeah. I think we're doing that right now. Maybe you're right. I love these awkward pauses. Me too. They're good. Yeah. (laughs) No, seriously. um, (laughs) uh, Let's not keep that up. Yeah, I was going to go for a little longer, but uh, all right. We can yeah, I, I had to stop it um, for my own good. Don't don't keep going. <laughs> no, gotta, no, I'm listening. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You got to narrate, you, man. What are you doing? You, no, no, no. You started talking. You you were about to say something, so I was listening. Oh, I, no, no, no. You go. It's all you. Oh, you were. I thought you were going to make a point about something. No, I you were like You're like, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then, like, you sort of stopped, and then you said, I don't know. All right, my turn. Who knows? Um, I don't know what I meant. So Jack wants to do the surgery, but like I said, uh, Nadler uh, is going to do it. Um, he, We find out that he saved her eight-year-old uh, little boy. Aw. Little boy. And hey, little boy. Eight, eight being a number, which doesn't even matter anymore. Who fucking cares? <laughs> Enough of the stupid numbers. Enough of the numbers. Oh, there's um, 108 cases. Who cares? Fuck yeah. Off. Okay, so... You and your did, bad Photoshop photo. Anyway. Yeah. I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> I was just going to, like, pretend I understood and move on, but you kept talking about it. kept making references. <laughs> so now I have to ask, what are you talking about? I am talking oh, about... Oh, 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 I get it. Okay, okay. Go. Uh, The monk thing. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, I'm like, what? 108 cases? What? Bad Photoshop? Okay. Um, Season 3, episode 17. That's right. You know what? That's getting old. It's getting old, all right? All right. Mm hmm. Mr. Encyclopedia. Um, Jack tells Hamill to to give him a call. He wants to know what happens. Uh, with the patient, because he's very concerned. What do you think is going on? I mean, do you think he's concerned because he just wants to fix someone, or specifically because he feels responsible? Both. Or both. Okay. It's always the easy answer. 
Yeah. Is this or this, both? You win. Yeah, yeah, it is. You can go both, go both ways. Because I, uh, I do think it's both, really. Yeah. Because, um, yeah, he wants to fix people in general, and, yeah, he feels responsible. Cause, yeah, because he almost does. Yeah. Um, so then Jack walks out. He leaves the room, and he sees the, the, the footage, uh, the news footage on the TV of, of the of the the rescue and the car crash. Um which now it reminds me, uh, they did show that crash. I wonder what they showed. Did they actually show like flaming wreckage or something? Oh, I don't remember. I don't remember. Let's see, I'm looking it up in two seconds. Here it is. Uh let's see. All we see is um Oh, uh, we see sort of paramedic type activity. I don't see any flaming car. Oh, there's somebody. Yeah, they're pulling somebody out of a car. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, you don't see much. Yeah, they probably spent like thirty dollars shooting that, including paying the actors. Thirty dollars, huh? Yeah. How'd you come up with that estimate? Uh, thirty Hawaiian dollars. Oh. Yeah. What's the uh? What's the uh? The, the conversion. Uh, yeah. What? Uh, there's a word for that. What's the? Uh, oh, it's something rate. The uh, yeah. That's I can't. I can't remember that word. It's the uh, conversion rate. Is that really it? Yeah. I thought it was something else. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, conversion rate. Yes, all right. <laughs> I lost my steam. <laughs> yeah. I'm not gonna answer your question. Okay. But we'll go to the next scene. Um. You don't have, I mean, there are, there are, okay, go ahead. <laughs> yes. Yes, what you have stuttered was correct. Um, back to the Losties, uh, the group is still on their trek. Um, so, uh, Sawyer stops, he wants to go back to the beach. Uh, he has a little powwow with Jack, and, um, you know, Jack doesn't want him to go alone, and Kate says, oh, he won't be alone, I'll go with him, and Sawyer quickly says no. And then Kate wonders, you know, Sawyer didn't want to go before when she went to go back, and now he wants to go, and he says, you know, well, I didn't want to go with you, which, you know, really kind of hurt. Oh, that hurt, Sawyer. Oh, that was a low one. That was a low one, buddy. Um, so Jack says, you know, it's a suicide mission without guns, and then Juliet quickly, quickly, quickly steps up and volunteers to help. <laughs> it seems like every uh, time Jack like presents a problem, somebody's going to step in and Yeah, yeah, it's like, oh, uh, oh, you need to you can't go alone. I'll go. You can't go without guns. I know what some guns are. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's like it's like you can't go until we get rescued. I'm rescuing you. Here we go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, you can't go until hell freezes over. Just the, just this in. Uh, hell is frozen over. It's like, okay. Um, so, you know, my question at this point, when, when she says, you know, oh, I know where there's a stash of guns, we, we can go there and then I can show Sawyer how, you know, then we can go back to the beach. And I'm like, well, why didn't you tell us this earlier, Juliet? Like when, when they were trying to, you know, plan the, uh, the dynamite explosion Uh gun thing. And I'm like, we, you know, we could, and then like we said before in the last podcast, you know, the the losties the bulk of them are on this track by themselves unarmed yeah you know and it's like you know why didn't you tell us this before oh because she's lying mm-hmm. that's why <laughs> yeah that was great I'm, I was really pissed I'm like well, why didn't you tell us that 
And oh, okay, well that's why. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which I, I, I definitely, you know, would would believe that there is a stash somewhere. Uh, you know, I could see them, you know, that being useful to them on their cross island journeys. Yeah, I um, did believe it. I trust you. Yeah. I know, right? You trust her, but she doesn't think she lies so easily. Yeah. And luckily, after this lie, she did tell us pretty quickly she was lying. But um, it was just, it was too easy. And I think, I really think she learned a lot from Ben about how to lie. Because mm-hmm. uh, I don't feel like she was, uh, you know, we saw her in her early days before she got on the island, and she wasn't a very good liar. Mousy. Uh, yeah, very mousy. Um, <laughs> I hate that adjective. But... Um, so really? I think she learned the yeah. It's it's just so like mousy. I don't know. I don't know something about that. Uh, she's mousy. It's like I don't know something about that. I'll repeat myself. Interesting. Um, I, I I like it for some reason. Hmm. Oh, of course. Of course, of course you, you like do. it. There's always something to go back to. Oh God. Um, yeah, no, that whole scene where her husband came in and she tried to somehow play off being on the floor. Oh, I was just just looking at the tile pattern. It's very interesting. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I agree. She's definitely, I think she's, she's gotten a lot of, she's gotten a lot of uh, practice uh, being manipulative and secretive and deceptive. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, she's down there. What? Go ahead. Sorry. Oh, (laughs) I thought you were done. Um, sorry. I was, and I trailed off, and I wanted you to keep talking, but then you heard oh. me. <laughs> uh, I was going to make a joke, but now it's out of place. Oh, um, yeah, no problem. Uh, do 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 I think we're done with the episode, right? <laughs> uh, that's it. She says, I know where some guns are, and then that's the end. That was that was all. Yeah, and so next season, I guess we'll find out... Uh, you know, we'll find out what happens to Charlie. We'll find out yeah. if there were, um, uh, you know, what's going to happen to Bernard and Jen and uh, Sor and Saeed. And yeah, uh, wow. Hopefully, uh, they'll be able to rescue him. Good season finale, even though they didn't wrap up anything. Yeah, it was very, very open ended, more than usual. Very um, more, and and shorter than usual. Yeah, yeah, like half of a half of a regular episode. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty weird. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, well. oh well. Thanks for joining us on the podcast, guys. <laughs> yeah, you know, um, join our Frapper Map. Uh, yeah, Frapper Map. Comments. Lost Lowdown at Gmail dot com. Yeah, iTunes reviews always good. iTunes reviews are good. Uh, talk show reviews. We've been getting some talk show reviews that are good. Sure, I'll take those. So, uh, um, any sure. kind of review. Um, yeah, I mean, it's going to be a great summer. Uh, we're going to have uh, one or two things to do probably, and. Uh, you know, Lost will be back, and yeah, it's been fun. You know, it really it's has. been good. Uh, thanks and Namaste. Namaste and <laughs> It's like we've taken it so far. All that's left to do is actually stop podcasting. I know. I know. Oh God, that would be a great bit. I wish we did that for real. Yeah. Oh, well. That'd be nice to stop podcasting and actually post that. Yeah. And have people be like, "What the what fuck? the fuck happened?" Oh god, that'd be awesome. Yeah, I know. I wish we I wish we really did that. Oh well. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't. We didn't. All we did do is finish talking about this scene. Um 
Nice segue. <laughs> uh, well, by did, I mean Will. Um, oh, I forgot to mention something. What scene oh. are we on? Uh, we're on the scene when Sawyer decides to go back and Juliet's going to go with him. Oh, okay. I want to rewind a little bit. That's the rewind sound. Okay. Uh, it sort of sounded like, I don't know, a car or something. But, uh, okay. Um, like a, <laughs> a lawnmower or something. Well, what um, do you think rewinding sounds like? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> My point is, I didn't either. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's why I had to explain, because I'm like, thinking to myself, that doesn't make any sense. Let me explain what that was. Fair enough. No, no, no. Uh, All right. No What's your point? Intended. Anyway, uh, going back to that scene uh, with Dr. Hamill, um, he refers to Jack as uh, the hero twice over. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think the second thing is, or the first thing, or I don't know in what order he means it, but anyway, uh, the other thing is, uh, is the whole like plane crash, like rescue thing. You think that's, that's the other thing? Uh, yes. Um, especially because we get that line from Kate at the end, uh, when she says still pulling people out of burning wreckage or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I think I think basically the idea is that when he when they got rescued, um, that they you know people you know extolled his heroism on the island. So yeah, okay. Just I mean, of- when I, yeah, when I first when I first heard that line, when I first watched it, I thought he was referring to saving Sarah. Yeah, that was what uh, I thought too. Yeah, but I think it's uh, you know I think it was I mean that was so long ago. And I think the bigger thing is that people would be talking about the fact that he did so much while on the island. Yeah. When when you think it's a flashback, you know, it doesn't occur mm-hmm. to you that it can be. And that last, the last heroic thing you remember is that whole Sarah thing. So um, Yeah. So, yeah, that's what I thought it was, too. But when I watched it again, I thought, oh, that's probably a mild hint about the plane crash. So, anyway, just wanted to uh, bring that up. That's that. Well, thank you. You're welcome. Um, so, do-do-do-do-do. Oh, here's a little question about this scene, because Juliet, Juliet basically says she's going to, you know, she's able to lead Sawyer back to uh, the beach. You know, they were going to go to this dash and then go to this thing and go this way, blah, blah, blah. And I'm thinking, how does she know the island so well? Wasn't she cooped up doing research for, like, most of her time on the island? God. Yeah, well, you know... How does Hurley know? Hurley was the one I couldn't believe that, like, trekked all the way across the island, no problem. Yeah, you know, but he he's definitely he's, – he's been on a few expeditions, and I think he's he's knows his way around, you know, on, enough. But, yeah, I agree. He, it's, a little, it's a little weird. Um, I, I feel like everybody just, like, knows their way around the island somehow. Yeah, I, and I think – well, I think part of it was that – you know, they, they kind of, well, I think to a certain degree, they, you know, um, uh, Sawyer and Juliet slash Hurley, um, they sort of went back the way they came to a certain degree. And I would assume that they had, you know, Juliet and and, and uh, Sawyer had to deviate uh, to go to the stash at some point. Um, so I thought, so I was sort of thinking maybe Hurley just kind of followed them, you know, using their trail or something. Yeah. Uh, or just kind of, you know, stayed far enough behind where they didn't know he was there. And then when he, you know, 
took and then he took the opportunity to go to wherever the the bus was because presumably the bus is really close to the beach. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, and speaking of the bus, we'll talk about that later. I've got a, I got something to say about the goddamn bus. Um, uh, I wasn't even talking about her. I forgot Hurley like tagged along in this episode. I was actually oh, talking about Hurley trekking back after the others kidnapped him and Jack and Kate and Sawyer. Oh. That whole thing. Like, he just showed up, like, back, you know, at the camp, no problem. Like, it just seemed did kind he, of implausible. But, uh, um, did he just follow the shore, or did he actually go through the jungle? He was in the jungle. He ran into Desmond originally. Um, he didn't, he, they were in the jungle. Oh, wow. Yeah, I can buy that he just kind of knows his way around by now. It's season three. Well, that was season two, I guess. <laughs> you guys better know what you're doing. By well, yeah. I mean, he didn't go back until season three. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're they're. I mean, they're pretty much the same thing. The end of season three, the beginning of season two. Yeah, 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 yeah. They are. So, I, you know, I'll buy that. But by, by then, he he can he can make his way back to the the base camp. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, Juliet, you know, she's been around some, I guess. She's I been know. around, but I'm just like, she's, she should have been cooped up for most of her time doing this all-important research and, and trying to help these people. And, and it shouldn't have been until recently that she's, like, able to, like, go and trek around the island. But, you know, whatever, maybe she just studies maps or something. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Uh, or maybe that's just part of their training is they have to know, you know, that kind of stuff and where things are and, I don't know if there even is any training. Um, so before they leave, Juliet kisses Jack, uh, and then she and Sawyer go off towards the camp. Uh, <laughs> what did you think about that whole kiss? Um, I don't know. Um, uh, I was a little bit surprised. Um, I didn't think they had taken it that far. But, uh, <laughs> uh, well, I, yeah, yeah. And I, it was interesting that next scene when, when, uh, um, Saeed, by Saeed I mean Sawyer. Of course. I've been, I've been wanting to interchange their names for a while now. Um, when Sawyer says, are you guys screwing yeah, you know, which mm-hmm. I was like, you can say that on ABC? <laughs> I don't know, it's very harsh to say that, but, um. Better than another word. I could yeah, know. the word that was probably actually in the script. Yeah, making love. Yes, <laughs> amore, amore. <laughs> um, but anyway, um, yeah, I thought it was weird. To me, it came off sort of contrived. You know, I, I was like, I feel like she's just doing that to manipulate Jack to a certain degree. Um, because and I guess I feel that way because it sort of came out of nowhere. It didn't, it didn't really seem reciprocated. I mean, Jack didn't like pull away or anything and he, he wasn't like, why did you do that? Um, but it, it just seemed sort of out of place. And, uh, and I didn't know if she was, you know, trying to pull something with Kate, you know, she's going off with her boyfriend who are, I don't even know what they are anymore. She, you know, who knows what they are anymore. And, but, and, but that's the thing, like Sawyer, you know, it's going off with Juliet and who didn't want Kate to come. And Juliet has already kind of taken Jack from her, from Kate also. And it's just like, Juliet's kind of hogging both guys. It's like, okay, well, I'm going to go with off with Sawyer, which is going to piss Kate off. But before I leave, I'm going to kiss Jack, which is going to piss Kate off. Yeah. Like sort of saying like, this is my man, even though I'm not here, like this is, you know, 
she's like staking her uh her ground her 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 territory marking her territory uh as it were that's that's the sense I got from it okay interesting take yeah I was just showing a little affection, but you know me. Um, yeah, yeah, you're the hopeless romantic. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. No, I didn't really. Um, it was an yeah, opportunity I think I the, for Kate to be jealous again. Again. But, uh, yeah, it's getting old, Kate. Got those old. looks. Oh, I'm like, I'm looking at something I'm jealous of. Here's my face. Here's my face. <laughs> And give me, you're looking at something that you're jealous of. <laughs> there it yeah, is. Yeah, she's got a face for it. It's, uh, <laughs> you've got a face for jealousy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a good title. Face, face for, for jealousy. jealousy. Nice. Start <laughs> like Evangeline Lilly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, That's good. That so can be her first post-lost vehicle. I get it. That's yeah, good. That's yeah. good. I can dig it. You can dig it. Uh, apparently, I'm in the 70s digging it. <laughs> I guess so. I can't believe you pulled that one out. Hmm. I know. I can dig it. I can dig that again. I know. Yeah, I'm a cool cat. Um, so, uh, <clears throat> you ever get the feeling that, uh, no. no, okay. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> no, no, you already answered the question. <laughs> I just felt like there's no way I'm gonna get this feeling, but uh, no, please. Oh no, do you? I think I, I'll take your answer. Oh and, God, uh, I just want to know what you're gonna ask. <laughs> I, I really don't. Uh, no, I was gonna say, um, you ever get the feeling that uh, like you know you're the only one laughing? You know what I mean? Like you make a joke or something, and you're just like, ooh, no one else is gonna find this funny. Oh yeah, all the time. Then why'd you say no? Because I didn't know what you were going to say. Oh, sorry. I, I confused you with Desmond for a second. Yeah, please. Brother. I'm not Desmond. Desmond gets it wrong, too. Yeah, Desmond's not even Desmond. So, what are you going to do? <laughs> uh, that's weird. Um, next scene, uh, we're back to the uh, looking glass. Um, <laughs> I was going to say something bad there. Um, what were you going to say? <laughs> Uh, I'm not gonna say. Um, oh man, I gotta know. Uh, no, I mean, yeah, no, no, no. Um, Charlie's singing annoyingly, and uh, Bonnie's really frustrated. And I love when she like <laughs> she's really pissed off, and she takes her gun out. And I'm like, oh my god! And then she just sets it on the table. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, she's so like, I'm so pissed off, I can't even have this gun in my pocket. <laughs> I'm like, okay, that's weird. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I thought she was at least going to threaten him with it, but no, uh, it's not going to work. The gun is uh, on the table now. Gun's on the table. How do you like that, Charlie Pace? Mm-hmm. I just put the gun on the table. I bet now you want to talk, talk now, don't you? <laughs> well, it's too late. The gun's on the table. <laughs> um, <laughs> that would have been funny. Uh, <laughs> uh, and then she's like, okay, I'm going to go get the spear gun because I want it to hurt. And uh, Charlie realizes that she's going to go to where Desmond is hiding, and so she tries to distract her. But luckily, Mikhail surfaces on the moon pool, catching everyone's attention. So, because uh, Charlie's distraction wasn't going to work. Right. <laughs> hey, hey, don't go over there. My friend's in there. I'll tell you what you want to know. <laughs> oh, Charlie. Yeah. 
Um, so here's a question. Why did not um, – <laughs> why did I say that? Why yeah. didn't uh, – <laughs> Why did not? <laughs> oh, it's weird. Uh, it's, you should be able to say that, but it sounds weird. It does. Why did not Ben tell Bonnie and Greta that Mickey was coming? <laughs> oh, that sentence sounds weird. Why didn't Ben tell Bonnie and Greta that, that, uh, that Mikhail was coming? Um, Question boy. <laughs> well, you know, later he has him kill him, so I guess he just, um, I have no idea. Okay. I don't have an answer either. Uh, just thought it was interesting. Um, so, Mikhail tells uh, the girls that uh, Desmond is down there, that he was just shooting at him, and they said, well, no, he's alone, blah, blah, blah. And, um, and then Charlie asks, you know, Charlie says, well, the, the uh, more important question is, you know, why did Ben lie and say the station was flooded? And why did Ben have Bonnie and Greta, you know, why does he have them jamming the communications? <laughs> why did I say it? Communications. Communications. Uh, a little, uh, it's either a little island, I don't know. Communications, man. Ah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> getting late or something. I don't know. I'm losing it here. Keep it together, man. Keep it together. Come on, man. Pop a pill. Pop a pill. <laughs> oh, I don't have any pills to pop. <laughs> Someone write me a prescription. If there's yeah. any doctors out there who wants to write me a prescription, <laughs> uh, for anything, you know, whatever, whatever you want. Whatever you want. Whatever. Whatever is, you know, controlled. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> whatever controlled substance that uh, I shouldn't have. Uh, you know where to reach me. Right. We all do. <laughs> we all do. Um, don't contact me if you're the authorities. Uh, so one of the interesting things about this uh, I liked is that the scene is that we got to see Mikhail without his eye patch. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah was so, which was interesting and creepy to see. And uh, nice to know that he really... <laughs> He really is missing an eye and not just pretending. Right. <laughs> uh, just in case if he thought it was cool to do so. We know he's not pretending. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I thought, and then I thought, well, why, why is his eye patch off anyway? Um, why would he take that off? And then, and then I was like, oh, well, he had to put the goggles on, uh, you know, for when he dove down in the thing. Uh, but then, of course... And, the, and towards the end, when he when he blows up the uh, the grenade, when he you know tries to blow up Charlie, um, he's got his eye patch on and he's got his goggles on. So I'm like, okay, oh, I guess really? he just yeah. I, I'm like, I guess they just wanted us to see his his missing eye in this scene. Yeah. So that's why he didn't have it on there. Because I thought maybe like if his patch was on, then the goggles wouldn't fit tight and water would like get in there. Yeah, that's you know? pretty much which what is, I thought. I didn't which notice is plausible. That at the end. Yeah, at the end, uh, at the end, his, uh, you know, at the end, I didn't see a, the, the strap or anything, but I, but his eye looks black and on that part, it looks like he's wearing it, um, but I, I didn't like see like the strap or anything, so maybe it's a shadow. I don't buy that though. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's no, I believe it. Everyone knows there's no shadows underwater. Yeah, exactly. It's like sound in space. Just, just doesn't, exactly. Doesn't Laws of physics, people. Mm-hmm. Hello. Laws of physics. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> uh, 
That's all. Uh, okay, yeah, I just watched. Sorry, I was looking at it again. He's definitely wearing the eye patch. I can see it. Okay. So anyway, um, <clears throat> I, I like to bring up points that don't really matter, just to waste time. Hey, you know what? That's good. Yeah. Good. <laughs> I'm glad it's good because that's good that it's good. Uh, so what else do we find out? Uh, oh, then Ben rings in the background on the radio, and Mikhail goes to get it. Uh, the next scene, we've got Ben and Alex. They're on the move, heading towards the radio tower. And Ben is talking to uh, Mikhail. And uh, Ben reassures Mikhail that, uh, quote, everything he did, he did for the island. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Actually, Actually, I, I, I laugh like at to, that bullshit. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, one of those, it's one of those things when, you know, uh, you know, my, you know, you can you just blame it on something else that that is sort of, uh, you know, un, unculpable. You know, you can't you can't like tis tis island. Why did you make him do that? You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's like he's passing the buck basically. Um, he goes, you have to understand everything I did. I did for the island. Uh, the Mikhail goes. So the island told you it was necessary for you to jam your own people. Yes, it did. <laughs> Funny thing you asked that question, because it's true. <laughs> yes, actually, that's what it said. Yeah, it's like, you and they, you know, that's kind of a writing thing, too. Uh, definitely a Ben kind of response. It's like, here's a very outlandish question. Ben's like, well, as a matter of fact, you're right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, and he goes, you've always been a loyalist, Mikhail. Now I'm asking you to trust me, to trust Jacob, who told me to do this. Why would Jacob ask you to lie to your own people? Okay, that was that was a little more Saeed than Mikhail. Yeah, hey, uh, whatever. Because this island is under assault by forces stronger than it, than anything it's had to deal with in many many years, and we're meant to protect it, Mikhail, by any means necessary. The jamming was for everyone's security. We're in a serious situation here. So let's stop here and 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 uh, dissect what's what he's talking about because he's, he's saying some very interesting things. Yeah. Um. So the idea that uh let's see, what's the first thing here? Oh, oh, oh. Uh wait, where's the where's the line? Oh, okay, yeah. So it he, he you know, like we've said, he's using uh Jacob and the island pretty much interchangeably here. Because uh, it's really interesting because when he said, you know, everything I did, I did for the island, and the, the island told him to. But then he says, Jacob told him to. Um, so it's really interesting that they're one and the same. What do you think yeah. about that? I was just going to ask about that. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know. I mean, that's weird. You know, it makes me wonder about all sorts of things. Uh if you know, it seems like the island has a will at various other you know, in various other episodes. Uh mm-hmm. uh, you know, question mark, it definitely seemed like it was the island um telling, you know, Echo to do something. And uh and in in, in Deus Ex Machina it seemed like it was the island leading Locke to the plane. You know, various times it definitely seems like the island and then, you know, you had that Echo episode where it started to seem like maybe that stuff was smoky. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I've I've wondered several times on this very podcast um, whether whether Smokey is the island or a representative of the island or something, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, 
uh, and I still wonder that. And now, now I've got this Jacob character, and you yeah. know, how many wills are there hanging around? You know, is it the island and Jacob are the same, but Smokey's this other thing, and you know, yeah. uh, I don't know, obviously, but I guess um, I don't know. Do you want me to try to guess what it is? Um, I have a theory. I mean, I, I, I have a, I have my way of how this all fits together. Okay. Um, let's have that. Let's have that. Let's have it now. Basically, um, what I interpret this as meaning is that, you know, when, when someone says the island made me do it or blah, 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 that, 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 that Jacob is really the spirit of the island. The, okay. the will and the consciousness that the island uh, sort of seems to have is, is really Jacob. Um, and uh, so I can reconcile that because it's kind of obvious in this, so that's easy to reconcile. Um, in terms of smoky, I, you know, it gets a little smoky if I can <laughs> have a really bad joke there. Okay. Uh, you got it. It gets a little, thanks. Uh, it gets a little unclear, but what I, what I will tend to believe is that <laughs> smoky <laughs> gets a little smoky. I don't yeah. think I've ever even heard the word used that way. <laughs> yeah. Right. I guess hazy would have been really more accurate. Yeah. But I, yeah, you know, I stretched it. I stretched it a little bit. Um, <laughs> yeah, concerning Smokey, it gets a little smoky. <laughs> um, I think that Smokey is maybe Jacob's, like his physical, a physical extension of him, of his, of his spirit on the island. Um, that 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 Smokey is pretty much the same as Jacob. But like the idea that that like Jacob is trapped on the uh on, in in that cabin area, yeah. Um, but that the only way he can exert his his physical will on the island is it, it manifests itself as Smokey. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of what I believe at this point. Okay. Okay, that's the the unifying theory. The grand unifying theory of. Uh, of Jacob the Island and Smokey, the the Holy Trinity. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> yeah, um, they're all the same thing. That's certainly a lot easier. And I do tend to believe, you know, simpler theories. Um, because, the, you know, having like three different supernatural wills and forces is kind of ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the island wants this, but Jacob wants this, and Smokey wants that, and like, yeah. stop already enough. You know, how many how many different things can be hanging around? So I tend to agree, like, most of those things are related. Um, the Jacob thing's weird. Um, I don't know anything about Jacob, and we've just barely been introduced to him. So um, I haven't really, yeah. you know, gotten a sense of what he does. And uh, I guess, you know, Ben is using it interchangeably, so... Um, so I guess yeah. for now I'll just assume, you know, he is the hey, island. New Year's Justin. That's right, New Year's Justin always has uh, an answer. What I what I kinda think is that Jacob has been guiding Locke this whole time. Uh, you know, all those times when, when, when he says the island told me to do this or he's on you know, the idea that he's on a certain path that's influenced by the island, it's really Jacob specifically. Yeah. And it's because he wants Locke to help him. To free him, presumably, or to help him in some way, um, and uh, you know, some might ask, you know, well, if, if that's true, you know, if 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 Jacob has been trying to get Locke to, you know, 
at some point, you know, come to him to help him. Why couldn't Locke see him? Blah blah blah. I don't have the answer to that. Um, you know, but I, 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 that's what I believe at this point that Jacob wants that it, that it wasn't an isolated incident that Jacob that Locke heard Jacob say, "Help me." That that was sort of the point of this journey, and that he's at you know that was one step in the journey, but he's getting close to the end because uh, I think he will help Jacob in some way. I think um, I think Jacob, like many supernatural mysterious figures um, in other works of fiction, just it isn't very direct about his methods. Um, yeah. He likes to speak in codes and riddles, and he never really just comes out and says what he wants directly. Um, mm-hmm. It's always some kind of riddle with him. So, um, you know, him, Locke not being able to see him, who knows, you know, he just, he's crazy like that. Yeah, and maybe Locke just has to get further along on his journey to to get that power. To get yeah, that ability, somehow it's so. not time for him to really see him. Like he gave him a little glimpse, so he'd know there's something there. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's what I think is what's going on right now. I think I think everything that Locke has been through, or most things that Locke has been through, uh, you know, is is related to this idea of of uh, of helping Jacob. Of yeah. Maybe Locke becoming the new. I don't know what Jacob's servant or Jacob's apprentice or I don't know what right hand man. Uh, yeah. Maybe maybe Jacob is dying and he wants someone to take over and oh, Ben no. wants it to be him. Oh, and God. but but Jacob wants it to be Locke. <laughs> I don't know. We'll that's, a, that's a crazy one. That's a crazy. I tend to agree though. Uh, I think uh, you know they set up Locke like going on a journey for a while and uh, and. Uh, it definitely makes sense um, for them to tie it together like that. Yeah. Um, so, so I I uh, I I tentatively agree for now. Okay. With that theory. So here's the other interesting thing that's brought up with this little scene. Uh, he says the island is uh, is under assault by forces stronger than anything it's had to deal with in many many years. Mm-hmm. And that's one part. The next part is we're meant to protect it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the many, many years reference, do you think that's the purge? Like the other, I'm sorry, Dharma slash the purge situation? Or do you uh, think it's even further back than that? Yeah, I mean, when I heard it, when I heard it, that's what I thought. Now that I think mm-hmm. about it, I'm not entirely sure. But um, mm-hmm. I did assume that's what he meant. Dar- Dharma being the last forces that were that were yeah. really safe. attacking it. Yeah. Um and, and and I I I think that's what it is too because he he mentions that to Jack later. Yeah. You know, they bring that they bring the purge up later. Um so I feel like that's what he's talking about, you know. Now why? Now assault is one of those words that I feel like he's, you know, it's a little um of a, much of an overstatement. I mean, was was what Dharma doing really assaulting the island? Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, maybe they were. We don't know exactly what they were doing. We really don't. Uh, so maybe they were. But from what we've seen, it didn't didn't really seem like an assault. Not to me. Uh, by conventional uses of the word. Far too friendly for that. Right? Too friendly and welcoming. Namaste. Namaste. Hello. Namaste. Would you like a lay? Yes, you would. Yes, you would. Now... We're assaulting the island over here. Registration's over here. Bike riding's over there. Bike riding. A little more assault of the island over here. Um, Yeah, I (laughs) know. 
Um, okay, I mean, so... they seemed idealistic. It, it's it's weird if they were really just like assaulting the island. Yeah, it doesn't seem like that was their thing. And, and here's the thing, you know, he says this, the island is under attack now. In this in this context, does he does he literally mean the island and it's like its resources, or does he mean Jacob? Uh, that they were that maybe Dharma was trying to get to Jacob. Maybe they discovered he was the source of the power or the strange activity on the island, and they were close to getting to Jacob or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know that's the problem when you interchange when you use words interchangeably because you you know if you you don't know if it's going to be if he's going to consistently use them interchangeably. Exactly. Yeah, he might want to just refer to the island. Mm-hmm. Um, or just for for Jacob, I guess. But uh, yeah, uh, yeah I, I guess in that line, I didn't think he meant Jacob. I thought he meant the island, the actual island. I agree. I, yeah, I feel like that's what he means too. So uh, you know, I guess we'll just take it as that. Um, but I mean, I think hurting the island will hurt Jacob in some way. Yeah. Um. But uh. But but I don't think that's what he means specifically. Yeah, I agree. So, uh, so this idea that they're meant to protect it, um, I mean, I don't know what we could really say about that. I just thought that was interesting. Yeah, I also thought his use of the word loyalist was interesting. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was weird. You've always been a loyalist. Well, everyone's a loyalist until they, like, you know, kill you or create a coup or, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. It was a weird, it's like, you know, you've always been a straight-A student. You know, it's like, well, that's true, but if I get this B, I won't be, so, you know, I don't know. What was your, what was your, so what was your, um, your, what, I mean, why did you think that line was interesting? Um, mainly because I've, I've heard, I've heard that word, um, used in, in the context of, um, uh, maybe you have a like a king in the old days, uh, mm-hmm. you know, and then you have kind of uh, you know revolutionaries hanging around who want to overthrow him or something, and uh, uh, you know it's it's sort of it's sort of a time period where it hasn't happened yet, but you have people who want the king to stay in power, and those are the loyalists, and you know people who don't, and just sort of like using that kind of language is interesting to me, um, like thinking of certain people; these are loyalists, and these are the you know, whatever. Yeah. Like, it definitely... Uh... Go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, oh. Go ahead, finish. See, sometimes, like, I have, like... Sometimes I have, <laughs> like, nothing more, and you, you interrupt at the right time, and I wish you'd just keep going. But, uh... <laughs> and then I feel like, oh, he's, he had something else to say. I should let him go. Okay, I was just going to say that, yeah, I think using that... I, I caught that, too, using that, that, fra- that, that word loyalist sort of harkens it to, you know, a sort of situation like a coup, like some sort of revolutionary thing, and, and which, you know, that is that is the sense of which um, everything has taken place, you know. I mean, there are people who don't want been in power. There are people who want been in power. Uh, it's, it is very similar to, you know, what you describe about a king and people want to overthrow him or something like that. Um, so it was kind of cool that they did use that to sort of reemphasize that that's kind of what's going on. Yeah. There is a power play going on there. Um, to me, it just made, it made me think of like the Revolutionary War, you know, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where, true. yeah, you know, like we want to have our own country. No, no, the king is great. Yeah, you know. long live the king. Yeah, he's right. Um, Yay for taxes. 
Yay for taxes. Taxes way too much and don't represent... Representation uh, overrated. Overrated. You know what? It's a long word, and no one likes long words. (laughs) It is a long word. (laughs) Uh, Five syllables? Come on, man. Yeah. What? What? Yeah. Five syllables back then? No, 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 no. Too much. Too much for those people. Too much. Too much, indeed. You know, it's not too much. Oh, boy. <laughs> That's like the... I should just stop that. It's like... Okay. Um, where would the last letter be without your segues? Yeah, without those horrible segues. Uh, Whatever the like, last thing I said is, you know what's not that. Or, yeah, or you know what is that You know thing. what is that. Who knows? It's mm-hmm. something like that. It's... Uh, yeah, it, it's it's not even a segue. It's like a it's like a meta segue. It's you know something like self-referential about the fact that you know everyone knows it's not a real segue. Yeah, no, I agree. It's, real segues are supposed to be a lot smoother than that. Yeah, um, yeah, and I guess that's what the original joke was. Yeah, uh, that's why it was originally funny. If it was ever originally funny, I think it was. I think okay. I think back in podcasts like five or six, it was hilarious. <laughs> I'd have to go back and listen to that and uh, see if how well it comes off. Okay, I'll take your word for it. Though. Yeah, no, I remember really. I still half laugh at it because it's ridiculous. But uh, yeah, obviously, you know, you hear a joke enough times. So. Yeah, take it my life, out a please. Bit. But uh, but uh, you know, I never tire of it. Even if I don't never. laugh, I still enjoy it. Okay, I'll buy that. Um, so let's see. Uh, let me look at my notes here. Okay, so then the next part of this conversation, Mikhail says, so why not trust me? And then Ben goes, I made a mistake. I should have told you and I apologize. And then there's this little silence here. Um, and then, Mikhail, are you still there? What was that? Oh, sorry, I was just breathing. Oh. That was supposed to be, that was supposed to be, <laughs> that was supposed to be uh, Mikhail uh, thinking. Oh, okay, okay, okay. About how to I kind respond. of thought that's what that was. Yeah. Then I thought then I thought it was supposed to be static, and I'm like, I don't remember static in that part of the scene. And I was like, okay. <sighs> I tell you, ruin a podcast, people, by asking too many questions. Take notes. Take notes. <laughs> Take <That's> notes. <laughs> Learn from our mistakes, and then go off and do your own lost podcast. Um. So he says, Mikhail, you're still there. And then Mikhail says, yes. And and I really, you know, I kind of, I really like this whole scene. And how the lines play off of each other. Uh, the first thing I really like was, you know, Mikhail says, so why not trust me? And then Ben says, I made a mistake. And it's kind of like that earlier when he goes, you know, I lied. It's, you know, like, you know, you, it's the same thing of, like, when you, you can't really fault someone too much when they, like, when you admit, when they admit they made a mistake. Yeah. You know, why not trust me? Well, I made a mistake. It's like, oh, well, fuck, okay. You know, that's not good that you made a mistake, but at least you're owning up to it. Right. And it sort of diffuses any sort of anger you have towards that. Yeah. Uh, So I thought that was kind of interesting. And then that line, you know, when he says, are you still there? Which to me reads as, are you still with me? Are you still on my side? Uh, Which is why I think, yeah, which is why Mikhail sort of had to think and stop. and, And then he goes, yes, you know. Mm-hmm. So I like how that played off. Uh, kudos to the writers because I often berate them. But, uh, <laughs> you certainly do. I do, you know. I do, but I love them. Uh, not like that. 
but I am in love with them, but not like that. <laughs> I do want to have sex with them, but not like but that. But not like that. <laughs> I want to have their babies, but not like that. Okay. <laughs> um, so then he says, um, I need you to help me. I need you to help me clean up this mess that I've made. Oh, boy. Uh, clean up your mess. Is, which is the re- what's that a reference to? I keep forgetting. Further instructions, the Boone uh, vision. That's what he called the block. Mm-hmm. Clean up, Clean up your mess. mess. Oh, Boone, he says, what a sage you are. Oh, Boone. You know, a lot of times when I was typing in Bonnie, I put Boonie. Boonie. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, Boone, I miss you. Oh, Boone. <laughs> Uh, uh, so he says, I need you to kill Charlie. Make sure the jamming mechanisms continue to function at all costs, and we can't risk Greta and Bonnie telling the others what we've done, so you've got to take care of them, too. How did I know you didn't say the same thing to them about me? Because if I had Mikhail, you'd already be dead. Yeah. Or maybe he'd be dead in, like, five minutes when they decide to kill him. Right. I don't know. Either way, but I get your point. I get your point, Ben. Ben. B-E-N. Jamin. Mr. Linus. Yes, that's me. <laughs> Mr. Linus, everyone, on the Lost Lowdown. Thank you. Thanks uh, for joining here. us today. <laughs> um, I'd like so, to defend my actions. Uh-oh. So, you're a liar. Yeah, yeah, I'm and, a liar. Um, but don't I call me a liar. How do you reconcile your abhorrent actions uh, with the idea that uh, you have only the best of intentions? Well, you see, Jacob, the island, they told me to do it. And, you know, I was only following orders, and it's for the best. So, you know, we're the good guys. Um, You know, uh, uh, I've got to protect the island. Okay. And I'm just doing what I have to do. Hey, hey, you had me at Jacob. I totally buy what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, Jacob. So, Jacob. <laughs> Jacob told you to do it? Hey, that's all the reason I need. He now, did. let me ask you another question. Yeah. yeah. Um, you're concerned about your daughter's safety on the island concerning her boyfriend, Carl. Mm. Uh, this has been a point of contention. I'm sure all the fathers out there in the audience know that, uh, you know, the old boys coming around knocking up their daughter saying, oh, yeah. the story is old as time, I'm sure. Yeah. Now, my question is, do you think you went overboard, uh, a little overprotective maybe? Well, you know, um, when you're used to dealing with things in a diabolical manner, you, you can't seem to uh, shake that, even in um, such a mundane situation as uh, worrying about your daughter sleeping with some guy. Old habits, right, Mr. Yeah. Linus? Old habits, indeed. Old habits. It's um, Plus, Jacob told me. Plus, Jacob told you. Well, so one last question, Mr. Linus. Um, ben, can I call you Ben? Um, yes, but only today. Only today. All right. Um, <laughs> um, so I don't know what I mean by that. What I'd like to know is... Um, this is this is maybe a sore subject, uh, you know, but uh, why did you pretend to be Henry Gale? You know, that is a good question. 
I did what I had to do. If I told them who I was, they never would have believed me. They never would have believed that what? (laughs) (laughs) They never would have believed that you were a liar. They didn't lie. They they wouldn't have listened. If you told them who you were, they would have killed you. Yeah, that's it. Okay, okay. Hey, hey, you don't have to convince me. I'm just playing devil's advocate here. Oh, okay. I'm a journalist. I'm a journalist first. But see, you understand. And see, there was this guy, Henry Gale, and, you know, I was trying to think I was trying to think of fake names to use, and I thought, you know, there was that guy out there on that balloon, that guy mm-hmm. that we went out and interrogated um, and then killed and buried, and I thought, you know, Henry Gale, that's a nice little name. I think I'll, uh, think I'll, just, I think I'll just use that. And, and you know what? I'll just use his whole life story as mine. You know, I did a very similar thing one summer. I was uh, backpacking in Germany and, uh, you know, a little on the run from the law and got stopped by the police and they asked me my name and I said Adolf Hitler. Oh, Uh, yeah. Who knew that they knew who that was? (laughs) There was apparently some other guy with that name. Really? Yeah, you know, uh, I told them, you know, I had written this document called Mein Kampf and uh, they were like, what? And I was like, huh? Mm Mm-hmm. And that was, uh, about, yeah, that, was a, that was a very, very memorable summer. <laughs> <laughs> and I took over Poland, and I was like, what's wrong, guys? I know. What's going on here? <laughs> um, all right, so are we done with that long, weird segment? Of, yeah, I'm sorry. It, I didn't mean to was, start it, but I didn't know how to get out of it. That was that was interesting. I hope you guys enjoyed that impromptu uh, interview with Benjamin London, <laughs> an uh, unnamed uh, interviewer um, who is apparently an other because he just bought whatever you said. He really did. He was he was pretty gullible. I mean, a really hard hitting reporter probably would have had an easier time because Ben really yeah. doesn't have good answers for some of that shit. I was not um, Anderson Cooper, I tell you that much. And, uh, and I, I wish I could have been a little else. more enigmatic. I don't know how to be Ben, but uh, yeah. I'm a little too jovial. But uh, yeah. oh well. What are you going to do? His spirit has left me now. I'm back to boring old Justin. <laughs> oh, well, I'm still the interviewer, but I'm oh, going okay. to. Uh, I've always been the interviewer. Little did you know. <gasps> You've always been the interviewer, <laughs> Mr. Torrance. <laughs> That's the big revelation in this season finale of the Lost Lowdown. <laughs> <laughs> Little did you know, I've always been the interviewer. Oh, God, that's creepy. <laughs> and weird. Why do you think I'm always asking questions? Oh! No. You're hitting the right. home. We did have some flashbacks to previous podcasts where you're I asking know. questions. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Insert. What do you think? What do you think is the pearl hatch? <laughs> uh, insert. <laughs> what do you think Echo's building? <laughs> oh man. Oh god. That would have been perfect. And then close up on your slow realization. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Search your feelings. You know it to be true. <laughs> God. It was like a, it's not a Battlestar Galactica reference because you haven't watched that. 
What is that a reference to something? Oh, that's supposed to be Star Wars. Oh. Okay. I believe that's what he says when he reveals he's Luke's father. Oh, that's right. Okay. I think they had a very similar thing on Battlestar Galactica with uh, something I won't tell you because I don't want to spoil it. Oh, okay. Please don't uh, tell I don't me. Think they actually, I don't think they actually said that, but it was very the, – the, the gist was very the same. Mm-hmm. Anyway. <laughs> very the same. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very the same. I learned that in college school. <laughs> college land. Okay, so back to the, back to the lot. Right, of and course. And uh, <laughs> impromptu interviews uh, only at the Lost Lowdown, folks. That's right. Um, right. Stay tuned to see who else joins our podcast. <laughs> we can't wait to see who else might pop in for a quick interview. It might be me. <laughs> was that Penny? <laughs> I don't know. What it, was. it was the Southern Belle character we haven't met yet. Oh, okay. Maybe that was uh, that was Clementine. That yeah, was Sawyer's yeah, daughter. <laughs> oh, what a name! Oh God. <laughs> Why did my mommy give me such a bad name? <laughs> um. Okay. Uh. So if there's more characters that show up, folks, we warned you. Uh, yeah. We warned you. So then, uh, like I said, Mikhail says, yes, he's still he's still there. He's still with him. Uh, ben tells him, I need you to help me. I need you to clean this mess I've made. I just read all that before, so I'm going to skip this part. <laughs> I forgot we already went over this. Yeah, and then uh, <clears throat> Mikhail says, oh, we already did that whole thing. Oh, okay. oh about that line, <laughs> uh, that whole line about the island's under attack. Mm-hmm. Um, or whatever he actually says. Um, That's pretty uh, much what he says. He's he's referring to like the Naomi thing, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. Just want to make sure. I don't think we really said that, so I just want to say yeah. the record. Yeah, I, I didn't. Yeah, I think we sort of glossed over because it it's kind of sort of obvious. Obvious, think, but, but hey, we bring up obvious all the time. Always. Um, well, at the time, I really didn't know what he was talking about. So. Yeah, you know what? When I yeah, the, when I first watched the episode, um, uh, actually, when I first watched it, I was thinking, yeah, I think I was thinking that it was the Naomi thing. I didn't know why or what he really meant, but that's the only thing I could think of. I'm like, who under attack? Who's who's like who's trying to get to the island? That's what I was thinking of. Mm-hmm. And so I thought of the Naomi thing, but of course it wasn't until towards the end where it sort of made real sense. I see. With the revelation. Right, right, right. Well, did you did you at first think it was the Losties or something? I guess I had no idea what he meant. I was like, it was what kind of one of those things? Yeah, one of those things where you're like, I don't know what you mean. I'm just gonna keep watching. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. Or just some <laughs> bullshit he just says, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's the other thing too. He could have just been making stuff up. Yeah. Oh, the island's under attack, is it? Huh, whatever. More and, and that. The other, yeah, the other thing about that line is the, the it's sort of the idea that uh, the island is like fairly consistently under attack or something, you know, or, or that it's there's been many times when it was under attack, and this is just stronger than anything it's had to deal with in a while. Yeah. Um, and and almost like. You know, if it wasn't that strong, the island could defend itself. Mm-hmm. But the, the attack is so the forces are so strong that they that the island needs help, which is which is really interesting. All of that is 
the whole bouquet of whatever is very interesting. Yeah, I said bouquet. Bouquet. Uh, bouquet. Gotta love that word. Mm-hmm. Especially when it means like odor. Oh, does it? Yeah, when you when oh. you drink wine, like the bouquet. Ugh. Anyway. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, they have all kinds of weird, weird wine. But you know, the whole palate thing. Oh yeah. You know, whatever. Whatever, indeed. Winos. Fuck wine. But not that way. But not, no, please, not that way. You you will hurt yourself. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> I'm talking. I'm. Uh, never mind. Mm-hmm. I think you're talking about the next scene. <laughs> uh, <with laughs> I hope not. <laughs> uh, yeah, actually, I hope not, too. <laughs> hmm. way backfired. Uh, <laughs> abort, abort. Um, uh, so the next scene, uh, Juliet and Sawyer, they're on the move towards uh, back to the beach. And uh, Sawyer asks about the construction project that he and uh, Kate were forced to work on and help build. A little staccato there. Um, mm-hmm. And he goes, and then Juliet says, you know, we were building a runway. And so he says, runway for what? And she turns to him, the aliens. With a little smirk. A little smirk, thank you. And um, and then Juliet says, I don't know what for. You think they tell me everything? Yes, I do, Juliet. I do. <laughs> no. Um, so this idea that they're building a runway, let's let's talk about that. Okay. Because you know, um, I think it's a load of boo hockey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I said it, and I don't care who I offended. Boo hockey. I'll say it again. Wow, man, we're really gonna have to put that explicit tag up for this one. Sorry right? We might have to. We might have to bleep that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think. I don't think America's ready for that word. I don't think any country's ready for that word. Well, yeah. Because we have international listeners. Yeah, I guess we do. Hmm. Hey, hey, don't insult those international listeners. Perry. Oh, no, I know. They're there. I I didn't mean to slight them. I just Mm -hmm. meant to suggest they could handle the word, but America can't. Oh, I would tend to agree. Yeah. How dare you insult Americans? Hey. (laughs) Okay. I did it. Hey. In a country where its president insults its people all the time, it's only fitting that... Okay, never mind. No <laughs> political no political stuff. Come on, come on. Keep it uh, keep it on a different podcast, man. Please, I guess please. I'm, I'm talking to you, but I'm talking to me. Okay. Um, so, then Juliet... Okay. So, yeah, let's talk about the runway. Sorry. Right. Thought, how do we get off track? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, the boo hockey. Okay. Um, no, yeah, exactly. Well, what, I'll throw I'll throw the ball to you. Please. Um, uh, <laughs> go. Uh, what do you think about the <laughs> runway? I, as I said before, I trust Juliet. Mm. I believe her. I believe it is. It, it was a runway. Uh, don't know whether they really completed it or not, but uh, I yeah, believe that, that was my big question. I believe that's what they were building, and uh, and I believe that she doesn't know what for. So, um, okay, so you just bought everything she was selling. I trust Juliet. That's my that's my thing. You know, the last man who trusted Juliet got hit by a bus. <laughs> 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 I 
That's all I got to say. Um, Fair enough, sir. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, you know, I, you know, okay, for, okay. My first thing about the the runway, whatever, you know, that they're building a runway. I, I, I will tend to agree. I mean, believe her. Um, I don't think they finished it. I don't think there's any way they could have finished it uh, because they all left. And yeah. uh, you know how could they have finished it? And plus, right since they had since they left, they've been busy with you know everything else has been going on. Yeah. Um. So I don't I don't think that that the runway is finished. Um. And if it's not finished, then it's like, will it ever come to anything? I mean, nothing's going to be able to land there if it's not finished. Yeah. Um. So the next part of this whole runway thing is what for? What do you think it's for? I mean, what lands on a runway but a plane, right? Pretty much, yeah. I guess you know, we're I mean, the land. Because there's a difference between, like, you know, a runway and, like, you know, a sort of landing pad that a helicopter could land on or, yeah. a, you know, some sort of spacecraft or something that could hover, has a hover ability, could, you know, you know, you know be on a landing pad or something like that. But mm-hmm. when you say runway, you're sort of really talking about a plane. Yeah. Um, unless they just said runway, but they meant something else. Uh, you know, told her runway, but whatever. Always I don't know. a possibility. Always a possibility, but uh, you know, I don't. Be- I don't want to believe that. You know, well, first I don't want to believe that they have any planes there, <laughs> hanging around on the island. Um, so I don't think they're taking off anywhere. I feel like they're building a runway for something to land. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh, so what could that be, or who could that be? I should say. Good question. Good question. Um, I don't know. Uh, I really can't imagine. I mean, why would the others want people to come to the island? And what kind of people would they want? Part of me thinks that this line is is more of a tying up loose ends line. And then mm-hmm. maybe they won't even address this anymore. Just like, oh, that's what they were doing. The end, you know. Um, cleaning up their mess, basically. Um, yeah, yeah. And that, I, like, it won't even come into play. True, but to say it's a runway, I mean, it, yeah, it might not matter in the long run, but it seems like it would have would have possibly mattered. Or I should say it should have possibly mattered uh, if they, if they would have finished it. Yeah. Um, I mean, do you think that they would they would just make up something since it won't matter in the end. They'll just make up something and not really care about the consequences of, you know, what that insinuates. I I feel like that's a very real possibility. I I don't know. They might actually Mm -hmm. do something with this runway idea, but part of me feels like, you know, it was just one of these lingering things, Mm -hmm. you know, and uh, maybe if they come up with a story where they need a runway, they'll bring it back. But uh, I I don't know. I don't feel like they necessarily, you know, need it to to mean something. But, like, what could it mean? I mean, I guess flying in somebody uh, to help them out. Uh, yeah, like, I mean, um, and that was a long time before the sub got blown up, so. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's the thing. Maybe is he flying in more women, you know, specifically? Uh, is he um, is he flying in more people in general? You know what I mean. Like he wants he wants their population to grow and be bigger. And he says, well, if we can't grow our numbers by having kids, maybe we'll just recruit more people. And then it's like, okay, well, why a plane? Why not you know use the the 
conventional way you guys have been transporting people to the island. You know, it seems like for a plane it would be, you know, quite a bit. You know, I'm not expecting a 747 to land or anything. Um, but, you know, it seems like, you, you you know, if you have a runway, you want easy access and, you know, repeated access to landing and taking off. So, yeah. I don't know. It's a very strange thing. It is. I I like that they addressed it. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I really don't know what to do with that. Um, it's not clear. You know, the others seem to have kind of an isolationist policy, and mm-hmm. um, it's not clear why they'd really be interested in a runway. But, yeah, your ideas are plausible, but, I mean, you know, yeah, they do, they do make you wonder why they couldn't just use a submarine, you know, at the stage when they were building the runway. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they still had access to that. Um, you know, maybe they thought they could get more people with a plane somehow. Um, I don't know. And and it's kind of interesting too that they would they they would decide to build a runway on the mini yeah. island and not the main island. That is weird. Uh, because once you get to the mini island, like you know, to get to the main island, you gotta use the boat or something. Yeah. Uh, so maybe the idea is whoever they were gonna bring in, they just wanted them to be on the main island. Maybe I mean, sorry, the mini island. Mm-hmm. Maybe I don't know. It's very okay. it's all very crazy, and and I hope it comes to something. Um, because I feel like if it's if it's if it never comes to anything and it's just a tying up loose ends line, then it could have been, they could have, you know, easily said, oh, we weren't building anything. We just, you know, want to make you guys work or something. You know, uh, it was part of Ben's plan to wear you down, you know, something like that. Um, or she could just say, I don't know, I don't know what we were building. But but when you go so far as to say what it was, it's like, you know, well, now, you, now you're going to get people thinking about the implications of that. Yeah. So, I agree. Yeah. I agree, but I still think they might have done it anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I wouldn't rule that out. I, I could. It would be crappy, but I could see them doing that. I mean, I could see maybe, maybe if they were going to do something with the runway thing, and they just won't, but they, they, they but they thought about it. Yeah, and uh, I think I they also wanna... like like the idea of creating mysteries in people's minds, and yeah, you know, it's another one wanna... to talk about. I just don't like the idea that it's just like, you know, if Ben Ben has a line, something, you know, something ridiculous like, uh, you know, uh, you know. Oh, no. I can't even think of anything, like, meaningless but ridiculous. Like, uh, you know, I just don't want them pulling stuff out of their ass just because they can. Yeah. You know, if, if if they say runway, even if they don't use it, we don't see it again, it doesn't mean anything in the long run. I want them to at least have thought about, you know, I want it to be where they they, they were going to do that or they thought about that the others might try to do that, not just like, oh, what can we say they, they were building? Oh, runway, okay, yeah, let's use that. Go ahead and use that. Like, that's just the crappy. Yeah. I You, you know, know I, I believe they probably do have some idea of what it might be for. Mm-hmm. Um, if they wrote that in, but they may not use it. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I agree. I, I think, I think they would, you know, if someone asked them, they would probably have some kind of answer. Maybe they wouldn't say what it was, but, uh, you know, they would have something in mind. I, I can definitely see, I, I think they've said they, they try to not introduce mysteries before they know what the outcome is. Mm-hmm. So, um, so, so I would believe they they know or they have some idea of what that would have been for, you know. 
So. Yeah, that's all. That's all I would. That's the least I want to hope for is that they they at least know what it would have been for, even if they don't ever get to it. Yeah, because if they just start making up stuff, it just sort of takes the meaning out of out of the revelations and out of the mysteries. If 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 nothing really has any consequence or any real weight to it, you know. Yeah. Um, you ready to go to the next part? The next uh, scene. Absolutely. Okay. Um. Next part? What's that? Oh, scene. Okay. <laughs> Actually, uh, we're not done with this scene. So then Sawyer asks Juliet if if uh, she's screwing Jack yet, and she goes, no, are you? And Sawyer kind of laughs, uh, which I didn't think that was really funny. But uh, Although I thought it would have been funny if he goes, not yet, honey. <laughs> but that's just me because I like to have characters say ridiculous things. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> that would be quite uh, a line for Sawyer. I know, right? Um, anyway. <laughs> um, so. Oh, then Juliet confesses that she lied about the guns. Um, and that, you know, that was the only way she thought that Jack would let them go. <laughs> and, uh, and we... <laughs> You, I know why you're laughing because of that last part, right? Yeah. You wouldn't have done this if I didn't do this. It's a classic thing. If I told classic. you I didn't have the guns, then you wouldn't have let me go. And, mm-hmm. and but what if I would? What if you didn't? <laughs> yeah, you know. it's just a classic thing. God, they love that. They love that thing. It comes up way too much for them not to love it. Yeah. Uh, I think I've written a couple lines like that myself, and they're they're never great. Yeah, it's um, uh, I can see that would come up a lot. Yeah, in uh, you know, context where you have a lot of deception and mm-hmm. at some point explaining it, and yeah, usually comes yeah, that's down the thing you don't. Yeah, it's like you don't have to give a real answer. You can just say, well, if they didn't do this, I couldn't do this. And yeah, it's like okay. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's right. one step it's one step better than saying like it's fate or or you know God oh. told me to or you mm-hmm. know one of those kind of like things you know it's in the same realm but it's a little bit better yeah um so we find out that she's going back for karma for karmatic reasons uh, can I say that is that a word for what karmatic karmatic nice. Okay, I think it's I karmic. Just, karmic. Oh, damn it. There's a real word for it. All right. Well. Sorry. Karmic. I your thunder. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Um, And then she says, why are you going back? Now, Ooh. I'm a little pissed because, I'm a little pissed because, like, like the, the two scenes before this, you know, with her, uh, and, you know, the scene where she decides to go with, with Jack, I'm sorry, with Sawyer. Like, it, I'm like, why Why are you going? Like, what are you doing? I actually thought she was going to kill him. Like, you know, in this scene when, when they're walking and he's like, where are the, so where are the guns? He goes, oh, there's no guns. I got scared for a second. I thought, you know, really? she was about to, so yeah, I thought she was going to do something to him. Like, I just wanted to get you out here to whatever, or, you know. Mm. Um, but, um, I thought it was weird that she sort of decides to go and wants to go, and then, of course, she sort of explains her actions, that she's going back for karma. And, and it just seems to me like, I'm like, why? Like, why does she have something? feel like she has something to prove? Because uh, it didn't seem like she, she had that mentality before. 
uh, when she got, you know, when she got with the Losties. Um, I don't know. Did that, did that come off weird to you at all? Um, no, I mean, I, I thought, uh, you know, she, uh, she initially, uh, was a mole and was, you know, doing Ben's work, um, Mm -hmm. and, you know, and sort of betrayed them, you know, when she first got there, um, by trying to, you know, convince everybody that, uh, you know, that they left her behind and all that, um, and, uh, so I guess, you know, she feels like she played a role in helping to, helping the others, um, in this, um, mission, uh, and just in general to antagonize them. So okay. uh, she feels like that. I can, yeah, I can, I can see that, like, okay, I can see that, like, specifically the, the, um, you know, they're, they're, they're kind of, the others are coming or were coming specifically from what she was doing and uh, her part in the whole deception. Okay. I can see that. I was thinking more generally, but specifically with that, I can see, I can see her, her to feel a need to make up for that. Yeah. And I think okay. like being with them has like humanized them more. And so, um, you know, she feels worse about it than maybe she did when she wasn't a part of all of it. Mm-hmm. I, I'd like to know when she decided to, I mean, when she was, you know, when, when she had, I guess, I was going to say when she, hmm, hmm, okay, never mind. <laughs> I was going to ask, like, when she decided to uh, to trade sides, um, but, I mean, I guess it's when she told Jack, I mean, uh, about the whole thing. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, I guess maybe the question is why did she decide to change sides? Uh, did she, I guess she thought she'd have a better chance getting off the island with the Losties. Yeah, and I mean, I think she already didn't like Ben. Mm-hmm. Um, and she thought, uh, yeah, here's another group. Like these guys better, and yeah, maybe maybe I have a better shot. They really want to get rescued, sort of. And so uh, I like these guys better, or I like Jack better. Oh. Ooh, saucy. <laughs> uh, a little bit from column A and a lot from column B. Uh-oh. Column B is overflowing. Uh, that Jack, he's a charmer when he's not killing He's a charmer. Dog. He's what? When he's not killing himself. Yeah, well, that's kind of charming too, I think. Oh, okay. Well, maybe it is. <laughs> In Bizarro World. Whoa! Yeah, you didn't see that coming. No, I didn't. Uh, so, at this point, Hurley comes up to them. Hey, yo, God, wait up. Uh, 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 uh. I'm the Hurley Meister. routine from the last episode. Yeah, exactly. Trying to trying to jump on board everybody else's plan. Come on, get your own plan. Let me come along, please. Yeah, please. I'm Hurley. You got floppy hair. <laughs> yeah, no, Hurley. Floppy hair, man. Look, flop. Look, flop. man. Flop, flop. It goes to this side. A boom ahead. It goes to this side. It's floppy. I just feel bad for Hurley, though. I have to admit. Yeah. I don't well, know. They, they, I mean, how could you not with what they said to him? I yeah. Mean, you know. Uh, and that's the and thing. he just wants to help. Yeah. Just wants to help. Well, this one I thought was really weird. Like he goes, "Look, Charlie won't let Charlie wouldn't let me go with him. Jack's too busy. Jack's too busy leading to even talk to me. I just want to help, please." I'm like, "Jack's too busy to even talk to me. What? Are you a baby? Like, what kind of Jack is a little busy? Yeah, seriously, like leading everyone to safety." 
uh, and you're you're a little upset that he won't talk to you. Like it's just it was just a weird thing. Like Jack won't even talk to me. Like I don't know. It came off as sort of a whiny, sort of a whiny thing to say. Yeah. Uh, kind of weird. Uh, but um, yeah, it, it was sort of sad. I mean, that's the thing. To a certain degree, you know, I think they're right. I mean, he's. Yeah, of course. You know, this scene and the scene with Charlie were, were, were was leading up to. Um, they were leading up to uh, his his big rescue at the end. With right. The band. So you know, whatever. But um, yeah, it, I felt sorry for him too when they were sort of berating him about his size and everything. And and he's you know, if Bernard's just a dentist, I mean, what's Hurley? Yeah. You're just a chicken shack guy like i don't know you're just a millionaire lottery winner guy that nobody knows about i wonder if someday any someone on the island will actually believe him when he says that oh we can only hope we can only hope and stay tuned i play these numbers you see yeah 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 all right yeah but they're cursed yeah well we know did um this may be a stupid question, but I just I don't have a great memory. Um, oh, okay. I was gonna say he had to have had though. Uh, did Hurley saw the 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 numbers right in the in the Swan Hatch, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. He saw him on the outside. Uh, he saw him on the outside, but did he see? Did he know? Did he see them input in the computer? I, he must have known. Because uh, I don't remember when, but in in the Dave episode, Dave mentions that the code is the numbers. So mm-hmm. since Dave okay. is, you know, him, <laughs> he must have known. Yeah. But, uh, but I, I don't remember specific. I mean, he was in the hatch. Like, you know, he had that, that episode where he was trying to take care of the food. Oh, God. Um, so, what a weird, bad episode. So I think he, I think he did find out um, okay. at some point. I don't remember when. But we never saw him actually react to the fact that the numbers are <laughs> is, the, is the code for the computer. No, you know he uh, he he got his reaction out of the way with the numbers being on the outside of the hatch. Um, yeah, which they really shouldn't have been. But uh, they, sh- they really, really, really shouldn't have been, and it makes absolutely no sense if you think about it. Completely ridiculous. I I forgot the code. I'll just go outside the hatch and look. It's mm-hmm. it's like welded in there. All right, whatever. Yeah, I don't think weld's the right term, but uh, yeah, you're right. Oh, whatever you call it when you burn something into metal. I don't know. I would say it was etched in there, but maybe that's even wrong. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I would, weld is when you like put stuff together. Weld right? is when you yeah you put two two things burn together like metal together. Yeah. Yeah. Oh well. Oh, boy. Yeah, I don't don't know what the word is for that. If anyone knows the correct adjective, please email us, lostlowdown at gmail.com. My brain said hot metal, and that was the first word that came to mind. Your brain said hot metal? Hot metal. Oh, hot metal. Yeah. (laughs) You got a strange brain, my friend. Yeah, well, you know. Hot metal. (laughs) Hot metal. Hot metal. Because that's how they'd have to put the numbers in. Uh, they'd have to be hot. Metal. <laughs> I'd just see you at the bank. Yes, I'd like to make a hot metal. <laughs> no. That's my brain said. It just said hot metal. Oh. <laughs> uh, um, Full trip inside the mind of your humble co-host. Yes, yes. Thank you.
very, very, very well. Very, uh, okay, I don't know what to say. Besides uh, the fact that Alex and Ben are in the next scene. They've stopped. Uh, ben is consulting his map, and he says, uh, if we head north, we should get to him before they reach the tower. Alex uh, says, why did you let me come? And he goes, I let you come because I'm delivering you to your new family. I let you come, I let you come because you betrayed me, Alex. Oh, God. Um, oh, God. Oh, God. I just realized what that line sounds like. Um, that line, uh, oh, God, what did, he, what did she say? Uh, oh, God, I suck. Um, Is this lost? Hold, please, while I search. Um, can you entertain the masses for a second? Yeah, give me a topic. Um, uh, uh, talk about uh, 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 cantaloupe and why it's not good very often. Okay, the thing about cantaloupe, um, it's it's what they call um, a type four fruit, um, and type four fruits, uh, unlike apples, oranges, and bananas. Uh, which are type one, two, and three, respectively. Um, the way the way that the vacuoles in the uh, in their cells grow, it uh, stores different amounts of of the sugar, you know, which is basically the uh, you know the fructose, uh, the fruit sugar, and uh, it's dispersed in a different pattern depending on how the cells grow in the cantaloupe versus the type one, two, and three fruits, where the dispersal pattern is more uniform. Uh, that's why, you know, if you have an apple, you know, an, an apple is going to taste the same, you know, of, you know, that kind of apple is going to taste the same when you get that kind of apple again, same with an orange and a, and a banana. But with the type 4 cantaloupes, um, <laughs> oh my God. Pretty, pretty good, huh? <laughs> yeah, I've been ready for a while. I just decided to let you go. Um, I, I could have gone longer. The type uh, 4 cantaloupe. I, uh, I was really pulling stuff out of the air with that one, but uh, hopefully I think I sold it pretty well. I agree. I agree. That's um that's a good good thing for you to do. Um I'm like I'm like, what? How can I explain that? And I'm like <laughs> trying to pull out scientific words and I'm like vacuole, yeah, yeah. I think I don't even know if plants have vac plant cells have vacuoles. <laughs> no. I think they do. Man, I couldn't even really pay attention because I was doing my search. And, uh, oh, we'll yeah, go back and listen to it. it I didn't good. even get to hear all the good stuff, but uh, oh, yeah, I'll have to go back and listen to that. All right, so anyway, I found what I was talking about. It's this line from DFC that Juliet says to Son, um, uh, I'm helping you because I want to tell you that you and your husband got pregnant before you came here. I'm helping you because I want to give good news again. Like that whole thing, like, I'm doing this because blah, blah, blah. I'm doing this because blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, oh. it's like the same kind of like repeating the first part twice thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It just seems like a some kind of yeah, I see. writing like a, template or something. Like yeah, fill in exactly. The, fill in the verb and fill in the reason. Yeah. You know, and I thought I thought the bigger the bigger revelation was that he's delivering her to the new family. And I was I'm like, why did they have that line first? Like, you know, I was thinking, I let you come because you betrayed me, which we already know. Yeah. And then I let you come because I'm delivering to you to your new family, and that would have been like what, you know? But um, I mean, it's still kind of like what, you know? But um. Yeah. What? Well, you betrayed me is the stronger one, so I can I can see why they put it second. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, delivery. But it's not a revelation. It's not a revelation, but it is. But it is stronger. Yeah. So um. 
I could see it going the other way, but uh, but I'm not surprised. Like you betrayed me. Like ending on that, sure, why not? Yeah, you locked Carl in a cage. Oh, oh you know maybe that's why they switched it because the you locked Carl in a cage. Oh, uh, it goes a lot better with after you betrayed me. Then I'm delivering you to new family. You locked Carl in the cage. Yeah, like doesn't really sync up. Yeah, yeah, that's true. There we go. Mystery solved. Look at that. Sometimes you solve them. Sometimes you solve them. Two down, now 586 right. to go. Keep keep track at home, folks. <laughs> that wasn't the right number. but uh, No, I think it was 5,000 last time. Yeah. But, uh, hey, we didn't yeah. solve that many. No, we didn't. Um, she said, you like calling the cage. You put him in a room and tried to brainwash him. I didn't want to get him. I didn't want you to get him pregnant. Wait. <laughs> Uh-oh. I didn't want him to get you pregnant. Just trying to do my bin voice. Okay, that's a weird voice. That's how he sounds, though. It's like, I said, oh, they overreacted. Does he sound like that? I don't know. Um, You know, I think you mentioned this. Did you mention that the, that idea last podcast? I don't remember what podcast it was. Um, It may have been the last one, but I did. Yeah, I think it was the last one, but I did have that theory just pop into my head because it just seemed obvious. Uh, to me, I, I hate it. And uh, and I'm like, wow, yay, I was right. But, yeah, I agree. It's kind of crappy. Yeah, all of that because, you, I mean, have you ever heard of, like, I mean, that's the thing. Alex Alex knows that if she gets pregnant, she's going to die. Mm-hmm. And Carl knows that, too. So why they would do anything to get pregnant uh, you know, and maybe, maybe that, you know, the, it doesn't, you know, that's not the point whether or not they would do it, but he just doesn't want to take them to take the chance at all. Yeah. Which is a valid point. Um, but to go that far to prevent something that the people involved should be trying to prevent. Um, and uh, and then the brainwashing thing, yeah, I suppose I overreacted is an understatement. Yeah. Uh, and, and the fact that they, they tied up that, that that whole thing with this one line, mm-hmm. or these two lines, I'm like, What? You know, and we'll never hear about it again. The end, yeah. The end. Carl and Alex, the the true story. You know, and and yeah, that's that's, and he should know. I mean, you know, you try to keep you know two people away from each other. They just want to be together more. Yeah. Did he, did he not ever read Romeo and Juliet? Hello. Come on, did they not deliver that to him on the island? Hey, sure. With the food, with the food drop. Mhm. Yeah, I mean, uh, obviously, uh, yeah. His plan, I mean, he needed to brainwash Alex too. She was, she was just running amok. Yeah, she really was building outriggers and building holes in the ground. Seems like she needed it more than Carl, but uh, right. But hey, whatever, you know, whatever works for you. But I agree. I mean, it seems. I remember way back when uh, it all seemed so mysterious. Um, mm-hmm. It's really such a such a ridiculously simple explanation. That's why it occurred to me like theories like that are the kind that I think of because they're just sort of obvious and like you know simple. Yet crappy. Yet crappy. <laughs> That's my theory. Hey. So, if they come, if they turn out to be true, then there's no harm done. So, um, in a way, I was glad uh, to be right about something, but uh, yeah, it's bittersweet because I, I do think it's crappy. 
And it, it makes me wonder, what was the brainwashing supposed to do? I mean, it, it seemed like the brainwashing was trying to convince him to, you know, uh, respect Jacob and, and all these other, like, random ideas. It wasn't like, don't have sex with people, you know, don't yeah. have sex with my daughter, you know, or like, you know, it seems like the brainwashing was not geared not- towards what he wanted it to do. Right. You know, um, there, I don't know. I don't know. There's nothing more to talk about, I guess, because it's that's that's it. There's the explanation. Yeah. But it, it just sucks. It does. It does. So then, then Alex says, you know, she's calling him Ben this entire episode. Yeah. Uh, and I, um, I went and looked back, and she called him Dad. You know, a lot, several times throughout. You know, her stint on the show. Yeah. And then, uh, of course, there's that one where she's like Dad or whatever. <laughs> um. <laughs> Uh, but she's calling him Ben, and you know, in the, in the last episode, um, she she asks Carl, you know, when when she goes to see him uh, in his little hideaway location, you know, is he really my father? Yeah. And I'm like, why is she asking that? I don't think we talked about that last podcast. Yeah, we did. Oh, did we? We did. <laughs> and uh, and the prevailing theory is that somehow uh, her conversation with Saeed uh, is what uh, planted the oh, seeds in her right. mind. That's right. Yeah, it was just, it was like, I thought about that when I was watching this, because I was like, oh, she's calling him Ben this whole time. Is he even, is he really my father? Like, what? Why are you yeah. thinking that? But, uh, of course, she's right. Um, yeah. I think. I would assume. <laughs> I think she's um, right. Yeah. Well, what was, to, to me, what was weird about, you know, the reunion with Rousseau and Alex, you know, she goes, you know, this is your mother, uh, you know, and I just was like, yeah, but that doesn't mean you're not a father, you know. Mm-hmm. It, you know, that would mean Rousseau's story wasn't true or accurate. Yeah. But I'm like, still doesn't mean you're not the father just because that's your mother. Yeah. But yeah. uh but yeah, I I I'll buy that that's that's what we're supposed to believe and that's that's the case that he just took her and raised her as his own. Yeah. I think the the late Robert was uh was her father. Robert, yeah. Now, I can't wait to see. Oh, I can't wait to see that her flashback and see how was it was it a Montan off his arm. Yeah, I can't, I can't wait to see who 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 plays Montan. <laughs> it's a great name. <laughs> that was a good name. Yeah, yeah. That's that's one of those things. Uh, like in Man Behind the Curtain, when we got to see the Purge, one of those like momentous lost event. Mm-hmm. That uh, one, yeah, it's one of the big ones. Yeah, like seeing that stuff will be pretty cool whenever they get to that. But yeah, I pretty much, I believe her story. So, um, you know, there, there are those out there, um, who, you know, I think are crazy, but Hey, you know, there's room for everybody here on this show. Um, (laughs) I beg to differ. (laughs) Uh, who thinks that Annie is Danielle somehow, uh, little Annie from, uh, the man oh, in the curtain really? episode, yeah, that somehow that's Danielle, and uh, and so she really is. Um, so you know, Ben really is her dad, and all that stuff. Well, okay, that doesn't make any sense. Um, I'll buy that. I mean, I, I I was I was going along with the idea that Annie might be Rousseau, even though that's really preposterous. But that that still doesn't make any sense. Why that Ben would be. Alex's father, because to me the only way Alex 
I mean, uh, Dan. <laughs> Getting names confused. Annie. I want to say Danny. Annie can be Danielle. Um, the only way I would buy that is if they tried to convince us that, you know, right before, or not even right before, but like when Dan, when, <laughs> when Annie was young, she left the island and then went to France, uh, where she grew up. Um, yeah. And then somehow forgot or something about her time on the island or I don't know what uh, was adopted or changed name. I don't know what. Something like that happened. And then when she came back, she didn't have really any memory of that. Or Yeah. Uh, but I won't buy that. She she grew up on the island and then, like, like I mean, what are you even saying? Like, she left before the purge or something and then went to France and got an accent and became a scientist. And then came back and met Ben again, and then and then they had sex, and then she got pregnant. Like she would have died, like if she got pregnant on the island. So like, I'll admit I don't know the specifics of the theory, but okay. my impression was that they were saying that Annie hung around the island the whole time, didn't get killed in the purge, had a kid with Ben, and like made a, and somehow got ostracized and came up with the Rousseau persona. <laughs> And there's also there's also those who think Rousseau is like a mole for the other, <laughs> mm-hmm. and so um, those people would would stomp in and say, oh she you know she's just working for the others and whatever. It's it all gets too silly for me. But yeah, um, to me there's only there's only real like one sort of obvious thing that that makes her seem like a mole, which I don't think she is obviously, but uh, you know when. You know, she's the one who found who found Ben and yeah. sort of delivered delivered him to them. Her delivered him to them, kind of in a way. So I mean, I could look at that and say, okay, well, one check in the mole category or something. Yeah. But the, everything else that's been going on, you know, uh, she she just does not seem like a mole. Makes no sense. Not at all. Um. Uh. I mean. <sighs> I, I mean, I might buy that she had some relationship to Dharma or something like that. Um, but not necessarily that she was a Dharma member, but something, something less specific than that. But, um, I, but I, 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 you know, I'll, I believe her story until we find out otherwise. So, yeah. Yeah. I believe her story. Obviously, you know, she's been deceptive at, at various times, but, um, but yeah, I, 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 I pretty much trust what, what she was saying. Um, mm-hmm. much like Juliet, you know, she has to lie occasionally, but, um, but I do trust her. Mm-mm-mm. Um. Okay, you ready for the next scene? I. Why oh, don't we just oh, let oh. them leave? Oh, yeah, boy. sorry, I forgot. I forgot about that. I meant to bring that up. I just um, read that line. Why do you have to stop them? Why won't you just let them leave? And I was like, man, this is this is what I want to know. This is a huge question. Yeah. Please give me an answer. It's a great question, and and here comes a here comes a great answer. Because I can't, Alex. Oh shit. Yeah. Uh, you know, I love the writers, but but do I have to say it? <laughs> um. You don't like the line? Yeah, I hate the line. It's oh, horrible. Okay. It's a cop-out. 
it's it's anti-writing. It's the opposite of writing. It's uh, it's the antithesis of writing. It's mm-hmm. the bane of writing's existence. When writing gets near <laughs> it, it sucks it in. Yeah, if and writing turns it into and nothing. If writing in this line were to occupy the same space in the same time, they would uh, they would explode. Mm-hmm. They would annihilate each other. Yeah, it's 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 such a non-answer. Um, why won't you? Because I can't. Then oh, the next right? question is, why can't you? Yeah. <laughs> it's just because like, I won't. This exactly. It's just dodging with uh, dodging with verbs. Mm-hmm. You know. <laughs> why shouldn't you? Because I, <laughs> because I couldn't. Yeah. Why can't you? Because I wouldn't. <laughs> why wouldn't you? Because I won't. <laughs> <laughs> it all goes back to the beginning. Yeah, because I, I think it's a good question, you know. Um, and I like that they asked it. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's a very, very disappointing answer. Um, to me, um, I think the reason he won't let them leave, I, I think it's more, it's not that he won't let them leave. Well, I think there's two things. I think there's two categories for me. One, yeah. one is the idea that um, that maybe he really just doesn't want them to leave. But I don't really buy that. I, my other the other category for me is that it's not that he doesn't want them to leave. He just doesn't want anyone coming to the island. And mm-hmm. that the biggest, the easiest way for them to get rescued is if someone comes to the island. So especially since you know, not only does he want does not want general people knowing about the island, but he doesn't want who's ever out there with Naomi trying to find the island. Right. Um. And 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 maybe another part of that is that if they do get rescued, um you know, they're going to be going out there saying, hey, there's this island that we yeah. were on, and then people are going to know that it exists. People are going to know, you know, the people who are looking for it are going to, you know, they're really going to know it's out there. Um, so for all those reasons and more, I think that's why he sort of can't. Um, that's my opinion. I think I think there's that. I think there's also, you know, this whole pregnant women thing. Um, and so I think, uh, I think he doesn't want them to leave, um, mm-hmm. the women at least. Um, you know, for for that whole fertility problem thing. You know, that's what's weird to me about the fertility thing is that, you know, Juliet was really close to leaving in Man from Tallahassee, and if she would have left, uh, I mean, the, the whole fertility research would have been gone, right? I mean, who else there would have been able to continue that whole thing? <laughs> Uh, and it, so it seemed like he was ready to drop that, but then of course she she didn't leave, and so it, she like picked it back up because I guess the opportunity was there to do so. But it seemed like he had you know if if he was going to let her go, he had relegated himself to not solving that mystery. Yeah. You know, unless he was going to try to get someone else out there in the world to come help or something. I don't know. Uh, but it just seemed like they had dropped it because she was going to leave, and then now all of a sudden it's more important than ever. <laughs> oh God. Don't say that phrase. <laughs> um, what, all of a sudden? I No. No, that's a joke. Oh. Good. I thought you meant it. Um, yeah. Pushing the button's more important now than ever. <laughs> really, is it? <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, I, I, well, I don't think he wanted Juliet to leave. Um, but he he had that whole thing with Locke where, like, if, you know, I don't want him to leave, and Jack, too, but um, uh, if I, if I, I, but I gave my word, and I can't break my word in front of my people, 
Um, but uh, but uh, but I also don't want him to leave, and so I forgot I forgot that whole spiel. But he yeah, he didn't yeah he didn't want any of his people to leave, but uh, you know including Juliet. But he can't break his word and keep them there. Yeah. Uh, so it's like which is the lesser of the two evils, uh, as it were. Uh, but but my, I mean I agree. I don't think he wanted him to leave. Wanted her to leave, but if he's going if he was going to let her leave, which is what he's going to do, then it it seems to follow that he was going to be like, well, I can't, I can't do this project anymore. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I would guess maybe he'd try to recruit somebody else or something. Um, yeah. Continue the thing. Oh, well, Juliet's a lost cause. I mean, how, who else out there is more qualified than Juliet Burke? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> There's got to be somebody else out there who can get a male mouse pregnant. Hey, I don't know, man. I tried before. <laughs> the mouse said, no, thank you. <laughs> That's creepy for two reasons. Uh, that's like an old school joke. Yeah. Um, that's creepy for two reasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, only two? Only or at two. Least two. Okay. Well, okay, two exactly maybe at least two. two. Two that I'm thinking of at the moment. Perhaps there are more. <laughs> uh, greater than or equal to two. Yeah. Okay, I'll buy that. <laughs> I just thought of another reason why it's creepy. <laughs> That maybe you're already thinking of, but I wasn't thinking of it. Now that I am, it's disturbing. Uh, so let's c- continue on and All get right. off the topic. Uh, <laughs> I thought you were gonna say what it was, but no, that's a mystery for you at home to figure out. Yeah, yeah. Um, you guys don't want to know what I was thinking. <sighs> I don't want to know what I was thinking. Um, so the next scene, um, Locke wakes up in the Dharma grave. Um, which is awesome because I forgot about him <laughs> until, they, until they showed you him. You forgot about Locke? I, I was so wrapped up in everything else. You know, I, I just had in the back of my head that, that, that we'd get to him eventually. But uh, but when he showed up, I'm like, oh, yeah, Locke. What's he up to? Uh, bleeding, apparently. Bleeding. <laughs> uh, being paraplegic again. Um, again. Oh, no. Locked. That was so season one. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> um. So anyway, he 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 he's been ble- he's bleeding from the you know the gunshot wound. Uh, did, did he shoot him twice? Uh. No, I think I think he just shot him once. You sure? Yeah, I think so. Once, once, once to knock him in there, and then once when he was in there. I don't think he huh. shot him once he was in there. Uh, maybe, he threatened oh, maybe I was him. thinking. Oh, that's right. He just threatened him. Okay. So anyway, uh, he's been bleeding a lot. Uh, he and his legs aren't working again. Um, and then he sees a gun in a holster of one of the bodies, um, which is fully loaded. Uh, it's a revolver with mm-hmm. six bullets. Um. And he takes the gun and, you know, aims it at his head. He's ready to put himself out of his misery. Yeah. Uh, now, let's talk about that real quick. Okay. Why? Well, you know, why not? <laughs> uh, I won't leave it at that. Um, two points. Two points. Uh, uh, but that, that that is my point, I guess. Uh, I, I think in that situation, you know, like – in a real life situation like that, obviously, you know, on this island, there's all sorts of other considerations. But, you know, uh-huh. you're you're lying in a ditch, you're shot, you can't move your legs. 
Um, you know, if what are you gonna do? Just sit there and like? Um, I would high? give it more than I would give it more than five minutes of thought before I decided to kill myself. I, uh, I would I would probably give it more than that too. But you know, uh, to me it seemed like he was searching. I mean, like, I I guess to me what's missing in this scene is is the contemplation of what he should do. Uh, of the like, you know, the the gravity of the fact that he's gonna kill himself. It was just like. Oh, my legs aren't working. There's a gun. Let me die. Like it wasn't like. Oh, maybe I can get my legs back working. Oh, maybe I can climb out of this ditch. Maybe I can call for help. Like none of that happened, and he was just gonna kill himself. And it seemed to me like that means that he was already close to doing that before, or something. You know what I mean? Where he didn't he didn't need to contemplate it. Where that was already always a thought in the back of his head, or something like that. You know? I don't, I really don't know how to take that. Um, besides the fact that it's you know, it's supposed to be dramatic, and then, of course, he gets saved. Yeah. Uh, you know, right before he does it. Um, and then I thought to myself, how realistic is it that this body that's been laying in there for 30-something years has a gun that's, that, you know, the others wouldn't have taken that gun, you know? They just, they're just just going to leave it there, but, you know, plot contrivance, you know. I'll Definitely. You know, um... And, like, how long are we supposed to believe he's been lying there? You know, I mean, that was... That was a while ago when he got knocked in there, and you know this appears to be present day. So, you know, wait, he got knocked. Well, he just woke up. So, I mean, what are you supposed to believe? He just slept. Like, uh, hey, Desmond, Desmond, like <laughs> twelve to twenty-four hours. So, for a hit, a hit in the head, I can buy that Locke was out for a while. Locke was what was it? Um, it's a lot like behind the, the curtain thing. It was Man Behind the Curtain, right? Yeah. And that was what, two episodes ago? Yeah, it was, uh, yeah. So, I mean, he's been in there. Two episodes ago, but, uh, yeah. It was number 20. Yeah, and this is 22, right? Yeah. Okay, that's what I mean by two episodes ago. Okay. Um, and I, which, which means, you know, Two, two or three days. I don't know how many days those episodes are supposed to be off the top of my head. Yeah. But, uh, you know, uh, a day, but I, yeah, I know what you mean. I think it's like the Desmond thing. It's like, well, you're not really supposed to consider the fact that there's been a lot of time that's passed. Um, yeah, but actually, like, was, last time we saw him, that's where he was. So, you and, know. Yeah, and, and the other thing about that is there's no, there's no outside influence to really give us a sense of time. So it could have been soon after. Um, and that, you know, that was sort of a flashback. Yeah, uh, and he just took, like, days to... Yeah, he just took some time, something. you know, took him... And that's the thing, he had the trek to where they were, and so, you know, and he was, you know, he was on the yeah. other side of the island, so... Yeah. It would have taken him some time to get over there anyway, mm-hmm. you know, so... Because it took the Losties, like, a day at least. Um, yeah. So... So I'll buy that. The time doesn't time deal doesn't really matter. I mean, doesn't really bother me. Um. So anyway, oh, you know, the whole, but the I, whole, like, yeah. I guess I can understand. Like, it is a hopeless situation, and uh, uh, you know, <laughs> his his legs have failed him and and then worked before. And I just the idea that okay, they don't work now, therefore I should just kill myself. Well, I agree. He should have waited, but just like the idea in general doesn't like seem ridiculous to me. Um, okay, I'll, the idea in general, you're stuck in a ditch, your legs don't work. Yeah, I'll buy that. But in, in, in context, I don't I don't buy it. I mean, maybe it was too quick, but, you know, eh, we weren't going to sit there and see him contemplating. 
but the, the, like, like I said, it's not only the quickness; it's the fact that this has happened before. And, he's, and my point is, if he's killing himself because his legs don't work, like he, there's been times before when his legs stopped working and then they worked again. So don't yeah. kill yourself now. Like, give it some time before it's gonna work. You know. Oh, uh, I agree. I agree. You know what I mean? Uh, it'd be different if like they didn't work and this was the first time. Uh, I'd probably buy it a little bit more if this was the first time. And he thought, oh, now i got to go back to this. But he's gone back. He's flip-flopped before. So. Yeah. He's, you know, he's an all-or-nothing guy. He's he's uh, he's 100% gung-ho, and then he just completely, you know, goes the other direction. Mm-hmm. So I guess, like, I lost my legs. I guess they're gone forever. Oh, well. <laughs> uh, but what if they're not locked? Oh, but what if they are, <laughs> Jack? Yeah, but they aren't. It's never been easy. It's never been easy. Don't tell me what I can't do. <laughs> all right, all right. Um, so he's about to shoot himself in the head uh, when, lo and behold, <gasps> a little angel comes. A little angel. Put the gun down, Mr. Locke. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he doesn't say Does he that, really say I, I was going to say No, he doesn't say that. Ms. Locke, what you doing? Put the gun down, Mr. Locke. Um, I wish he would have said that. Uh, but no, he just says, put the gun down, and then Locke says, Walt. <gasps> then he says, now get up, John. He shot me, and I can't move my legs. You can move your legs. Now get out of the ditch, John. Why? Because you have work to do. Ooh. You got some messes to clean up. Ooh. Um, end of part one. End of part one. And, you know, Locke smiles, and it was great. And seeing Walt uh, was awesome. Uh, did not ever think I would see him this soon. <laughs> Me either. <laughs> In a whole season, but still this soon. And I do want to point out the very, very interesting fact that he is wearing the exact same clothes that he was wearing when we last saw him at the end of season two. Oh, really? You checked up on that, didn't I, you? I went and looked at because I, I looked at him and I and I said, I, I just I was like I I wonder what he's like how they're trying to present this. And so I was like, I wonder if his clothes are the same. And I went and looked back, and he's wearing that same shirt. I mean, what he's wearing back then is like it's like dirty or something, and what he's wearing now is like new and nice looking. Mm-hmm. But it's the same like you know sort of grayish neutral color shirt with a yellow stripe through the middle. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's you know they're supposed to be the same thing. So it's interesting, um, which you know to me lends lends the idea that uh, that it's not the real Walt. Oh yeah, I definitely. Don't think yeah. I mean, not even in the sense that he teleported there with his power. Oh, 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 okay. You know what I mean? Right, right. Um, yes, I agree. I agree. I don't think it's the real Walt that way either. Yeah. Of course, we'll but always wonder about other real Walts, but... Uh, mm-hmm. uh, it's Walt- kind of like the last image Locke has of Walt was wearing those clothes, and of course he wasn't, you know, 14 or 15, however old the actor is now. Yeah. Uh, and he wasn't but, actually there either, but, uh, yeah. Well, I mean, I don't, when was the last time he saw Walt? I, I mean, I know he wasn't, though. I mean, I know he wasn't, uh, at the, at the dock, but the last time was, he saw uh, Walt was before he left. Before he left. Before, before Walt, before, um, before Walt got kidnapped, before they went on the raft. Oh, the first one. Okay. Yeah. 
first finale. The first finale, yeah. Before, like, sometime before that would have been the last time. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. It oh, may yeah. have been, like, don't open it or something like that. That may have don't been Don't open it, Mr. Locke. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and it's interesting that he's calling them, you know, he's calling them John now this whole time. Yeah. Um, which I think also lends itself to the idea that it's not, it's not the real wall. And kind of taking a bit of a menacing tone. Mm-hmm. He's not speaking nicely. The real wall wasn't this, like, cold. Yeah. You can move your legs. You can move your legs. Don't tell me you can't move your legs. I'll move your legs for you if you, think you can't move your legs. <laughs> yeah, he's... Um, um, he he reminds me of of Yemi um, in in the mm-hmm. last Echo flashback, sort of the more the, the meaner Yemi, mm-hmm. you know, not the not the nicer Yemi, like you know, whatever, go help somebody yeah. or whatever. The like, yeah, you must confess. Yeah, he, he wasn't that mean, but he was he was in some sort of middle ground there. Yeah, he was more authoritative than like mean. He was just like you know. Supportive, but like not like coddling. Yeah, it was. It, he know? was stern. It wasn't. Stern, it wasn't. Yeah. Um, I agree. It wasn't mean, but uh, yeah, there there was something something about it that that wasn't Walt's personality. It was. It was. It was a very. He had a very assured take on what he was saying. Like he, you can move. You got to do this. You got. You know, like yeah. he wasn't, he's giving orders, kind of thing. But um, yeah, wow, Walt. Walt so back. I mean, I, when they when the credits rolled, I saw Malcolm and David Kelly, so um, I knew he'd show up somehow. Oh, um, you, oh, you got spoiled. Yeah, I got spoiled. Unfortunately, that's the way it goes. I was happy to see it because I'm like, wow, I don't know how he's gonna fit into this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but uh, I should have guessed. <laughs> <laughs> when you can't think of how they're gonna fit in, it's probably a vision. It's probably a vision. Yeah, the same. Yeah, the same thing happened with when Boone came back. Mm-hmm. Or when Ian Summerholder came back, I should say. Please, please. Yeah, it's either a flashback or a vision. That's mm-hmm. all we got. But I guess Walt's not dead, so he he could come back some other way. But uh, Boone, no way. Um, yeah. Libby and all those other people. Um. Uh. So. So, uh, who do you, who do you think this is? Um, I think like you know, like we brought up, I think it's it's Jacob slash Smokey slash the Island. This is this is Jacob Smokey Island. Okay, mm-hmm. all right. Because I I was curious. Um, yeah, I, I guess <laughs> I was trying to think of how to like one one name for Jacob Smokey Island, and I'm and I'm like, okay, how about an acronym? And I'm you know changing them around. I'm like. J-I-S. I'm like, no, we shouldn't call him that. No? <laughs> no. What's wrong with... Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Cause, like, Jacob Smokey, I don't, I'm like, J-S-I, okay, you can't... That's not a real name. How about yeah. J-I-S? Ooh. Let's not, let's not call them that. How about uh, Just Smiling? <laughs> How about you continue with your point? Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, I think it's okay for one of those things. Anyway, um, uh, uh, it wasn't solidified in my mind before we did this podcast. I really didn't. I mean, 
Ben has that line where he interchanges Jacob and the island, but it wasn't clear to me. You know, Wald is behaving in a way that it seems like it seems like the island visions have behaved sometimes. Oh, and, yeah. and also the way, you know, smoky visions have behaved sometimes. Or mm-hmm. probably smoky visions, you know, and and so I got I got a little bit muddled about who this who this is that's uh that's doing this. But if they're all the same, I guess that really um ties it up nicely. Yeah. Um because uh, I just I wasn't clear on um and also, you know, Ben had that line after he shot Locke, like, Well, you know, after after Locke says, you know, that Jacob said help me, you know, Ben says, uh well, I hope he helps you now or something like that. Uh mm-hmm. um which made me think that this is Jacob. Um you know, that that line was was foreshadowing. Yeah. Not you know, by that. That Jacob would, would help him out. And, you know, and if Jacob wants help from Locke, and, and it would make sense that he would help Locke, you know, to the extent that he can. It's pretty weird that he lost the use of his legs, and then, like, Jacob, I guess, gives it back. Like, you know, what well, the fuck? That's I mean, what I want to talk about, too. That's really you know, weird. I think, I think off podcast, we, uh, you know, we talked about that thing where it seemed like he was going to kill himself because he lost his legs. Uh, but, you know, and then Jacob comes, and it's like, well, who, why did, I guess the real question is, why did he lose the use of his legs? I mean, yeah. it seems like it seems like he lost the use of his legs because, he sort of quit and gave up, but he couldn't give up because he lost the use of his leg. Yeah. And it's like, okay, it's a catch-22 there. You know, how do you jump in that circular thing mm-hmm. that's going on there? Um, and I guess maybe that was the writer's problem, too. They wanted both of those, but, they, you know, it's a chicken and the egg. You just got to decide which came first. Yeah, it doesn't seem fair. Later. I mean, it seems like it seems like he got shot and stuff and, like, you know, he hadn't had the chance to fail yet. Like, why mm-hmm. take away his legs at that point? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but uh, and it, and it just yeah, the way it played out, it seems like he gave up after the legs. So so, like based on the way it plays out, to me the big question is, you know, why why the legs got taken away? Yeah, only or, to or, be given back immediately. Or was it? Or was it a test? And it was okay. We'll take his legs away and see how he reacts. And then he reacts by by wanting to kill himself and quit. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, ooh, wrong reaction. Not let's a good. Stay, he didn't pass the test, but oh well. Let's stop him. Um, I don't know. I don't know how to reconcile the the, the series of events. Um, I think you know they wanted him to almost kill himself and Walt to save him. Um, yeah. I think that was probably the big thing and they just wrote the the events around that so i agree and like him him losing his legs the first time was really weird too Mm -hmm. um so i don't know it's but that's the thing when he lost you're talking about the boon incident yeah see that was the thing like he was he was using losing the use of his legs and then he you know quote unquote sacrificed boon and then got him back (laughs) and it seemed like he did what the island wanted him to do um and in this situation, like, you know, what 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 did he do wrong that they took that the island took his legs away for? Yeah, and if it was just uh, like ready to give him back to him in like you know a second, like mm-hmm. why even bother? You know, it just seems silly. And, and that kind of you know this kind of scene makes me think that there that there are two different forces going on on the island. You know, uh, there's there's you know maybe the island and and then 
Jacob slash Smokey or whatever combination you want to put yeah. of the three together. I guess um, there's like three. You know. Yeah. Uh, because they they but they that's the thing they pretty much said that Jacob is the the person who grants the the healing powers and has that ability. So if your legs aren't working, it should be Jacob's fault. You know. But then that so then that means okay, then Jacob took his legs away from him. Okay, then who's Walt supposed to be? Yeah. You know. I don't know. I think we can just go around and around on that one. I agree. I, I think um I think you're on the right track that they wanted Walt to save Locke from shooting himself. Mm-hmm. Um and uh and that was that was the main thing that they wanted to have happen and yeah, the other stuff is you know, eh <laughs> what are you gonna do with it? And maybe we can also look at this as, as um almost a lesson to Locke, you know, when he says, you know, I can't walk, and then he says, yeah, you can. Uh, maybe that's, maybe that'll come to play later, you know, if, if Locke is doubting himself or, or something happens and he thinks he can't do something, maybe he'll, he'll, you know, sort of mind over matter kind of thing, you mm-hmm. know. A little lesson uh, in positive thinking. Yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe we can look at it like that, like, your legs are only working because you, you know, you, you thought they weren't, or or maybe they're not working because you thought they wouldn't be, or something, or you were scared they wouldn't be, you know. And so, mm-hmm. he kind of his own insecurity and fear sort of paralyzed him, <laughs> literally <laughs> and uh, figuratively, of course. <laughs> <laughs> and it took and it took Walt to come and reassure him that everything was okay. Mhm, mhm. So let's look at it like that, because that way it makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Um, I, I I'd be willing to go with that. Good. Definitely. So um, I only have two more questions uh, for this episode. Oh. And they're pretty small. That ain't so many. No, it ain't. <laughs> um. Okay. Well. What do you What do you have? have? It. I I think I've all my questions are done. They've been cleverly woven into the fabric of the podcast. Nice, nice. I like to save a couple for the end. I would have, but I they just they all made their way in there. They were too cleverly woven. Yeah, so cleverly. Um, cleverly. It's so, a weird cleverly. name. Cleverly. Hmm. It's a yeah. Janice Cleverly, MD. Um, <laughs> does here's my question: Does Naomi really know what's going on, or is she just? doing a job just just on her rescue mission. What? I don't understand the question. Your Honor, okay. I don't understand the question. <laughs> Can counsel please restate the question, uh, <laughs> rephrase the question for the for the witness? Yes, Your Honor, I'm sorry. Um, sir, uh, let me put this as a five as a five year old could understand. Please. Um, what was that what was that from? Is that from a Die Hard movie, or is that from a pulp? Is that that's not from Pulp Fiction? Like, <laughs> what? there was some movie where the guy kept saying, "Tell me like I'm like I'm five years old." Oh, was that Con Air? Sorry, there's some action movie like that where like the guy kept keeps saying it. Explain it to me like I'm five. Mm, I don't. Okay, sorry. Know. Forgot you don't watch movies. But uh... not, not Pulp Fiction. It's. And I, I think it, I feel like it might be a Samuel L. Jackson thing, oh. which is why I'm thinking of Die Hard. Die Hard. And, and oh, I don't know. And then I'm thinking like Die Hard Cage. 3, then. 
Yeah, I don't know. My question is, does she know that there's something sinister going on with the rescue mission that maybe Widmore is... Okay, we got to talk about that, too. We didn't We didn't talk about that. Oh, is that what you were saying? Okay. Yeah. Totally like, is, is, she, is she just a woman doing a job, or does she know... <laughs> <laughs> is she just a, you know, a modern woman trying to make it in this male world, male-dominated society... <laughs> Getting getting what she could get with what she's got. <laughs> oh. Uh. oh, good. I'm glad she knew I was laughing. <laughs> yeah, I could tell pretty quickly what you're laughing at. Is she is she the new Mary Tyler Moore? <laughs> <laughs> I think so. Oh, I think she. <laughs> Naomi, the modern woman. The modern woman, epitomized. (laughs) She has the strength of a man, but she retains a delicate feminine sensibility. Mm Mm-hmm. So, you want to answer my question? Oh, uh, right. Uh, So, so what you're saying, um, to put it in another way, maybe, uh, is, uh, is whether Naomi is in on the, the, the larger mission behind her group, mm-hmm. or if she's just kind of, you know, uh, just like you said, she's just got a job, she's just doing her job. Mm-hmm. You know, That's she's, what I want to know. She's supposed to go, you know, find this island and, uh, you or find know, Desmond. And, or, yeah, or whatever, and she doesn't know any more than that. Yeah. Um, you think they're looking for Desmond? <laughs> oh, I guess I guess that's that's another point of contention. That's a, that's um, a, that's a big thing. And I, I forgot. I feel like maybe we should save that. Um, uh, yeah, you know, I forgot that. I was thinking that was her original, the original idea of why she was there was looking for Desmond. Yeah, uh, and that has something to do with the way I look at the group in general. But I think I can still answer your question without addressing that. Um. um hmm. So that's and that's another question, I guess is 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 she really looking for Desmond or not? Yeah. And, and you, you're thinking no. I'm thinking no. Yeah, no way. But then that leaves open the question of why she had the Desmond picture, the Desmond mm-hmm. Penny picture, and 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 had you know a super plausible story that mm-hmm. that went right along with what we might expect from from Penny after you know the season two finale and stuff. So. um you know, how does she know about that? How does she have that kind of cover story? Mm-hmm. You know, that's pretty strange. You know, uh, it's, it's actually really strange the more I think about it, and I, I definitely want to um, address that at some point. Well, yeah, and, I, and the only thing I'd want to say on that real quick is is I think, you know, the only person I can think of who, who might be behind the, the real, whatever the real mission is, is Penny's father. Yeah, so, you know, he, you know, he has access to some of that information, you know, obviously their relationship and, and that's his daughter. So, you know, personal effects like that, you know, I can see him, you know, getting. Um, yeah, the weird thing to me was, you know, if they're looking for the island, why do they think Desmond's on the island? But I guess that question goes back to Penny and, uh, you know, maybe he knows the same way Penny knows mm-hmm. um, that, that Desmond's on this island that they want to look for. Uh, it's 
all kinds of weird. It um, is all kinds of weird. It's, yeah. It's so many kinds of weird. There's like, I think there's there's 23 kinds of weird. At least. Uh, yeah, that I've seen. Oh, okay. And it's all of those kinds. Yeah. But to answer your question, I I don't know. I wish we knew. Um, you know, now with Naomi dead, um, I, I lament the fact that we'll never get to see the real her um, or never know if we did or not. Um uh, you know how much how much he knew about what she was doing. Yeah, um, I mean we could still find that out. You know, once we see the people who are, are her, you know, her bosses or her coworkers or whatever. You know, we can we can get some line about, you know, she yeah. kept her cover pretty well or something mm-hmm. or you know something like that. And you know, I'm not ruling out the fact that she's not alive. I mean, I don't think she's alive, but too many people like are seemingly dead and not. <laughs> Especially in this episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm if if, at if you, there Mikey. were another episode this season, I could see her being alive. But I think by next season, she ain't even gonna be around. Yeah. I, I don't think they're gonna they're gonna use that actress again. So um, so I don't think I think she's really dead. But uh, but uh, I guess like my my instinct from this episode is that she knew what was going on. Mhm. Um, I don't. I I have no basis for that. But that's that's what I was thinking when I was watching this episode. You know, it just doesn't make sense that that they're looking for this island, and so they say, "Well, just in case we get <laughs> captured or we get, you know, uh, around a group of people, uh, let's just use this cover story that I'm looking for Desmond David Hume, and uh, and and blah 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 blah. Like it just doesn't make any sense. And and why would you? Um, I mean, why are they even? I mean, why was why were they even searching at night in the first place? I mean, you don't you don't do a search you search and rescue at night. I mean, that doesn't make any sense to begin with. Um, so there's the first problem. Uh, I mean, you might do a reconnaissance mission, some sort of secret mission at night. You know, I can buy that. But like a search a search and rescue mission and, and at night, you know, I'm not. Uh, a Coast Guard official, so whatever. I don't know. But, uh, what? Yeah, I know. And it's not on my business card oh. either, so don't look for it there, folks. That's good. Don't want to make um, that thing too long. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's already huge. Yeah. My business card, my business card. Yeah, yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> right. Whew, can't say it fast enough. Um... <laughs> So I guess we can speculate more about what's going on with her in the next in the next segment uh, of the podcast. Um, I I guess I want to believe. I mean, she's you know I I, I guess I want to believe that she doesn't really know what's going on. She thinks it's a rescue mission. Uh, she's been told that they are looking for for. Um, uh, Desmond, that that's kind of the cover story, and that's you know that they that they tell whoever might ask, you know, as as to the reason why they're searching and doing operations in that area. Um, but in fact, they're really you know the higher ups know they're really trying to find the island. Uh, so that's what I want to believe that she she was just sort of innocent and she was just doing her job, um, and that she really didn't know. Uh, considering the fact that. 
you know, I feel like if she was if she was in on it, that we would have got some more hints about that before she died, you know, some like some sort of strange looks or behavior from her or something uh, to kind of hint at that a little bit. Uh, but now, and but we didn't, and now she's dead, and it's like, well, you know, like you said, the only way we're going to find out is through a third party, yeah. whether she was in on it or not. So to me, I kind of feel like she she wasn't in on it. She was just doing her job, and that the, the that when she when she gives that story of looking for Desmond, it's to her, it's true. She, she believes that, it. She believes it. Um, and I'll, and just think it's a weird, it's a fine line, but I would buy that versus everyone with with this rescue mission, you know, uh, is in on it, and they just decide, oh, just tell people we're trying to find Desmond. Because here's a copy of your standard issue Desmond and Penny photo. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're almost, I mean, you know, they're kind of the same thing. I mean, one is everybody knows that's the cover story, and then one is, you know, she thinks that's what's going on. I mean, it's weird in both cases Mm -hmm. um, to use that as a cover story. Just in one case, it's not weird for some of the individuals because they don't know. Yeah, I think, you know, it makes sense that, you know, Desmond's obviously missing. The real world knows that Desmond is missing. Um, and that he was on this solo race. And so they could, they, I could see them saying, you know, Widmore, who, whatever organization, saying, okay, this is where, you know, his his trajectory was or his course was, and this is the, the grid in which we should be searching, which, you know, they know it just so happens to correlate to where the island is supposed to be. Um, so, I mean, that's, that's how I can reconcile that, because I can see them actually, you know, that actually being a good cover, you know. Because, because say, for instance, Desmond went missing, like, you know, in the Arctic or something like that, you know, way far away, and, and then the others captured him and brought him to the island. And then, and then now, and then and Naomi comes and says, oh, we're looking for Desmond. I'm like, no, you're not. Like, that makes no sense. But they're, you know, the fact that they could be looking for him, you know, the fact that he's in the, that he was last, what am I trying to say? Um, the fact that his, he disappeared where the island is, of course he did because he went to the island. But right. you know what I'm saying? Those locations are, are in the same area, so I feel like that makes more sense. Uh, that makes that makes a good cover. Yeah. If I'm making a coherent statement. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. <coughs> I mean, the idea that he would, like, order a large-scale search for Desmond is sort of absurd especially if you know how he feels about Desmond. But, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, and that's the thing. I feel like I feel like if it is Widmore who's behind all this, that it, his name isn't really attached to it. You know, I don't. You know, I wouldn't. I I wouldn't buy that. Because, like you said, I mean, people know. How, I mean, Penny wouldn't even buy that. People, are like, yeah. why, why are you trying to find him? Yeah. Um, but I can buy. You know, Widmore funding this. You know, quote research expedition. You know, and then hiring a company uh, and people like Naomi just to do their do this job to go find him. But really, they're you know, if they find him, they you know, you know, that's the thing. I think Widmore might believe that he's on the island, and so if you find Desmond, you'll find the island. Yeah. Um. Right. Uh. If he if he believes that, uh, you know, and has some good reason to believe that, then then the whole thing makes sense. But. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's still a little weird to me, but, uh, 
but yeah, you know, I'm along for the ride. I'll, well, what's I'll, I'll what's the what's the most reasonable explanation for you then? What's the what's the least weird? Most oh, that one is the least weird. Uh, oh, okay. Absolutely, um, but I'm, it still just makes me a little bit. I don't know. I feel like we don't know all the facts yet, and maybe maybe with a few more facts, it'll it'll come together better. Okay. Um, but for now, it just seems ugh, seems a little bit weird and implausible. But uh, but you know, whatever. I uh, uh, compared to like what I was thinking um, uh, was supposed to be the explanation. Um, that's not as bad, definitely. It's you, okay. you've gone you've gone some points up the ladder. Okay. Why did the ladder have points? I don't know. <laughs> points up the ladder. Each rung is a couple points. Huh? I guess. Yikes. Um, <laughs> oh, nice. Um, I was going to sing. Um. Sorry, I want to look something up real quick. Um, oh, I was gonna say, you know, when 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 Naomi, I'm sorry, when Penny says, you know, Naomi, who's Naomi? I'm like, you know, it comes <laughs> off like, oh my god, you know, oh my god, like Naomi, it's not Naomi's boat. Oh my god, Naomi's imposter ball, blah. But I'm thinking she doesn't necessarily know who's on this rescue mission. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, depending on how big the operation is, like, I, I'm sure she's behind it and she's funding it, you know, her, at least her own, obviously. Um, but when she when she didn't immediately know who Naomi was, I, I, I was like, oh, it's not that big a deal. Uh, but I'm sure New Year's Justin would want to believe that it's a big deal. And I believe it's a big deal, too. Um, yeah. I mean, it's one of those revelations. The other thing that's weird about it is Naomi herself was like, I never met her, you know, mm-hmm. like, and mm-hmm. so it's like, she really, even if they were Penny's people, she wouldn't have known who she was. Yeah. So, you know, I agree. It doesn't, you know, it's, it's one of those things that like, seems like it should work, but um, yeah, like I take what I think it means, even though, you know, the line itself is sort of, um, you know, it doesn't really give you much if you actually, yeah. you know, get get down to it. But, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. To me, to me, that means that that might mean two things. Like it's that that it's a red herring. Like it really is Penny's boat, and maybe. Like, what if, you know, what if Desmond goes and tells everyone it's not Penny's boat, uh, and then they, they, you know, then that coupled with what Ben said, they actually, you know, shun the boat or shun attempts to get rescued by those people. Um, I could see that happening. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we find out, oh, no, it was Penny's boat, <laughs> you know, um, something like that. Or um, there was some other scenario I was thinking, uh, let's see, that it's, yeah, I can't remember the other scenario I was thinking. But it could be that, too, that, that it's just a red herring that you think it's, oh, no, it's not Penny's bow, and then it, but it really is, because, you know. Yeah. She does, you know, and then, then we'll look back and say, well, you know, she never met Penny. <laughs> yeah. You know, we'll look back and say, you know, oh, well, the, you know, this scene didn't necessarily, it wasn't, you know, airtight that that, that wasn't uh, Penny's And Penny's like, like, I'm not on a boat. <laughs> What's going on? What do you mean? Yeah, 
yeah, that was that was what was weird to me too. And she's like, Bo, what Bo? You know, and uh, and and she was sort of obviously not on a boat. <laughs> yeah, but uh, uh, I had some stuff to say about that scene, but that's in the next part. She shouldn't know about a boat if she's got a boat out there. I I, I don't buy she wouldn't know about that. So um. Um, I feel I, like, I agree. Yeah. I, I don't. I wouldn't want to buy that she wouldn't know about that. Um, maybe if he said ship, she would have been like, "Oh yeah, the ship that I sent out there." But boat? What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> wrong uh, noun, sir. Wrong noun. Yeah. Penalty: two points. Um. And that's the other thing too. It's like, why why doesn't Penny have a boat out there if that's not her boat? What is she doing? I mean, how is she trying to find him? You know, We're getting like way ahead of ourselves. I think maybe I know, we I know. Say that's what stuff. that's what I that's what I tried to say a second ago. That that's in the second part. I didn't. I kept going. We're like um, really getting into this Penny thing, and that's way at the end. Yeah. Oh man. So um, more on that later. More on that later, please. Um, all right, so you ready to stop? Uh, sure. Okay. You don't have any more? Nope. Okay. Oh, I had one more thing. Okay, <laughs> do it. Um, but uh, we can wait till next time. Oh, I wasn't even looking at the screen. <laughs> yeah, I just I just did that. Oh, okay. I imagine you did that like 20 minutes ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I did it, and I'm like, he's probably not looking at the screen. He's got other things open. You did that some other time. I remember you typed something in there uh, while we were podcasting, and I I was walking around. I wasn't looking at the thing at all. <laughs> then I come back, and I'm like, oh, wow, I didn't get the message. Mm-mm-mm. I didn't it. get the message. I didn't get the message. Um. Okay. Um. What you got? So let's save it for next time. Hopefully, pertaining to part one. Oh, okay. It's 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 about the it's about the looking glass. We can save it. Oh, okay. This is a general question. Um. Alrighty. I don't I don't know how we're gonna edit these together. Oh, you know, we'll figure something out. Well, the last thing, you know, we'll have to edit it before I said, ready to stop. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, the next thing we can just pick up with, um, oh, maybe, yeah, you, maybe the next thing is when we start next time, tomorrow, you can just start with, uh, so let's move on to this part two, my part, or yeah, something exactly. like that. Yeah, exactly. That'll be perfect. Okay. Uh, well, then quit this shit, man. Quit this shit. Turn it off. Turn it off. Thank you very much. Turn uh. it off. And boom. And should I terminate the call too? Um, sure. Why not? All right, man. The call's gonna go off. All right. All right. Uh, do we need to talk about anything else? Um, how about this? Okay. So, uh, I think we're done with the first half of the episode. Oh, you think so? Yeah. And, uh, so I guess it's time to move to part two, uh, the second half, um, which I will be narrating. 
The listener has become the narrator. Yes, that's right. My, how things have changed. <laughs> so, um, uh, so I guess I should just get started, huh? Um, yeah, um, you know, without further ado, been a long podcast so far, but let's yeah. uh, let's keep it going. We got yeah. we're only we're only halfway through. I know. So, hang in there, guys. Oh, Another yeah. twenty hours, and we'll be done. All right, so uh, uh, our first scene of the second half, the bossies are trekking through the jungle. Kate stops, sorry, Jack stops to talk to Kate, and uh, and they they talk, and Jack tells Kate that Sawyer didn't mean it, and and then Aww. and then. Um, Kate asks why he's sticking up for Sawyer, and uh, Jack says, because I love you. Because I love you. He said it very strangely. Because I love you. I love you. Because I love you. (laughs) Yeah, I love it. I didn't notice the strangeness, but um, I believe you. Because I love you. I love you. (laughs) Yeah, he had a weird, did something weird with that you at the end. (laughs) Because I love you. Uh, so, um, do you have anything to say about this scene? Uh, besides I heart it very much. Sure. Um, no, uh, there's nothing, um, you know, I mean, who doesn't love everybody, right? I mean, what are you going to do? <laughs> I mean, did he... <laughs> uh-huh. I mean... You know, world wars aside, you know, conflicts and, you know, ideological differences, you know, put that to the side. Don't we just love everyone? <laughs> I think everyone loves everybody. Uh-huh. So, you know, I guess the real point is um, how did uh, – the real question, if there is one, is, is what did Jack specifically mean? Like, I mean, at this point, uh, you know, my point is, you know, a lot of those people should sort of love each other because they, you know, just of the situation they've been in and the relationships they've formed. Uh, but the question is, does he mean I, I'm in love with you or do I love you because, you know, I, I care a lot about you kind of thing? Yeah, more like, uh, a, like a family kind of love. Yeah, like a family love. You're dear to me. You know, if you if you died, I would be upset, you know, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Uh, so I don't know. How did you take that? Is it is it I love you or I'm in love with you? I I guess I took it more like um, the first one. Just uh, the, just the general I love you. Yeah. Um. In that context, mm-hmm. it seems like that's what he meant. But who knows? Maybe he means a little of the other one too. I, I yeah, really don't I know. Kinda, yeah, I kind of took it as a sort of in the middle of both, you know. Yeah. Uh, definitely the first one, definitely a general love. I mean, I, I don't think you can be in love with somebody if you didn't sort of love them in general. Uh, so one one uh, precipitates the other. Um, is, that, is that the right word? Precipitates? Why not? <laughs> Why not? <laughs> uh, I think there's maybe, a I mean, word that's like that. I, 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 you I mean... Be. I mean, one is predicated on the other. Oh, okay. There you uh, go. That's maybe more specific. <laughs> Precipitate? <laughs> mm, sounds good. Sounds sure, good. It does. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Precipitate. Why not? One causes the other to rain down. <laughs> um, so, anyway, yeah, I don't know. 
I, I say I guess a little bit of a little bit of both. Yeah, God, that's always the answer on this show. It's always the answer. Is it this or this? Both. All right, let's move on. (laughs) Yeah. Um, (laughs) Just. uh, It can only be one of these two things. Which one is it? Both. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, So, um, all right. So that's that scene. Uh, The next scene, uh, we have uh, a flashback. uh, Flash forward, I guess. uh, Jack. Jack's driving in the car, uh, or I guess he's in an SUV. But uh, anyway, I wrote car, so um, I said car. Uh, <laughs> hey. <laughs> That'd be a long part. <laughs> oh dear. Um, I, I need to learn how to not throw in trivia like that. Um, yeah. So you know, I, I I've been in your shoes in that situation where you feel like oh. People will be interested interested to know uh, why I just did that thing, and you explain, <laughs> and you realize halfway through your explanation that you really should have just not clarified at all yeah, and just yeah. kept on going. It was best left alone. Yeah. I can't resist. And, yeah. and now I'm harping on that fact. And that's not yeah, either. this is like the third level of it now. Yeah. We're, we're on the third level. Yeah, that's I, I I can take that pretty far, so I gotta I'll try to stop that. Um, so anyway, he's driving uh, in his vehicle. Listening to uh, the song "Sinless Apprentice," uh, and um, who, who's that by? It's by Nirvana. Oh, I've heard of them. Yeah, uh, I can I can give you a little bit of trivia about this song. Um, yeah, this, I, I used to know somebody who was a huge Nirvana fan. <laughs> yeah, once upon a time, this this particular song, it actually. Um, I have a bit of history with, but for some general trivia about it, the song itself and the the title "Sinless Apprentice" comes from the book "Perfume" um, that uh, they recently made a movie out of. Um, so, uh, you know, if you're interested in that, uh, go see it. It's pretty good. Um, uh, and that's it's because uh, in the book, the the main character is, doesn't have a scent, but he has this very acute sense of smell. Um, he doesn't have a scent of his own, but he, he doesn't have a scent himself. Uh, he he is scentless. Like you can't smell him. Yeah. Oh, okay. Exactly. And uh, and in the book, uh, smell is is the big thing. Like the fact that he doesn't smell makes him like makes people like not notice him and makes him like an outcast. Mm. Um, and and uh, but. Combined with that, he also has a very good sense of smell himself. Like, he doesn't smell in the sense that, like, you know, you know 18th no century odor. people smelled <laughs> because he, of the, you know, the hygiene of the time? Or do you just mean, like, you know what I mean? Um, uh, he, he, he doesn't, he has no odor. It's a supernatural thing. Oh, okay. Like the 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 novel has like supernatural occurrences. Okay. Um, if you read like the ending, it's completely insane. So um, so yeah, this is something you're just supposed to buy into. Like the others don't leave footprints. Like he doesn't have an odor. <laughs> I don't buy that one. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> Maybe not like that then, but uh. uh. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh. It's uh, 
it's just a weird little detail about him, and of course he uh, he becomes a, an apprentice to this perfume maker. He's played by Dustin Hoffman in the movie, um, and that's where and the so the phrase is used in the book, and that's where the title comes from, and that's what the song is about. Um, but uh, the other thing about it um, that that pertains to me personally is uh, 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 I, I I played um, the drums for a while, and uh, this this particular song has a drum has one of the first like drum parts that I really liked and enjoyed and learned and you know it's not that crazy but it's it was more than I had heard before and so mm-hmm. um, so it really stuck out and like the song's built around the drum beat like the whole like the music and stuff is completely um centered around that so um uh and the music was written by Dave Grohl who's a drummer so anyway um <laughs> This song is like was a really big deal to me at one point. It was very weird to me that they used this song of all songs because it, you know, had yeah. no radio play. It was just an obscure song. Most people who like Nirvana don't even care about this song, but for me, it maybe, was a big deal. Maybe they chose it because the to, the rights to use it would be really cheap. Yeah, you might be right. <laughs> you might be know. right. I bet Dave Grohl got a royalty check for that. That's pretty. Oh, I hope he did. He should have. He should have because he um that was one of the few songs that. Uh, that he wrote for Nirvana. So, um, and plus apparently April 5th would have been Kurt Cobain's like, um, anniversary of his death or something like that. Oh, is that right? Yeah. I don't know the date. It's April 5th. Yeah. I, um, I believe that's what I read at some reputable source that, uh, I don't know if that day that Jack's going to the funeral is supposed to be April 5th, but I believe the newspaper is supposed to be dated April 5th. Mm hmm. Um, so there's some correlation there, even if it's not the thing. It's supposed to be the same day, but, uh, yeah. so this whole thing with Nirvana and then of course, Kurt Cobain's anniversary of his death. So right. that's kind of interesting. Right. Yeah. I didn't, maybe that's, maybe that's what they're doing with that. Um, very, very, like they could have picked a way more recognizable Nirvana song. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, but yeah, maybe that was it. Maybe that one was easy to get. Um, the the ones people know would have cost a lot. Yeah. Um, I've heard that they, I've read that they use a lot of stock music a lot of times. Like a lot of the, like some of the incidental music we've heard has been like, just like stock tracks that like, they don't even know who did them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like somebody asked about, like there's, there's a song playing in numbers. Um, like, but like Hurley's listening to, he's walking down the beach and, and, uh, uh, somebody asked Big Nations about it. He's like, we have no idea who did that. It was this, like, library track, <laughs> you know, that, like, we could get for free. It was just there to use. Yeah, so. you buy the thing, and it comes with all these tracks. And... Yeah, exactly. So, like, can, how can you get it? I don't know. Come to ABC and, like, go in the library of songs. <laughs> like, wow. Yeah. Um so um so I know that's uh the cost of stuff is an issue. So um so that might be it. But uh anyway, whatever. Not a big deal, but um very very strange for me. Didn't think I'd ever hear that song in anything I'd be watching. So um anyway, well, back to uh back to the story. Um <laughs> uh Jack stops the car. He calls someone, presumably Kate again. Um and hangs up. And yeah, then, I believe the numbers you hear are the same. Yeah, I didn't even pay attention, but I assumed they were the same. Um, so, uh, you know, and it makes sense. You know, the way the, the episode goes, you know, uh, mm-hmm. he's calling Kate, like, the whole time. So, um, 
uh, he gets out of the car and walks into um, the the funeral parlor, which is called Hoff slash Drawlar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, that's that also common funeral parlor chain. <laughs> Hoff Yeah, and just like Middleos, when the name sounds really weird, it's probably an anagram. Oh yeah. Um, so. Uh, <laughs> And that, and that's that's a general rule I found like with anagrams if if the word itself like that's an anagram for something else sounds weird then it's like a good anagram like what it's an mm-hmm. anagram for makes sense but if it if the thing you're taking it from sounds normal then like what it's an anagram for sounds weird <laughs> I've no, never heard like both at the same time they never quite seem to work you know where both sound normal mm-hmm. you know like one of them's off and in this case yeah it's the it's the it's the original, not the what it's an anagram for. Yeah. So anyway, uh, flash forward. Um, so you know, if anybody was like working out anagrams while they were watching the episode, they might have caught that. Um, <laughs> I didn't, of course. I just let everything go right by me. But um. And what's it an anagram for? Flash forward. Oh, did you say that? I just said that. Yeah. Oh, oops. <laughs> That's all right. Um, uh, so uh, yeah, that's why I was saying like you might have caught that. Uh, you might have caught on to the to the story, the twist at the end. Um, if uh, if you were working out that, if you looked at that name and thought, hmm, I wonder what that else, what else that might be, and during the commercial break you found the anagram. Um, it was figured out pretty quickly. But uh, I didn't do it. So anyway, um, he goes in the funeral parlor, and uh, he finds out uh, that um, uh, some guy comes out. I don't know what his name is. I don't know if he even got a name. Um, and uh, like a director or something, and uh, and uh, he tells him that that uh, that this is a viewing, and that uh, nobody showed up. And uh, he asked Jack, you see his friend or family? Jack says, neither. <laughs> and uh, I, I thought the next question was going to be, what are you doing here, sir? I <laughs> uh, love that. Uh, neither. Uh, then why are you here? Get out of my place. <laughs> and uh, so then he um, walks up to the coffin Pops a pill <laughs> and leaves. Yeah. Um, that's a running theme for Jack in this um, flash forward. Uh, just just pop another one. I'm sure you'll feel much better. Oh, um, yeah. It's working out really well for you so far. Well, there was one scene where he t- he did like five, I think. Like he just like emptied the ball oh, in his yeah. mouth. They do that a lot in movies and stuff like like just like empty a bottle in their mouth. I'm like, man, calm down. Yeah, I think the whole bottle. I think it's uh, is, I don't remember when it is. It's when it's when he and Hamill are talking the first yeah. time, I think. And he just like kind of just like sh- I'm like, how many pills did you get? You know, uh, he's yeah. Just, like, Crazy. Don't waste it, man. Um, so, you know, I guess this is an appropriate time maybe to talk about uh the coffin guy sure. who's ever 
who or what is ever in there. Now, I want to bring up a really irritating thing. I just feel that I, normally I wouldn't address this, but I just feel the need to because it just makes me angry. Uh-oh. Um, uh, there's a there's a radio. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Um, let me let me dust off your soapbox. <laughs> All right, now it's clean. You can step on your soapbox. <laughs> there's a raging debate out there. It's seriously a raging debate out there about whether he said neither or either. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. <laughs> I'm so glad I, I haven't heard about this debate. <laughs> People are fucking ridiculous. And uh yeah, um there is a there is a camp out there whose numbers are ridiculously high or just insist that he's saying either. And uh, you know, when I watch it again, I listen to it a few times, it so sounds like neither to me, neither makes sense. Um and uh either is a weird thing to say. Um uh, and so this whole thing just, like, drives me crazy because, like, even if they're right, like, okay, he said either. I mean, whatever. I mean, come on. It barely even matters. And, like, it turned into this huge thing. Yeah. Like, let's talk about something interesting, guys. Jeez. Yeah, I, you know, it, to me it definitely sounds like neither. Like, I don't even hear any. Yeah, there's no gray area to me there. Because sometimes, you know, they care, you know, the whole thing with, like, Alex, remember when she, you, you, oh. you weren't even supposed to be there. Yeah, you weren't supposed to be in that cave. You know, it's yeah. like, you can, you can when, you know, whichever you think she's saying, you can still sort of agree that there's some gray area there. Yeah. Because yeah. of how she pronounces it. But with Jack, I'm just like, with that line, I don't hear any any deviation from neither. Yeah, I clearly heard it in. Yeah, out there at the beginning, um, and um, and either doesn't even make any sense, you know. Like you said, it just doesn't make any sense to say either. I know. You and know? they're like, it's not our job to explain why it makes sense. He just said it, okay? Now we got to figure it out. Like, whatever. <laughs> let's just get past. Let's just get past why it doesn't make any sense and figure this out together, people. <laughs> <laughs> I just see them trapped there, like in a room together around a big table, big light overhead. It's not our job to decide in life how it makes sense. Let's just figure this out. No one leaves this room until we no settle one leaves this. No room until we settle this. What he means by either. <laughs> oh, man. People are crazy. They you know, really are. I mean, you know, you got you got to love them. They they try. At least they they care about, you know, something interesting, yeah. i.e. lost. Mm-hmm. But um yeah, they just they just they just make up stuff. They really do. They they That's they, what I think it's like, it, you know, and it's to me it's fine if you if you're like I think he says either even though like it doesn't sound like it and it doesn't make any sense, but I think that uh, and, you know, like you know, but it, it, it's another thing when, like, you, you, you say that, but you have to admit when, like, you know, you have no logical – the logic doesn't help your case. Yeah. You know? It's like it just doesn't make any sense to say that. But I don't care. I'm just going to believe it. <laughs> exactly. We believe it now and understand it later. Yeah. Yeah. It's – um. I mean, I do appreciate the – whatever, the passion they have for their – But it just seems like a lot of times, like, they create these false mysteries to worry about and, like, forget to focus on the real – there's plenty of real mysteries here. We don't – (laughs) like, the either-neither one is not really a big deal. (laughs) 
<laughs> like, even if he did say that, like, who cares? It's so yeah. inconsequential. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> you know, so I just, I couldn't believe, like, how, what a big thing this turned into. Um, there's obviously another raging debate about Jack's dad being alive and all that. Um, yeah. Which I which can I understand. That's a, valid, that's a definitely valid debate. Yeah. Because there's yeah. evidence on both sides. I, I have strong feelings about what the truth is, but nonetheless, the other side isn't as insane, I think, as they are in this case. Yeah. Um, where, where I just plus like, it actually it actually matters if the dad is dead or alive. Yeah. Yeah, it you would know. it would mean something if he if he were alive. There, there yeah. was, you could actually get something from that. So, um, yeah. So anyway, um, I guess what we should do, as you were suggesting before, is actually talk about this for real. Um, the issue of who this is <laughs> and all that stuff. Um, you know, uh, what's what's going on? Why is nobody there? Why is Jack sad? Who is it? You know, there's so many questions here. Yeah. Um, well. There are a lot of questions. So, uh, uh, this is, this, of the, of the, like, flash forward, you know, besides the fact that it's a flash forward, this is, you know, the main, one of the main mysteries, um, Mm -hmm. here. And, uh, and I really thought we were going to find out. It didn't seem like something they would leave to me. But, uh, yeah, I, it, it makes it seem like it's somebody, like, really, really, really important that they would leave this as a season cliffhanger. Yeah. Um, Because, yeah, I, too, thought, oh, well, by the end we'll figure it out, you know. Yeah, it was like, you know, they do that within an episode sometimes, play the, you know, play the hide who it is game, Mm -hmm. you know, and reveal it at the end. And, oh, it was blah, blah, blah. Like, I I just, it seemed like that was what was going to happen, you know. And I was just, I felt like they had to do it, even up to that last scene. I'm like, they're going to give it away now. Here we go. Who was it? Yeah, yeah. Nope. (laughs) Uh, well, you know, there's been a, you know, similarly, there's been a lot of debate about who's in the coffin. Um, you know, everyone from Ben mm-hmm. to Jacob to oh, yeah. Michael, yep. Sawyer, Sawyer, Locke, even. Um, Locke, you know, um, I mean, I think it's pretty clear, you know, that it's Smokey. <laughs> oh, God. I, I I think the evidence is there. I mean, what can I what can I say? I how do you? Smoky. How, oh dear. How does one prepare um, a smoke monster for um, a viewing and or a burial? Um, very interesting question. And believe me, I could tell you if I was uh, a funeral director. Oh, okay. But I have no idea. You know, the good people at Hoff's Drawler. Um, are um, well prepared for that kind of uh, thing. How did he get to L.A. from the island? Oh, the thing about Smokey is he's he's um, he's omnipresent. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Of course, yeah. omnipresent. Okay, well, that's interesting. Why did he die? Uh, because he turned a hundred. Oh, okay. Wow. Wow. Is there is there anything I can ask you that you wouldn't have an answer for? No. Okay. Good. Good. Good answer. Good answer. Um <laughs> Okay, so uh so well that's all. So I guess we should move on. Yeah, it's um, fun. It's obviously smoky, I just proved it. Yeah, you did. Um <laughs> all my questions you <laughs> you answered with 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 Much plum. that were true. Yeah, that too. Um Okay, yeah, so seriously, you know, um, I'm on the side that it's Michael. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I think that's where all the evidence is. Uh, some of our listeners may know and some might not that um, the newspaper clipping that Jack was uh, looking at in this episode, uh, there is a, a full text version of it that uh, that was uh, leaked out there uh, by, I think, a somewhat anonymous uh, source. Um, it wasn't like Greg Nations or anyone reputable. Uh, so, you know, I guess, you know, to a certain degree, you got to take the uh, what it says, to, you know, with a grain of salt or to... But uh, but it, it gives some more information about about the the death and it and it clearly point to me it clearly points to to Michael. I mean, um, basically, you know it's a guy from the newspaper clipping, yeah. and 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 you know he survived by a teenage son. True. Yeah. And um, from New and York I think, also, and he, and someone who's from New York also. So you got these three things that all fit Michael, and as of as of you know. The current timeline in the show it doesn't fit anyone else. Right. You know, no one else on the show it fits as of, you know, the present island time. Yeah. Um, now, I think also in the flash forward, you know, you kind of have to decide when you think it, the flash forward is taking place. Mm-hmm. And to me, you know, for it to be Sawyer or Locke or Ben or anyone else, um, it would mean that they got off the island and then had a kid and and their death would have been 13 years later, which means that at the at the least, uh, the flash forwards are taking place uh, roughly 13 years from the the most recent island time. <clears throat> right. And it doesn't seem like it's 13 years in the future to me. <laughs> no. What would that be? 2017? Like. Yeah. No well, no I guess way. maybe 13 years from 2004. Yeah. 2017. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Not from 2007. Right. But, uh, yeah, so, I mean, it just doesn't seem futuristic. Um, and people have talked about Jack's cell phone. You know, I just recently had to buy a new cell phone. I'm sure people heard about the debacle. And uh, and when I saw Jack's cell phone in the episode, I said, wow, that, that phone is at T-Mobile right now. <laughs> uh, they have a really current phone to be 2004. And uh, then, of course, we find out it's a flash forward. So that phone, I think, is a big... Uh, uh, indicator of what the time period is supposed to be, also. Mm-hmm. So, and plus the newspaper clipping is supposed to be from April fifth, two thousand seven. So, I think all signs point to it being two thousand seven. Yeah. And none of the no other guys on the show could have had a teenage son by two thousand seven. Right. Now, so, the what I have seen pointed out um, that I agree has a mild amount of merit is that it would be possible for Sawyer to have some son out there that he doesn't know about. He did sleep around a lot. How dare you, sir? How <laughs> dare you belittle the name of James Ford? How dare you imply that he was anyone less than a gentleman? Um, um, but, um, but, like, you know, he also, we know he has a daughter, yeah, it doesn't make any sense that and he so. would um that it would say he survived by a teenage son and not mention his daughter. Yeah. Um, you know, uh that doesn't really make any sense. Um but he and actually I, and knows I, about. Yeah, and that's the thing. And for him for it to say, you know, he survived by a, a son, I think that would mean that at some point Sawyer was reunited with his his son or something, you know. Mm-hmm. Like 
you know, from what we've seen in his flashback, no no woman has ever told him that he has a son, you know. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't seem like he knows he has a son out there. So this would mean, like, sometime after they got off the island, he sort of knew, uh, you know, he, he found out about his son or something like that, you know. Yeah. I think it's a big leap, but, you know. The other thing do? is, of course, he's not from New York. He's not from New York. So, um... So that's a little problematic. Um, and I don't uh, think Sawyer would ever hang himself. Yeah, I don't either. Um, that's the thing. You know, there's a lot of clues there. Um, all the stuff from the newspaper article, um, there, there's there's the fact that no one showed up. Um, mm-hmm. I, You know, I don't know. I, I find it odd. Like, why wouldn't Walt show up to Michael's funeral? I, I really think good question, big good question. I really think it has something to do with uh Walt showing up on the island. Um I think I think it has something to do with Walt being like I don't know what, but something to do with his powers or something. Mhm. Like he's just like not there, he can't be there or something like that or I don't know. I mean, um, one practical reason if Walt showed up, you know, that would ruin the whole like reveal yeah. flashback. Um, um, and I could, you know, I could even see, I mean, depending on what's going on with Walt, if he really has the power to like pop up wherever he wants to, I could see him, you know, coming to the viewing, you know, when no one's in the room and then popping away before somebody comes back in, you know <laughs> oh, what I mean? Walt. That kind of thing. Oh, yeah. Walt, you're such a scamp. Um, Why didn't you pop away when the others took you? <laughs> Oh, he didn't learn. He hadn't learned how to pop yet. Oh, okay. <laughs> everyone knows you get your. Everyone knows you get your mutant powers when you when you go through puberty. Of course, of course. <laughs> Come on. I forgot. I forgot. I'm not. I'm not well versed in mutant lore. So um, please go back. Go back to mutant lore school. I need to. I need to. I you know I dropped that class and then and then I took comparative literature instead and I just I always regretted it. Yeah, yeah. Which one will you get the most mileage out of? Mm-hmm. Clearly, yeah, we all know the answer. I don't even need to say it. We all know. So that's the thing. Uh, Walt not showing up, I think, is 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 fairly negligible, uh, depending on you know the circumstances around his death, you know, um, and uh, and like I said, it you know he could have been there and nobody and the and the director didn't know. Yeah, it's curious though. I mean, if it says he's survived by a teenage son, it, it would seem that they're not, like, estranged or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it would make me think, you know, whatever, like, his dad did to make him mad at him, like, he'd still go to his funeral or, or yeah. viewing or whatever, you know. And that and that's the thing, too. I mean, what's the difference between a viewing and a funeral? I mean, the funeral is when they actually bury you, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and that, that's, that makes me think that, like, you know, this is the viewing, and, you know, the next day or later that day or whenever, they'll actually have the funeral. You know, like, to me, so I could, I could, you know, I think you make the argument that if if Walt did show up for the funeral, that's a big deal. Mm-hmm. But the viewing, like, if there's going to be both, then uh, then it's like, well, you know, maybe he's going to go to the funeral. Mm-hmm. So. My other question about this whole thing is who's paying for this? Yeah, it's a good question. He could have had a pre-need. Yeah, but that's the thing is, um, I mean, yeah, I guess he, I guess he could have. <laughs> I just, I just. <laughs> I was wow. wondering. Yeah, you know, you said it uh, so assuredly, and I, and I knew what you meant, uh, and I didn't realize how ridiculous that was that we both uh, 
are aware of that terminology. Uh, anyone who watched Six Feet Under is aware of the the pre need. <laughs> I didn't. Uh, it took me a second to realize how ridiculous it is that you said that, and that I knew what you meant. I'm like, yeah, you're right. He could have had a pre need. Um, <laughs> let's uh, yeah, let's ponder that possibility for a second here. <laughs> Um, and then I was thinking, um, is it really possible that he, you know, he, he went back to LA and then like at some point he, he thought he might kill himself or he was worried about his own death. And so he decided to go to this funeral home and, you know, prepay for his, you know, I'm like, Ugh. and what would be the point with that? If you're going to kill yourself, you usually, I mean, I don't think you'd be necessarily concerned about what's going to happen to you after you're dead. I mean, you know, even, you're not even concerned about living anymore. So why would you be concerned about, you know, what happens to your body when you die? Uh, so I think it's a little strange. It would be it would be quite strange actually if he if he had a preemie. Well, you know, maybe if you didn't want to be selfish, you want to burden your family with paying for uh, you know uh, all that shit uh, after you. Well, it just, it, but that's the thing. I mean, I guess you have to add you know go at it from the which you know the side of perspective when you go at it from because if you go at it from the perspective that he's estranged from Wald or Walt's not, you know, in his life anymore, then then that's not really a concern because, you know, no one's going to be able to get in contact with Walt and to make him pay for it. So yeah. Michael wouldn't care about that. Now, if Walt is around and, you know, they they have a you know good relationship or whatever, then I can maybe see that. But then, of course, he's, he's killing himself. Mm-hmm. You know, why would he kill himself if he has a teenage son to raise? You know, we know yeah. from season two how much <laughs> Michael loves Walt. <laughs> um, right. So I I feel like Walt's not around, uh, you know, uh, that's that to me makes the most sense given the evidence that Walt's just for whatever reason not around. Um, maybe he's back on the island or he got taken again or something, and you know, Michael can't get back there. I don't know. That's the other thing that's curious about this, the whole idea, because um, I I pretty much think it's Michael right now too. Um, all mm-hmm. signs point to Michael, and you know. Um, I'm, I don't, you know, I don't quite understand all the pieces, but there's enough of them that fit that I'm, I'm ready to go for it. But, uh, uh, but it, it is curious, you know, why he would kill himself. It didn't, he didn't, I mean, he did all that shit to get Walt back and like get off the island. Like, you know, he didn't seem suicidal at all. Yeah. You know, oh, very, the other like, thing, there's a lot, there's a lot, you know, this is like a murder mystery. <laughs> you know, we're trying to figure out <laughs> who who's dead. <laughs> we're trying to figure out, you know, um, you know, what are the circumstances involved? And I think there's other questions like, what if it was a murder? Mm-hmm. You know, what if it, they just made it look like a suicide? And who could be responsible for that, you know? Yeah. Uh, you know, what if the others came and took Walt again and made it seem like Michael killed himself? You know what I mean? Like, okay. there's a lot that could be going on. True. They, um, they they had I, that I, whole thing with uh, the others doing that thing with Juliet's husband, and so there's you know mm-hmm. they, they could pull some shenanigans if they wanted to. Yeah. True. So I and you know I just don't want, I just don't think that Michael would kill himself if Walt was still around and and you know yeah. and and safe. Um, yeah, I mean after all that, like come on, man. Yeah. <laughs> just now let the him, other like move out first, please. Uh, the other thing, oh, here's the other thing that to me makes it seem like Michael more than anyone else is that, uh, you know, the person's name, you know, the guy who died has a, what's his name, Gary something, or no, t- uh, Ted something. Um, in the newspaper clipping, it says the name oh, of the person John, who's dead. Oh, isn't like John Lantham or Latham or something like that? I thought it was Ted. I don't think it's Ted. I think it's John. Not Ted. No. <laughs> 
No, it's definitely John, the first name. I, the last name's like Lantham or Latham or something like that. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, Latham or Lantham. Yeah, it's Ted, isn't it? Yeah, here it is. It's Ted. It's Ted. I'm reading it. What the fuck? I didn't... Man, yeah, that's I really what I thought. Ted. Yeah, it's Ted. It's, it says Ted. Okay, I'm I'm about to lose it here. <laughs> Where are you looking? Uh, uh, Lostpedia. Under the newspaper clipping uh, entry. Uh... Newspaper clipping. And everything I read said it was John. Let me see. Because that, that doesn't even look like a T. It looks like a J. <laughs> oh, maybe Ted's the... I'm sorry. I think Ted's the doorman. Oh, that's right. Ted's the doorman, not uh, not the guy who died. Oh, okay. God, man, you're throwing me off. Yeah, Ted. Ted's one of the Dark Tower references. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Now, Lostpedia doesn't have the full version. The no, Lostpedia doesn't version. have the full version. Um, let me see what I can get from this. Uh, wow, I can get almost nothing from that. Of New York, I can get that part. Um, where's the teenage son thing? I don't even see it. I don't even see it. Oh, it's it's right before the last thing. Um, I should look uh, and see. I think I think there's the yeah. I think Jack's hands covering it up. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I think the teenage son thing is is uh, from the from the from the leak. I don't think you can read yeah, the something that's, from. That's what I was from, wondering because that's such a compelling like part of the case. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, Ted was the doorman. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Oh, Ted. Uh, okay. Oh, but my point was um, this this John Latham moniker. Um, you know, obviously, it's not the name of any of the losties we know, and I think uh, it makes a lot of sense that someone like uh, Michael would change his name after he got back to civilization, since he killed two people on the island. Yeah. Uh, and uh, now Sawyer is someone else who might want to do that. Uh, Locke should not have any reason to do that. Ben really shouldn't have any reason to do that. Um, who else do people say it is? Uh, Jacob. <laughs> Jacob, I mean, no. no comment on that one. I don't think Jacob cares about changing yeah. his name. No. Ooh, I must be John Latham now. <laughs> Whatever, Jacob. You're crazy. Yeah, I don't, uh... But, you know, the fact that the that the really compelling stuff comes from the leak makes me a little suspicious. Um, uh, of New York, you can get from the actual thing, mm-hmm. um, and that it's a man. <laughs> uh, and I believe that I believe you can get. No, you can't even get that it was suicide. I don't think. It's funny because it says it says. Um... 
Let's see. Uh, in the leak, it said the incident was deemed a suicide after medical tests. What medical test do you need to take to see someone hanging, you know, <laughs> hanging from, uh, dying from a hanging? Um, that's interesting. Like, isn't it pretty clear if you hang yourself that, that that's how you died from... Well, someone could have, uh, you know, hung you. Well, what medical test do you do to, like... <laughs> I don't like, know. Some kind of, uh... I don't know. <laughs> it just sounds weird. Test for if you struggled or something. Yeah. It's more of a forensic test. <laughs> I don't know. Um, tomorrow evening. Hmm. Yeah. So I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a little more suspicious. Um, it was posted at the fuselage, apparently. Our tip from Vicky H. It was posted at the fuselage. Anybody, I can post at the fuselage. And I would believe you. Um, I mean, what they have fits what you can see. Um, yeah. But uh, but there's a lot that you can't make out. So um, you have a fair amount of leeway. But, you know, they're probably right. They're probably right. There's not too much it, wiggle room there. Yeah, there really isn't. Um I don't want to believe it's Sawyer because I think Kate is with Sawyer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, I don't, let's see, Locke. Oh, that's the other thing. The other part of who it could be is uh, related to Kate's reaction at the end. Yeah, there's that. You know, yeah. when why Jack would says, I go? you know, yeah, Kate says, why would I go? And she says it very, you know, mean-like, like, like mm-hmm. What reason would I possibly have to go? Yeah. If it was Sawyer in the in the uh, in the casket, you know, I can't imagine anything that could really happen between what we've last seen and this point to where Kate wouldn't go to his funeral. Yeah, like, I mean, flash really. viewing. That's what that's what I was thinking too. Like, mm-hmm. it, you know, and even to say like, why would I go? Like, come on, uh, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> you know, you guys. Uh, Maybe knew each other pretty well at one point. <laughs> yeah. You guys got uh, caught in the net a couple times. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, when someone dies, like, that's the time to put aside your differences and just, yeah. you know, go, you know, uh, pay your specs and stuff and, like, let it go, you know. If if there's ever a time to, you know, just come on, you know. I, I don't, Yeah, I don't see her reacting that way. Um, and plus, like, I just don't think it's Sawyer. <laughs> like, every... I just I don't know I, that that mm-hmm. really seems wrong to me. Yeah. Um, Michael is like the best candidate to me so far. Like I it doesn't I can't quite make it work because I just I'm missing too much information. But uh, but uh, it, it works better I think than yeah than He's, Sawyer. I mean, and plus the from New York thing. I mean, yeah. Locke's not from New York. Sawyer's not from New York. Yeah. Uh, Ben's not from New York. Jacob, I who mean, knows where he's from? Yeah. <laughs> I think I think Jacob, if he's from anywhere, it's the original York. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he didn't have to go to that new version. Yeah, the new one wasn't there yet. <laughs> the original York. Nice. <laughs> Jacob of York. 
Jacob of York, Yorkshire. Yorkshire, yes, yes, that's where I hail from. Um, yeah, that's um. I mean, he's <laughs> and, 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 like, and it doesn't make any sense that Ben would go, would that Jack would go to Jacob's funeral. <laughs> yeah, I know, it's completely like, ridiculous. He has no idea who that person is. You like, you know, just I mean, that's a that's a huge jump. Now, like that Jacob can die, that he died in L.A., that he's from New York. Um, that Jay, that Jack and Kate knew about him, and like, yeah, oh no, that's not him. And like, maybe I'm putting too much importance on this, but it was really strange to me how upset Jack was about this thing. Um, I mean, he was just gonna go kill himself, you know. Seemingly, mm-hmm. like, obviously, like part of it was him being depressed, and you know, whatever this shit about the island, and he wants to go back, and he whatever. Um, something's wrong, and I feel like that's part of it too. But it seemed like the the article like set him off on the course to kill himself. Because mm-hmm. um, you know he leaves that message about the article, and that's when he goes to stand on the bridge. So you know it's very strange. Like from what we know now, I don't buy him killing himself because Michael, you know, kills himself. Mm-hmm. You know that just seems like ridiculous to me right now. I I think. To me, what that means is that um, I think whoever whoever's in the casket, whoever's dead, um, is related to Jack's Jack and his ability to get back to the island. Yeah, uh, and I think that's why he's upset. That's why he was going to kill himself because his last hope was gone. Um, you know, his last uh, chance to get back to the island is gone. And uh, but to me, what's weird about that is I feel like why wasn't he uh, actively pursuing this person? Uh, you know, yeah. Um, maybe maybe he just thought you know if it is Michael or whoever, uh, maybe he didn't know where, that where they were or anything, or you know he just couldn't get in touch with them or something. Because mm-hmm. uh, it just doesn't seem. It seems like if Jack really wanted to get back to the island, then he would have you know kind of tried to talk to this guy or something. Yeah, but, or maybe he did. Like, and, I mean, maybe he did, and, and Michael said, no, I'm not going to help you, or I can't help you, or whatever, and that, you know, Jack did try, but he couldn't get through it. Not the guy's dead. He'll never be able to get through to him. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I think I think if any, you know, if anybody, you know, Sawyer or Locke, I mean, I think, I think Michael would have a good idea of how to get to the island because he left the island. True. Uh, he knew the coordinates to leave, and he, you know, however he got off, he knew, you know, where, you know, like if he, I don't know, I don't know where he eventually went to, of course, but, you know, if he went to some other bigger island, inhabited island, you know, then he could sort of say, okay, well, I came from this direction, from this big island, and he would have some idea of how to get back, I think. Yeah, he had a compass heading to leave, so um, Mm -hmm. just reverse it wherever he ends up, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he he is in he is in a particular position to get back, um, but it's all it's all very curious. I mean, there's there's so many missing pieces there um, uh, about about what's going on um, with yeah, you know. and and I think again with Kate's remark, it needs to be somebody who she doesn't sort of like. Yeah. Uh, and it can't be someone she's just sort of indifferent to, I don't think. It, it should be someone she, like, dislikes. Because I'm thinking, oh, well, maybe it's Desmond or something who's not from New York. But, uh, really not from you know, New York. 
Um, but it's like, you know, I don't think Kate would say that about Desmond. You know, she might she might be indifferent to him, but why would I go? Like, yeah. you know, I wouldn't expect that remark. Yeah, that, so, that's, I mean, like, much more forceful than, like, well, you know, I didn't know him that well or something, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, active, seeming to actively, like, you know, yeah. not want to go. And Michael's, you know, respon- you know, responsible for, you know, betraying them, so. Yeah. Uh so I, you know, I think I think from all the evidence, both both in the clipping and you know from the leak, um, I think it still points to Michael. Yeah, I agree. I mean, that's that's the best candidate for now. All the other candidates seem completely absurd to me. So, mm-hmm. um, I mean, that's the only one that like you know I can't I can't quite put it together, but it's at least a lot farther along than the other ones are. Um, I mean, Jacob is just completely insane to me. There's no way I think that's been, um, you know, Locke and Sawyer are just like a couple steps up from those two guesses. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, and yeah. I don't, I, and I don't think Locke would ever come back to. I don't the either. States. I don't either. That that's that's. I, I think he would kill that, him. I think he'd kill himself before he left the island. I agree. Yeah, he would so not leave the island. I, I didn't even think about that. So um, I don't think Ben would leave either. So, um, yeah, I don't think Ben would leave either, you know. So that's, yeah, so that, and I don't think Jacob's going to leave and have a funeral or no, like that. <laughs> it's like, from what we know of Jacob, it's just completely ridiculous. Yeah. At this point. I think that's people, like, wanting it to be crazier than it's going to be. Yeah, it's not yeah. going to be that crazy. <laughs> like, come on, Jack's crying at Jacob. Like, come on, guys, come on, <laughs> settle down. Yeah, might as well be Marvin Candle in there. Yeah, exactly. You're getting out of control. Yeah, Hanzo, DeGru, like, throw out all the big loss. Like, it's Charles Widmore. Like, <laughs> Oh, God. I think it's Jack's dad in the casket. Oh, no. Oh, no. Jack's, oh, God. And Jack's, and Jack's 14 years old. He just oh. <laughs> looks old. Oh, that's weird. <laughs> He's got quite a beard for 14. <laughs> hey, hey. Eating all that red meat. Uh, is, that, is that what that does? Well, oh, yeah. Okay. Well, all the meat. hormones that they put in uh, animals, especially uh, especially cows, um, you know, people mm-hmm. eat that stuff, and it affects their hormones. Mmm. Mmm, uh, tasty. Mmm, yeah, that's what I meant. Mmm, <laughs> <laughs> mmm, animal hormones. <laughs> Uh, so you were kind of serious. Um, all right. Yeah, you haven't heard those like, I have, stories I have. about I just, the... like, yeah. on the surface, it sounded ridiculous. Um, oh. <laughs> I, I just, I forgot about that whole thing. Um, yeah, it's kind of scary, actually. But I was just like, you know, eat an apple every day and you'll never get sick or something. You know, I just thought it was, like, silly. But uh, um, it's not. So anyway, um, what else? <laughs> Oh, you're done. You were talking. You were yeah. making a point about something. Oh, who knows? Um, I have no idea. Was I really? Maybe. I, maybe you're done. I think. Oh, you're done now. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I can't. Uh, I don't. Uh, I can't think of anything else to add to this um, at the moment. But uh. All right. Well, let's go to the next scene. Is that it? You done with that? Okay. Oh yeah. Okay. So uh, the next scene, we're back to the trekking losties. Uh, Danielle states that she's not going to leave the island. This is her home now. And uh, and then uh, 
And then Ben shows up and says he needs to talk. And uh, that's because I'm gonna talk you out of it. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I have supernatural talking out of power. Oh man. I could talk anyone out of anything. I could talk anyone out of anything. I could be a, the best used car salesman ever. Because I'd talk you out of, I don't know. I guess he should talk you into stuff. That's the thing. Is it pa- he can just talk you out of stuff, or can he talk you into stuff? Because hmm. if he talks you out of going, he sort of talked you into staying. Yeah. Hmm. True. True. Maybe it's one and the same. Well, you know. Yeah, I guess. I guess like, if he wants to, if he can only talk someone out of something, then he just he and he wants to talk them into something. He just needs to talk them out of not doing that thing. Yeah, just put a knot in there. Yeah, and then he's ready yeah. to go. So um, ready he's, to go. He's just as good. Just as good. Um, he's got he's got both powers. Got to love negation. It saves us all. Got to love it. So. Um, <laughs> So uh, it's a pretty short scene. Um, uh, nobody is anybody surprised Danielle wants to stay on the island. I'm not. Um, yeah, I mean, I can't see her going back home now. You know, she's what's she gonna go do? Yeah. She's a little behind in the research field. Oh. Whatever, whatever <laughs> okay, she guys, was let's, doing. let's get back to our she's research. Like, she's um, like, okay, let me get back to my uh, my my punch card computer exactly. here. Oh wait, wait, what? <laughs> what's this? <laughs> What's this laptop you speak of? C plus plus? What happened? <laughs> Gas prices are how much? <laughs> it was fifty five cents last time I drove. <laughs> oh man. What's this thing about a reality show? <laughs> These are real people doing what? What? No script? Survivor, I did that for free. (laughs) (laughs) Did you pay me? Uh, I would have won the immunity. I would have won the immunity every week. Oh, that's hilarious. That's weird. There's some kind of there's a there's a really bad movie in there, I think, about Rousseau like going back home after all this time. Some kind yeah. of uh you know, Austin Powers kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> Where she tries to fit in but she just doesn't know like what to Austin do. Austin Powers meets like uh Encino Man. Yeah, exactly. Slash slash Nell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nell, <laughs> little Nell. Yeah. Oh, no. She doesn't know what to do. She just keeps setting up baby traps everywhere. She just keeps blow- yeah, she keeps blowing up buildings and <laughs> I'm not a terrorist. <laughs> <laughs> this is how I lived upon my island. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. Um She implies for <laughs> A job at some lab somewhere, some science job <laughs> on a resume. <laughs> Defeated others. Uh, <laughs> engineered engineered doll-related traps. <laughs> Lost daughter for 16 years. Founder of doll-related traps and products incorporated. <laughs> exactly. Uh <laughs> Uh, highly discernible ability to uh, 
Highly, what was I going to say? Oh, I lost a joke. Never mind. Oh, okay. That was a, that was a backfire. That was a dud. Was it going to be something about the lying? Yeah. It was yeah. Gonna be, um, I wanted to do that, stu- too. A suitability to um, tell when someone's lying. Yeah, something about, yeah. I can see her in uh in big board meetings and big business <laughs> negotiations and she just she's standing in the back behind the boss and they are, we'll give you twenty billion dollars for this merger and they all look at Russo. <laughs> Do not believe what he says. He's lying. He's Every lying. word is a lie. Every word is a lie. <laughs> no, 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 here's the check. I'll, here's the check. It is a lie, it is not a check. <laughs> Do not trust him. He will lie for a long, long time. <laughs> And once he is done lying, he will lie some more. <laughs> oh, Rousseau. <laughs> She's Comb your hair. <laughs> she is kooky. <laughs> Comb your hair. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she really needs. I know what you need. That's the thing in the movie, she can get a makeover. Yeah, <laughs> perfect. <laughs> You gotta have the makeover scene. Oh yeah! Oh, it'd be great. So go the overly the... the overly flamboyant uh, hairdresser. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. We're gonna fix you up, doll. Oh, honey, this will not do. Oh, honey, no. This is <laughs> this is so island chic. <laughs> oh God. We're gonna clean up this mess you've made. <laughs> Oh, that'd be an awesome movie. Man, we should write that movie. That'd be awesome. Awesome. Rousseau in the the City. I love it. Rousseau in the City. Yeah, she gets rescued and has to live in New York. She goes to live in New York. That could even be a spinoff. They could do a whole show with that. Yeah. They don't even need just a movie. Man, that'd be awesome. Yeah, wow. That'd be fucking crazy. Like, she's always changing jobs because she, she keeps getting fired because mm-hmm. she, like, blows stuff up or, like, traps people. <laughs> you see her coworker going to the copier and he, he opens the copy machine and all of a sudden the net falls down on him. <laughs> and she's like, I've got you now. I'm just trying to make copies, Russo. God damn you. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, tell me that's not great. Come on. I Come can't. on. I can't. I'm not a liar. I can't lie. That'd be awesome. I yeah. think it's an L sketch at least. Yeah, I know. If only God, if only anyone on there cared enough to uh do something like that. They could totally man, that'd be awesome. Yeah. We're so in the city. Every week she's got a she's got a new job because she keeps getting fired. <laughs> well, Mister So, um, your references were. Exemplary. I understand you. I called your I called this first person Benjamin Linus. Um, <laughs> Uh, you told me um, you're very easy to take a baby from. Uh, 
you uh, you uh, deal well in new situa- in new environments and situations. Uh, you can make your habitat anywhere. Um, anyway, let's get back to the show. Um, uh, what, what, you stay what, what, what alive precisely by avoiding these types of encounters. Exactly. <laughs> um. All right, yeah, anyway, had to add that. Um, uh, right, so this is, uh, I don't know. I don't know what to call it. It's sort of a revelation, but um, it's it's hard to not believe it because it's so obvious, you know. she's. I mean, she's in no shape to just go back and live normally. So, no. um, so anyway, there's that. Um, next scene, back to the looking glass. Uh, Mikhail talks to... Greta and Bonnie about the station. Um, they they reveal that even if the station was flooded, the equipment would still work uh, because it's waterproofed. Mm-hmm. And uh, we talked about that earlier. Yeah. And uh, Mikhail questions them about following Ben's orders. And uh, then Bonnie goes into a spiel about uh, how we can't question Ben and we trust Jacob and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, very, uh, very nicely done. I, I like that whole thing about, uh, this, the, the you know, the, the minute we start questioning orders, this whole thing we have falls apart. It's just little does she know she's convincing him to do to kill her. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's, it's a nice, ironic, uh, it's great because it's... Uh, She's uh, she's being a loyalist, which has got her killed. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. That was uh, another nice little writing bid for the writers. I gave them a pat on the back for that. Yeah, good. They they like pats on the back. Yeah, I don't know what. That was a weird thing to say. I gave them pats on the back. But uh, yeah, anyway, uh, right. She, so she. Um, so Mikhail uh, agrees. He he, uh, he thinks she made a good point. So yeah, he, she convinced him. So you're right. I shouldn't question orders. I should just kill you, like Ben told me to. Right. So uh, so as as ordered previously, uh, uh, Ben told him to kill him. So uh, so he uh, so he shoots um, he shoots both of them, um, and then. Uh, uh, I guess he shoots Bonnie in the back, and then and then Desmond charges out uh, to rescue Bonnie from the final shot um, that would have killed her maybe quick more quickly. And he shoots yeah. um, he shoots Mika with this with the spear gun. Um, yeah. Well. Okay. Yeah. And uh, and then uh, Charlie tells Desmond not to shoot Bonnie because they need her. Yeah, for the code. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't want to say that Desmond came out to rescue her. I mean, I don't think that was his, his intention, so much as killing Mikhail, the guy who was shooting everybody. But, uh, but I, you know, it was really just a contrivance because they we needed Bonnie to tell us how to crack this code. Yeah, so well, he, the, he that really was the effect, sort of. I, I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I don't necessarily think that was an intention, but... That's yeah. Yeah, I was he to inadvertently re- he inadvertently postponed her death. Yeah, which which was good for them. They needed a little bit more information to um to get the code. So, uh, but they don't get it now. Um, they just end on this note. So um, 
So that's that scene. That was a little that was a little action scene. Um, mm-hmm. That's Penny. another writing thing too. Like somebody comes to like shoot you and they shout, "Hey!" to get your attention, so you turn around. Yeah, because he could have just as easily shot him in the back. Um, and you know, but I guess I guess the hay kind of distracted him or something. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, if you do that to the wrong person, you shout hey. And then the bad guy just, like, shoots you instantly, you know, mm-hmm. like, <laughs> you're dead before you can uh, distract him because he's a trained ninja. <laughs> right. Hey, it happens more often than not. I see, I see. Um, yeah, I can see it being a good distracting maneuver. Um, uh, they don't know necessarily you know, where someone else is and stuff. Uh, and if they're about to shoot somebody, um, I, I can see throwing out a hay instead mm-hmm. of just shooting them and hoping they don't get their shot off. Yeah. Um, so, um, but I have seen that in a lot. Like, hey, they turn around, that. boom. Like, that's, mm-hmm. that's Not really, so fast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that is, that's a classic right there, definitely. Um. Okay, so in the next scene, um, we're back to the trekking losties. Uh, Jack Jack walks over to Ben while Kate walks off to investigate. Um, I guess to check to check and see if Ben's alone or alone mm-hmm. with Alex, um, if they're the only people that came. Uh, ben asks for five minutes. Jack agrees, and then. In a in a very strange move, Jack takes Ben's walkie. Mm-hmm. Um, I yeah, the sort of push he sort of pushed him ahead and kind of took the walkie. And um, is that what you're talking about? Yeah, it, you know, I really wonder how that was written in the script. Um, it, it it was a sort of a it was kind of like keep moving slash I need to get this from you right you know like move yeah. Uh, it was very strange, but, um... Yeah, I don't know what know. they were doing with that. That was the... I mean, it seems like the scene would have worked fine. You know, later he just says, can I have my walkie back? I mean, you know, <laughs> I don't really see why they did that. Uh, it looks weird. I don't know why Jack's doing it. Um, oh, you mean why they had him take the walkie? Yeah. Oh, well, you know, the ha- the reason they let him... <laughs> I can tell you exactly why... I hate writers. They're so they're so um, conniving. Oh. Uh, the reason he does that is so that Jack can blame himself for giving him the walkie back, because he says, "I need you know I need to show you something, Jack. Can I have my walkie, please?" And then Jack gives him the walkie, which he proceeds to call and then give the one minute to kill the, oh. the shooters thing. So if he had his walkie the whole time, then Jack would have had no culpability in that. Uh, but since Jack took the walkie and then gave it back. He can blame himself well, uh, for well, helping Jack getting still killed. Feel culpability for not like calling off the shooting. I mean, he he would still have had. But it's even worse. But but see, that's the thing. If 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 he wouldn't have given the walkie back, uh, they wouldn't have ever gotten the order to kill them at all. Yeah, well, it's, it's an extra layer, but, I mean, he's still, I mean... But that's the first step, though, is, is giving uh, him the walkie back. If he didn't, like, if this was the time travel thing, and he didn't give him the walkie, then he would have never, then Ben wouldn't have been able to call and give that order. Yeah. Yeah. 
But since he gave him the walkie, he let Ben call and give that order. Right, but I mean, yeah, I, I guess. But I, I would feel worse about about the 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 situation, you know, not calling them off. Yeah. Well, that's to, the thing. He that's. I think he feels bad about both, but you know, he says when he tells Kate later, he says, you know, I let it happen, you know. And I Which think I by think that is, he means he let them, you know, he didn't stop. He didn't stop Ben from letting them, you know, get shot. Well, that's but I, I felt like it was more I let it happen by giving him the walkie back because he wasn't going to he wasn't going to tell Ben that that he was uh, not going to get them rescued. Like that's the thing. Like I mean, obviously that's a hard choice. These three people are everyone else's rescue, but like you know that's the choice he was going to have to make, and that's the choice all three of the shooters would have wanted him to make. You know, but uh, but I think he particularly it was particularly his fault when he gave the walkie bag. It's not his fault that like Ben put him in that that horrible situation to make that choice. So that's my take on it. Okay. Okay. I um if that's really what he means, like I don't know, man. I feel a lot worse about the because other he says thing. here it is. He Kate says what happened. He said he killed them. Bernard, Jen, Saeed, all three of them. He radioed the beach, and I let it happen. Uh, so that's how I get that. That you know, he radioed the beach. I let him radio the beach. I let. I let, I thought you know he killed them. Like I let that happen. You know. I mean, <laughs> it sounds like that's what he means to me. But uh, especially because that's just you know the other thing is like it's just sort of a. You know, if you go back far enough, you know, you can you can say if he hadn't done this, then this wouldn't happen, then this wouldn't happen. You know, to me, the 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 really direct thing he could have done to stop it is say, okay, you know, I'll give you the phone or whatever. You know. Yeah, but he also could have like I mean, but that's the thing. He specifically says he radioed the beach and I let it happen. I mean, he's got that and there. He's he's talking about the thing he just said. Um, so that's I, I think he's talking about the radio thing. Because that's that's why they got killed because Ben radioed the beach and gave the order. Yeah. Uh, okay. All right. I don't know. Yeah. I give up. So where are we done with the? What else is in this scene? Uh, that's it. That's All right. Let's scene. go. Um, I mean, actually, the end of the scene is he takes the walkie-talkie. Yeah. Um with the, that that other part of the scene hasn't happened yet. You made the walkie. Um uh, <laughs> Wow, if they really meant that, man, that's fucking crazy. Wow. Wow. Oh, the walkie thing? Yeah, like that's Why what he's crazy? upset about. Like Well, man. he's upset he's upset that they're dead. I mean, point blank, he's upset that they're dead. Okay. But he's he's more pissed off because he let it happen. He gave the walkie back to him. I mean, I think like, that was my whole point with, you know, you asked, you know, why did he even take the walkie to begin with? Well, I think they're setting up this whole thing that Jack had the ability to, to stop it very simply, you know. But, you when, know, he like, didn't know what Ben was going to do with the walkie. Oh, of course, of course. But I, I mean, how is that he, his fault? You know, that's just silly. Of course, he, he didn't. But that's the thing. How is it his fault that he, he didn't, you know, exile these people on the island, you know, you know, and not getting them rescued versus saving these three people. That's not his fault either. If anything, he can, I feel like 
if he if he wants to blame himself, he can blame himself for giving the walkie back to him because that was his choice to do that. Um, and he he shouldn't have done that. He shouldn't have given him the walkie back. And if he wouldn't have, then that he wouldn't have given that order, you know. Because I think he can only take so he can't take that much blame in in three people's lives versus forty people's lives, you know. You know, and he made the decision that everybody would have agreed would be the right decision. As much as it would have sucked if they were really dead. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. I... Okay. All right. All right. So, um, the next scene is a flashback. Uh, Jack is in, uh, he's standing at a prescription counter and, um, the, the worker lady says there are no more refills left on the prescription. By worker lady, do you mean pharmacist? Is she supposed to be the pharmacist? (laughs) I don't know. I just think that's funny. (laughs) I just, I don't know. I wasn't sure if she was a pharmacist. Because, you know, if you go to you know, prescription counter, they have the pharmacist and then they have, like, yeah. the worker ladies. They have the, like, assistants or something. Yeah, I don't know she's what wearing to call a, them. She's wearing a white jacket, so uh, I don't know. But, uh, yeah, no, I, just, I just thought that was funny. Worker lady, uh, <laughs> pharmacist. <laughs> she has a name. If she was a man, you'd call her pharmacist. But now she's a woman. I really she's a worker I lady. a worker man. Uh-huh, worker uh, man. <laughs> You're such a jingoist. <laughs> oh no, not that word. Yeah, I said it. Um, yeah, no, worker uh, lady. No, I guess, I guess, like, I did, I, I did consider the idea that she was a pharmacist, but I just wasn't sure. So you know, a pharmacist but is a worker lady. But because she's, she's, uh, you know, not white, you just assume <laughs> she couldn't be a pharmacist because she's. Uh, I thought she know, was she's white. Ethnic. She isn't white. No, she's, uh, she's, she's like Indian. Oh really? God, I didn't even. I remember her being really white, or wow. or maybe she's uh, Latina. Latina. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I'm talking about. I thought I thought she was really pale. I don't know. My memory. No. Weird. Okay. Um. Uh. <laughs> I don't think that's it either. Um. Uh. No. I just you know I just didn't know. I didn't know it all. Um. I didn't see her credentials. Um. She may very well be a pharmacist. Mm-hmm. Um, for her sake, I'll call her a pharmacist from now on, even if she isn't. All right. Um, the pharmacist, um, who happens to be a lady. Um, <laughs> Which, so you're implying it's a little unbelievable, but you're just going to go with it. Man, you're a piece of work. You are a piece of work. No, no, no. She just happens to be. It's like, oh, whoops, what happened? Oh, look at that. They actually hired a female pharmacist. <laughs> Oops. Must be some mistake. That's not what I, I meant. Guess I guess their standards are really low there. Hmm. <laughs> man, man, I don't know. I don't know if I can podcast with you anymore. You, you're going to see all your, your true colors coming out. Wow, I guess so. I wasn't even thinking. I was just, I was just typing my beliefs, and somehow they came out. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, In the transcript, uh, they call her pharmacist. Oh, they do, do they? Yeah. I didn't look at the transcript. What are you going to do? Yeah. Anyway. I'm going to call her the pharmacist now. She's the pharmacist. <laughs> um, not that it really matters much for the scene, but um, but uh, I will call her the pharmacist. So uh, she says, no more refills. Um, then one of the guys uh, in the back of the line uh, recognizes Jack, 
and uh, he recognized Jack, um, I think, from the most recent debacle with the, mm-hmm. the, the, the woman and the kid out of the car. And uh, and then uh, all this is sort of going on at the same time. And then and then Jack says he has uh, that's okay. I got another prescription, and he fishes into his pocket. This isn't suspicious at all. Of course, there's nothing nothing out of the ordinary about. It. Oh, no refills. Hmm. Let's see here. Look at this. Yeah. I got another one. Um. So uh. So he he gives her uh the prescription. She says you can't write a prescription for yourself. He says, no, it's not Jack, it's Christian Shepherd, and uh, it's his father. And then she says she'll have to call his father's office to verify. And then Jack says, oh, he's out of town. And uh, and then uh, at that point, um, Jack uh, loses it in a, in a classic uh, drug addict way. Um, he storms off and knocks over a glasses display on the way out. Yeah. Um and I, I forgot to mention the part where where the guy who recognizes him says like just give him whatever he wants. He's a hero. Come on, lady, he's a hero. Give him whatever he wants. Take your clothes off for him. <laughs> give him what he wants. Uh, that was a that was a weird little thing. Um, yeah. I'm glad she wasn't swayed like by that. Like, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, you're no right, problem, sir. Uh, here's a shopping cart, Doctor Shepard. Please help yourself to whatever you'd like. <laughs> so, um, so this is this is one of the scenes that people use. Um, uh, the people who think his dad's alive in this mm-hmm. flash forward. Um, uh, you know that he's like really out of town. It doesn't quite make sense because later on he talks about bringing him down there and. Is he's out of town? Of course, maybe he's just lying. He's lying that he's out of town and he's really in town and blah, 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 blah. But anyway. Yeah, there's some lying going on. Like, it's like, you know, it's like a domino effect. I mean, if he's lying about this one thing, then the other thing, if, if this one thing is true, then, he's, then the other thing's a lie, you know. So there's a, there's some weirdness going on. Because um, if his dad's alive, then he really shouldn't be out of town. And if his dad's dead, then, of course, he's lied about him being out of town and lied about it being the prescription for him and so yeah yeah um yeah so this this scene is this scene is like you know for for a drug addict like you know movie or something you know trying to get the drugs and being frustrated by like being refused because you're you know you really desperately need them and stuff like this is you know this is a pretty classic scene here i think um Mm mm-hmm uh, the way it the way it plays out, uh, you know, I've uh, I've seen scenes like this before, but um, uh, yeah. Anyway, not not that much going on in this scene. Just sort of further development of of Jack's um, desperate state. Uh, um, one thing I want to mention that uh, some of our listeners brought up, uh, Vicky H, and uh, I believe it was Vicky H and Paul. Uh, brought up the fact that um, you cannot get refills on oxycodone. Oh, uh, it's it's the, the kind of drug it is. Um, you can't, you know, when you write the prescription, there's there's no refills for it. Mm-hmm. You've got to have a prescription for every, you know, every every whatever you get. Um, so you know, probably just the you know the writers didn't know that when they wrote this, or they knew that and just 
it would, you know, just works better that that's what he's trying to do. Yeah. The idea that he would have three refills on this just isn't isn't really true that yeah. they would have three refills. So, uh, and I love Jack. Like, well, that's a mistake because I remember getting getting only two refills. <laughs> like, I only remember two, so uh, it must have only been two. Oh, Jack, you're, yeah, nice you're, try, Jack. She's gonna yeah. say, oh, that's what you remember. Well, let me change my record exactly. here. Let me change the record that state the dates and time that these prescriptions were filled, just so they reflect your memory better. Cause, <laughs> exactly. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure that has a much better chance of being correct. Um, <laughs> and do you remember what we charged you for them? Uh, did you do you remember the being free by mm-hmm. any chance? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, he's pretty crazy. Um, he's losing it. He's completely like out of it. Yeah. Insane. Um. So. Uh, yeah. So he's just he's just trying anything. That's like you know. Well, to me, what's interesting, I think, about this, just to dissect the whole father thing, you know, she says, well, I'm going to have to call your father's office to confirm this, and she picks up the phone, you know, to start dialing, which which, would, which presumably the prescription that uh, he gave her, I guess, had, had the father's number on there. Like I'm not sure what number she thought she was calling, or if she yeah. was going to call the hospital in general. Yeah, I, I, think I don't know. Prescriptions might have the the number on there. Well, but it's but is it isn't it Jack's? It should be Jack's Jack's prescription pad with his information, right? And it, that it's written for his father, not his father's prescription prescription pad written for himself, right? Because you can't write a prescription for yourself, like she said. So why would it have the father's information on there if it's Jack's prescription pad? No, I think I, I think uh, a prescription pad would have the information of the the doctor who's writing the prescription, which is Jack. Yeah, but I think I think it I think it, he might have actually like gotten some of his dad's pads. Okay, but that's the thing. Like his dad died a long time ago. Well, yeah, that that part's a little weird. But yeah. Uh, and so the idea that he would have some of his pads just in his pocket in case of something like this, I don't want to believe. Yeah. Um, I believe it. I don't know if I want to. Um, uh, I guess. I'm and that's the other thing too. I mean, I don't know how it works when you pick up a prescription for someone else, but um, you know. I mean, can you just write a prescription and say, oh, this is for John Brown, and I'm just going to pick it up for him. Here it is. And, like, John Brown doesn't exist, you know, or something. You know, which I guess is why she was trying to confirm this. Um, but uh, Oh, it, are you suggesting – I think I just understand what you're saying. I just understood what you're saying. Like, you're, are, you, are you saying that, that he wrote – he took his pad and wrote a prescription for Christian and tried to, to – fill it that was yes. that was his story like i i thought his story was the other way around the pad was christians and uh and the prescription was for jack no that's why that's why she said dr shepherd you can't write a prescription for yourself which mean meaning that it's the head you know the prescription pad is jack's and she thought it was saying it's for jack but he said no it's not for me it's for christian yeah 
Well, I, I mean, I thought she said that because it said, like, Shepherd and maybe just, like, Sea Shepherd or something, and she thought, oh, that's his, and, you know, I, mm-hmm. I, I thought that's what was going on. You know, she just didn't look carefully, or, or she thought he was one of those people who, you know, they have that first name, they but they go by the middle name or <laughs> something weird like that. Um, uh, you know, and so that's mm-hmm. why that's why she thought he was writing prescription for herself, because she thought the pad was Jad's pad, but it was Jad Jad. Jack's pad, but it was actually Christian's pad. Mm, yeah, it could go that way too, I guess. I just don't see him having his dad's pads. I don't either, but I don't. I don't. Um, I believe you can get a prescription for a third party. I don't know though. Maybe you can't. I, I, I mean, I think you can. I just don't know how it works. I think. Um, I think I've heard of that being done. I, don't I think know the doctor. Either. I think the doctor has to call it in. I've heard of something like that. Like the doctor will call the pharmacy and say, "Like, oh, I don't know." Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to watch this scene again because what I thought I thought he wrote the prescription there on the spot, but is he? Maybe he didn't do that. Maybe he's. Uh, I think he just pulls it out. Ready? He's to go. looking for it. He's looking for okay, and he said, "There it is." So that means that means he either had. His dad's pad already filled out, written for himself, or his pad already filled out, written for his dad. Yeah. So that's that's weird. Either way, it's very strange it that is. he would have that yeah. ready. I, I I originally thought he wrote it on the spot. Um, that's weird. Um, why would he? Either one. Because <laughs> I mean, his dad shouldn't. Hmm. His dad should not be alive. <laughs> I don't want to believe that. I don't. I don't believe that either. So he shouldn't have his dad's pads. Even if his dad is alive, he shouldn't have his dad's pads. You know, maybe he kept them for sentimental reasons. <sighs> but isn't that? I mean, aren't aren't those things like sort of controlled though? You know, because I mean, if you had a doctor's pad, you can forge prescriptions. Uh, yeah, I don't know though. I don't know either. And the other thing hmm. is, his dad died, like, right before he got on the plane. He didn't really have time to, you know, he didn't know he was dead until he got to Australia. So yeah. he didn't really have time to, like, save stuff for sentimental reasons. Yeah, like, exactly. I guess, the like, mom, some other character could. Yeah, she could have She could have saved stuff. I mean, he. I'm assuming the dad had an office where yeah. his pads would have been. Uh, you know, I, I don't know what the, what the hospital's policies are, if they confiscate all that stuff or what. Um, who knows? But um, that's interesting. Um, God, you know, I sort of feel like the dad's alive, man. I, I kind of feel Ew. like that's where they're going with this. Ooh, don't go there. Um, I really, because I thought, oh, man, I think that's where they might be going with this, that this oh, is some God. weird alternate timeline. Oh, God, stop. Don't say that word. <laughs> I know, right? I hate that word. That's the worst oh. part of the theory. Yeah, I know. That bullshit has to come I in. know. But <sighs> why would he have a prescription for his dad or a prescription for himself from his dad? Why would he have that handy? Well, the reason he would have it handy is because he wants a prescription and, and, like, you know, he wants the medicine. 
So yeah, but he wouldn't have any reason to. Th- I mean, he didn't have any reason to think they weren't they weren't getting given the medicine. I mean, he went in there thinking he had another refill. Blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, and I think it's like a backup plan. It's just a backup plan. Yeah. Some goes wrong there. Whatever he can he can try it there like he does, or, or take it to another pharmacy or, or something. You know. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like it's a yeah. It's 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 a it's a contingency thing. Well, he's he certainly uh, hasn't lost his wits about him. Uh, even in his drugged-out state, he's still a couple steps ahead of old pharmacist. Uh, at least tries to be. Okay. Um, I I guess I guess I'm personally way more willing to accept the idea that he has a pad of his dad's, or that he wrote a prescription for his dad than um, the idea that his dad's alive and this is some alternate timeline and all the ramifications of that. Yeah. Um, I, the other the other thing is way less uncomfortable well, for me. I agree, but to me it seems like with... I thought this scene, it was pretty clear that the dad was dead and he was just faking it. Um, but now the whole thing with the pad is, is just really, really strange. I mean, I'll buy it to back up plan, but that's... That's really strange. We'll see. We'll see. I haven't. Uh, I, I'm still leaning. I'm leaning towards that the dad's dead, but uh, we'll see. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm so leaning towards the dad being dead. I'm. God. I. If the dad's not dead, you know, whatever. I don't know what. But well, and that's the thing. You know, the title is through the looking glass. Uh, which I think, you know, we didn't really talk about the title yet too much, but, um, no, we didn't. you know, I think that idea is, is referencing looking into an alternate reality, looking into, you know, something else, a different world. Mm-hmm. And that's the title of the thing. And, that, and we got this strange flash forward. So I think it would be, I think it's fitting if, if this is an alternate reality. I mean, however crap that is for the show in general, but. Uh, I, I think it'd be fitting if this, if that is what's going on, that this is some weird alternate future timeline. Um, I think you could still call it through the looking glass and it'd be a real future. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I guess you could, yeah. Yeah. And obviously reference to the station. Yeah, and the Looking Glass is is less about the future than 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 another world. Um, I think. Well, yeah, in the book, sure. Yeah. So. But you know, maybe it's in a this one you got glass, the future like a thing. crystal ball or something. Mm. Silver platter. Mm-hmm. Golden chalice. Yeah, that too. Okay. <laughs> Um, and the sword of Algernon and the Holy Grail and the yeah. Excalibur sword. Yeah, that too. Uh, sword of Algernon sword isn't anything. It's made that up. Sorcerer's stone. Yeah, that too. <laughs> Philosopher's stone. Our Philosopher's stone, please. Philosopher's stone. Thank you. They're not revolted by that word. Um. All right. You ready to go to the next scene? So. Uh, yeah. That's. Um. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I am. We can talk about that issue some more later, maybe. Um, but, uh, yeah, I just, no way. I just, no way. No way. But I'll tell you, okay, whatever. We'll talk about that later. Um, uh, 
Next scene. Here we go. Next scene. Back to Ben and Jack. Um, ben tells Jack that Ben tells Jack that he made a decision and describes the purge. Um, uh, then he says that history is about to repeat himself, repeat him, repeat itself. And then he don't, says, "Don't call history him. <laughs> That's kind of weird. It is weird. Um, it's a little personification. Why not? History. It's a you know, it's a it's a person. It has a personality. The grand old fella. Yes. <laughs> history is about to repeat himself." That's, yeah, I don't know. I like that in a way. But uh, it's not what I wrote, so um, I shouldn't say that. <laughs> so anyway, uh, right. So then uh, then Ben says that Ben says that Naomi is lying about who she is, that she's a representative of some people who have been trying to find the island. Then he says she's one of the bad guys, and if Jack phones her boat, <laughs> every single living person on this island will be killed. <laughs> mm-hmm. Gotta love those those really hard, fast, absolute statements because um, just find them hard to believe because um, uh, show would be over pretty quick. And not only that, we got a flash forward, Ben, and Jack and Kate don't die. Mm-hmm. So, um, ha-ha, you're wrong. But anyway. That's Maybe they good. weren't on the island. Um, <laughs> well, I assume he meant on the island like right then. But hey. You know, I mean, he's using every single living person who will be on this island. Yeah, okay, whatever. Maybe that's what he means. So, uh, and then Ben says to give him the satellite phone, and Jack says no. And then Ben asks for his walkie back, the infamous walkie back. And then uh, and then Jack gives it back to him, um, the fateful decision, and then... Uh, and then Ben says to Tom, uh, unless you hear my voice in one minute, kill them all. Um, ben taunts Jack with his lack of a good life back home as the clock ticks down. Uh, Wait, does what? <laughs> taunts Jack with the lack of a good life back home. With the lack of a good life back home? Yeah. Oh, he says oh. like, "What do you want to go back for? Your wife left you, and you're—I forgot that's what a, he said." That's a very strange phrase. He taunts him with the lack of a good life back home. I'm like, "What does that mean?" Okay, I get it now. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I was trying to—I was trying to summarize, and that's—that's uh, that's what I came out with. Um, as the clock uh, ticks down. Um, <laughs> Biggie, you telling your story. <laughs> like, as the clock take closer and closer around the surface of the watch, Jack had a fateful decision to make. <laughs> Would he betray the lives of his three brethren? <laughs> oh, we really sacrifice them for the good of the group. Would he hold strong and seek the others' safety? Uh, so um uh it it gets very tense and um and he waits and waits and waits and then boom the the time period's up we hear three gunshots through the walkie um then Jack attacks Ben punching him in the face many times 
Nine times. Um, did you I really count? Yeah. I was hoping it was going to be eight, and then he hit him that one last time. Oh, no. Wow. Nine. That's a lot, man. That's a lot. I don't want to take that many hits in the face. Yeah. And then, that was uh, awesome. I got to say, that was awesome. When he, like, he just, like, yeah, that was awesome. That was what's interesting about this whole uh, face-off is that uh, as, as uh, cunning and 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 kind of scary as Ben is sometimes, he's not, like, physically threatening. Yeah. Uh, compared to Jack, who's, you know, bigger and younger. Yeah. Uh, so, it, you know, the the tense the the tension in the situation was very interesting because it there wasn't really a, a physical threat there you know like oh man Jack should be scared that he's going off alone with Ben because it's like you know what's Ben gonna do although I, I did I was wondering if Ben still had his walking stick and I at one point I thought he was gonna whack Jack yeah <laughs> whack Jack with his walking stick um, yeah he he did have that scene um, a long time ago with Sawyer where he beat him up with the with this like. I don't know what it was. It was like a, it was like a wand or something. It was mm-hmm. like a little beating stick. I don't know. I don't know what you call what he was using, like a baton or something. And, um, and it was odd. It was it's odd to see him doing like physical stuff because he just, yeah. he just doesn't come across as you know the guy who's gonna who's gonna get you by beating you up. You know. Yeah, he's, exactly. He's, he's gonna talk you out of it. Yeah. Yeah, and if, like, something bad happens to you because of him, it's because of his scheming, not because he, you know, yeah, he's going to hit you or something. So, um, But uh, it was cool. Jack Jack pounced on him and uh, and gave him the old one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, uh, it, Ben, he's, he's, he's got it coming. He's really done a lot of shit. And, uh, yeah, yeah. He about was, Jack was... Jack was punching Ben for all of us. Yeah, definitely, definitely. All this time, it's like smirking, like whatever bullshit, like, you know. Oh, I'm done lying. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I want that as my ringtone. <laughs> and like. I want to put that as my ringtone. Oh, I'm done lying. <laughs> and, you know, the air of moral superiority. and You mm-hmm. know, he's, just, he's got so much about him that. I love the character, but you know he's easy to hate because he's just he's just really really an ass a lot of the time. Yeah. And uh, so yeah, it was uh, it was pretty satisfying to have him uh, get a good beating. Um, it's interesting he didn't bring anybody with him. You know, he really he really could have brought some people with him. Yeah. But uh, but he didn't. I so. mean, out of the group, who's? I mean, Sawyer's not there. Saeed's not there. Jim's oh, I meant there. Ben. I meant Ben, not Jack. Oh, Ben. Oh, I thought you meant somebody. Jack could have brought somebody with them as backup or something. Yeah. Um, you know, I think I, I think they he didn't bring anybody. Well, you know, I kind of like how they played that off because I thought the same thing too. Like Ben should have brought somebody. Um, I like how they. You know, I think it. They tied up the loose ends that everyone needs to go to the temple and and Richard needs to leave them there and that's the thing like all of all of Ben's captains are gone now <laughs> that's true uh you know all of the all the main like you know uh fighting guys went down to the beach, yeah, and the next in command is Richard, who needed to lead everybody to the temple, so he really didn't have anybody left uh you know the same way with Jack, all of his backup is is elsewhere too, yeah, uh so that's interesting. And Richard doesn't strike me as being one of the one of the better fighting guys. Really? I I feel like, man, I feel like Richard 
like would would really tear somebody up. You think so? Yeah, I really do. I really, uh, yeah. I think you could take Ben, but uh, I think uh, I, I actually I'd be more scared of Richard than any of the other others. Actually, I mean, besides like Ethan, who who oh, really God. is a, a monster. Yikes. Um, no, I feel like I feel like he generates like scratch on like, his face. That's how hardcore he is. He what? He generates scratches on his face. I know, right? Some sort of weird uh, maneuver. Um, no, Richard, I feel like uh, he can kick some ass. I don't know, something about him. I mean, because I I saw Nestor and uh, oh, I saw no. him in that in that movie where he played like a crazy a crazy uh, hitman, mm-hmm. uh, and it was really surprising. And it was I was um, smoking aces. I think I said that because um, because Matthew Fox was in it too, and they have a scene together. Oh. And it was really weird to see them in this scene together. <laughs> Because I'm like, in an alternate world, you guys are enemies. And, uh, I mean, they were actually enemies in this thing, too, because Nestor ends up killing him. Mm-hmm. But um, but it was really weird to see Matthew Fox and Nestor. Uh, what's his last name? Car- Car- Carbonell. Carbonell, yeah. going to call him Carbonara. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, anyway, so, no, I'm, I would not want to be locked in a room with Richard, no. <laughs> Uh, me either. Um, but uh I mean he hasn't really demonstrated um a lot of physical uh prowess yet, so um, No, that, and that's what scares me. It's always the quiet one. I see. Like with see. like with Jin, you know, like when Jin like beat up yeah. Mikhail that one time, I was like, Where'd that come from? <laughs> you know? Like yeah. if Sawyer somebody who did that would be like, Okay, yeah, whatever but like mm-hmm. like what? Jin? Oh, it's kinda crazy. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. And plus Richard's like really old and hasn't aged. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that point. scares me too. So a fair point. Uh, you know, I, he seems to be. You know, he's questioning Ben in this episode. Um, I, I don't know where Richard's going to go from here. You know, uh, uh, I'm, I'm curious uh, where where that's going to lead. Um, you know. I think Richard is ready for someone else to be in control, and I think that's going to be Locke uh, very soon. Oh, okay. Um, so. Interesting. I think Ben has to die soon. You think so? I mean, I really do. I, I just don't know how much longer they can get, you know. Um, I mean, I think once we go to the temple, I don't think there'll be too much more to learn about the about the others. Mm-hmm. Once we get to the temple, I mean, I'm sure there'll be loose ends, but uh, I think the temple is the last big thing. Okay. Because uh, they've left their home. I mean, they're every. I think everything's gearing up for whatever the temple is about. Yeah. Um, well, I think so Jacob I, um, has something to do with the others too. So. Yeah. Um, I think there's there's a lot more mileage they can get out of that. Well, that's um, the thing, but they don't need Ben around for the Jacob stuff. I don't think they need him anymore. Yeah. Yeah, although I think they do need to explain his relationship to Jacob. Um, which yeah. Which is, like, completely unclear at this point. Um, so, and I, I really think, I think Ben's going to be around for a long time. I don't think he's going to die um, anytime soon. Um, I think if he does die, it'll be it'll be much later on. I say, like... I think he'll definitely be dead by next se- by the end of next season. Okay. Definitely. I say like the earliest he dies is like maybe towards the end of season six. Wow, and I think I think I wouldn't I won't be surprised if he dies in the beginning of season four. 
But I say definitely by the end of season four, he'll okay. be dead. Okay. He'll be dead or effectively off the show, but I think specifically dead. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 